You're watching the vodka stream. What's happening, guys? Hey, happy Friday, happy Friday, happy Friday. What's going on, everybody? Hope you guys are doing good. Oh, man, we made it. We made it. That's all that matters. Make sure I got everything going on here. Going live, send out the tweet. <laughs> um, all right, yeah. <laughs> Whoops, going love, I put out when I put the tweet out, huh? I mean... Not gonna say that, uh, you know. Why not? We're sending out the love right now. Why not? So, <laughs> I put going love. I love it. Anyways, hey guys, what's going on? Who's out there? We good? We good, everybody? All right. Who's who? We got out here, huh? That's right. We got the Krypton Cage, and we got the Viking right here coming on tonight. That's for sure. That's right. Uh, what's going on, Mister Eric? Uh, we got Tyler here. It's the dude who calls Snyder Schneider. <laughs> do I? Well, if I do that, I'm, it's just not, I'm not being serious. Zack Snyder, but I just like to go Schneider, you know, bring in a little bit of that Sean Connery kind of voice to it. Ah, hashtag David Pinion is the king of the Huff livestream. I like it. I like it there, Will. Always good to see you. I had a long day. Don't think I could stay up too late, but always excited. See the real talk. There you go, Bennett. Hey, stay as long as you can and then catch up later. You know, it's the beauty part about all this. You could watch the rest later. That's good. Mr. Lobo, what's up, sir? You know, I mean, say, to me, I'm still in Ghostbusters mode, so I'm like just going to be wearing the hat probably for the rest of the year, you know? So, uh, Abel, always good to see you. Yersh. Happy Friday, Sly. Yeah, that's right. Where? Okay, wait. Where is that? All right, we got Javier. Hey, uh, you guys can hear me, right? <laughs> All right, we got Mr. Fear, Jason. Sup, 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 sup. And there's Mama Film Junkie. Hi, Mom. Good to see you. Hope everything's good. Hope everything's good. Cheers to the weekend for sure, man. Dave, you think Garza might pop in? Hey, he always gets a, he always gets a, he always gets a link. Always gets a link, but you know, he's been kind of laying low. So, like I said, he always gets a link, and uh, but he's got a lot of things going. But um, I, I can't guarantee it. Can't guarantee it. Like I said, but he always gets, uh, he always gets the link. He definitely does. So, what's going on, Mister Chuck? You got your ticks to Spidey. That's right. It's going to be a packed. It's going to be fantastic, right? That's what I'm looking forward to the most. I'm more hyped about just watching a big movie with a bunch of nerdy people in a packed house, you know, and cheering and, you know, getting all excited more than more than I'm excited for the movie. <laughs> That's right. It just seems like, I don't know. There's just something about opening night for a big movie it really is. Uh, hey, Christian. Well, yeah, sending your love. Ahoy, ahoy, Mr. Uh, Jason. Always good to see you. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, it's it was kind of a long week, it felt like. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess so. Not as sexy as me, I'm just saying. You know, I'm just saying. But then again, you, you have better hair than me, so. Maybe that's, maybe a little bit. So if I, yeah, hopefully they stay awake. 
I mean, they should, right? I mean, I don't know. I know that like the the difficulty about tonight's stream was the fact that uh, the fact that um, you know they are on the other side of the globe. So, but they're like in the future, so they should be good. It should be like becoming like morning for them, right? So, hopefully, hopefully they'll be all right. Is Zack Snyder in Miami? Why am I? I keep on hearing about that. That's not the first time I've heard that Zach is supposed to be in Miami. I, I don't know. You know, like I said, he's been, uh, he's of course been relatively quiet. If he's in Miami, cool. That's cool. I mean, nothing wrong with that. Um, uh, nothing wrong with going in Miami. Why not? I mean, if he's doing that, I don't know if he's doing that for work purposes or is it just a vacation thing? I don't know. I really don't know. So, uh, try to watch the stream next. There you go. That's what I'm talking about right there. What's the thing about? I know. I don't know. I keep, I've heard it a couple of times that he's in Miami. I don't know where anybody's getting this information from. Did he post something on Vero? I haven't checked Vero today, so I don't know. I don't know. You know, it reminds me of, uh, that time when, remember when he was across, he was across the water during that Comic Con that one time. And, um, and everybody thought he was going to show up at Comic-Con. And there was like this whole thing that came out where, oh, yeah, he's going to uh, he's going to show up a surprise guest at Hall H. And they're going to announce the uh, the Snyder Cut. I think that was back in 2018, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was 2018, maybe 2019. I don't know. It was one of those. But um, I remember that because, holy shit, that because I kept going. I was like, I reached out to my guy and I went, is he? Is he really going to show up? Because there's, you know, he's right across the water. And he was like, I don't think so. And I went, okay. And then I started saying, hey, guys, you need to relax. I don't think he's going to show up. And then, he, you know, of course, that didn't happen. And there was, you know, well, let's just say I felt like John McClane after, um, after um, you know, fighting a bunch of terrorists in Nakatomi after that week. That's for damn sure. Because, you know, it just happens. Hey, we got a cat here. Hi, cat. Good to see you. Good to see you. Always. Yes, we got we, we got some family showing up here, some Snyder people showing up today. So always good to see people in there. Yes, the junkie family. That's what I'm talking about. Anyways, all right. So today, this is what I got. I got Mulholland vodka, six times distilled from 100% corn. And uh, yeah, Mulholland made in the USA. And geez, oh, look at you. Look at you. Look at you. Jason, thank you, sir. You're awesome, man. You're awesome. Thank you for, uh, in Kiana, we believe. Absolutely. I know, right? I've been watching. I, I can't help. It's funny because, again, I'm just so, I'm just more excited for Matrix Resurrections more than I am for Spidey. Uh, I mean, I did watch the Spidey clips, but, and I was like, all right, it's cool. But when I watch the Matrix clips, I'm just like, yay. You know, I'm just doing that, man. I don't know. I'm just, just a little bit more. I'm just ex more excited for it. So let's try this uh, Mulholland. Uh, uh. Oh, that was a good one. All right, let's do this. All right, let's pour this. Nice and chilled, of course. Ah, man, that is a tough, that's a tough cork. Ah. Anyways, all right. Well, cheers, guys. Happy, uh, happy Friday. And thank you again, Jason, sir. You're, you're awesome for constantly supporting the channel. 
more than uh, more than just watching. I love it. I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Okay. Got a little bite to it. Not as smooth as some of the others, but you know, it's got a good bite. I like the bite. I'm one of those guys that likes the bite. I do. You know, when everybody, you know, when people like mix their drinks to try to just like get rid of the bite, it's like, nah, I need the bite a little bit, you know, and it's just, you know, the alcoholic in me. Ugh, I like torture myself. I really do. I don't know, but I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. So let's have a fun show tonight. Um, yeah, let's get, uh, let me go ahead and set the tweets. We'll get the, we'll get my guests in here. All right, so let's see. Let me go ahead. <laughs> and I just love it when I, because I, when I, when I type in, um, you know, movies that mar. It, it, first, I just, I just type in the, you know, mar, and it brought up Bill Mar, and I'm like, he's not going to be here tonight. Um, maybe one day. Just kidding. Anyways, all right. Boop, boop, where, what the hell? I can't type right now. Yeah, I've joined. All right, here we go. Okay. All right, let's get the boys in here. We got, uh, we got, we got Mr., uh, we got the, we got the Viking right here, and we got Mr. Krypton Cage Najid. What is going on, guys? Hey. Hello. How are you doing? <laughs> Don't sound too. This excited. is the, well, this is the first time I've seen you type "going love," and I think I know. it makes sense. <laughs> it really is. I mean, that's the kind of stream we're gonna have tonight, guys. Just full of love. <laughs> that's all we're gonna do. You know, I know. I was like, I don't know what happened. I think it just autocorrected or something, or I just. Well, I think I typed it out, and I and O are right next to each other, and I just was, uh, you know, I don't know. Who cares? Thank you guys for showing up. What's up? <laughs> Thanks for having us, dude. Really appreciate it. No problem. No problem. Of course, yeah, you guys. Thank uh, you. Yeah, you guys can uh, find them at Real Talk if you want to check out their YouTube channel. Please do so. Check out their videos. Where am I at here? I got too many damn tabs open. Here it is, right here. If it lets me do it, there you go. Check them out. Real Talk Sunday, Monday, all kinds of shows and talks and everything like that. I always like your guys' thumbnails. I really do. You guys do good with the thumbnails. I mean, that's part of the, uh, that's part of the, uh, I guess the craft of being a YouTube channel is just try to come up with some good thumbnails. And I always like your guys' thumbnails. I don't know if anyone knows this, but KSV kind of does all the heavy lifting with the show. I'm just kind of the the good looks. I I bring all the. Yes, exactly. You bring, yeah, you bring, you bring the sexy. You bring the sexy. I get it. KSV does all the heavy lifting, but yeah. No, I should sense. start putting Jared Leto on every thumbnail. <laughs> yeah, that's what you got to do. I mean, why not? Guy is pretty. No, but uh, yeah. Uh, how you guys doing tonight? Or I guess it's morning for you guys, right? Four okay, what time is it? Okay, Mar, what time is it where you're at? It's 4.20. Oh, 4.20. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> I wasn't deliberate. <laughs> we didn't yeah. plan it. Um, but uh, yeah, I know it's early here. I haven't worked in a few hours, but it's good to get up early and be refreshed for uh, <laughs> well, Thanks, Dave. Appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> See, that's what I try to do. I'm like trying to get you amped up before you have to go to work. You to, so you have to work on a set. What do you do for uh, work? I do like, uh, so I qualify like personal trainer, gym instructor, stuff like that. And then I, I would have never guessed. I 
COVID. I, I won't yeah. do it. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, do it like, for the folks. Do it for the coach, audience. Um, coach kids then as well, like in sports, Irish sports. Mm-hmm. So we have a, ga- a game later on. We have a final today. So that's in five, six hours from now. So I have to get ready in about two and a half and go. So, but I enjoy it. It's kind of, it's not like, it's not like you're working from like really early to really late at night. Kind of it's good hours, but it's enjoyable as well. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's not, it doesn't feel like work. It's something that you're looking forward to doing. That's good. And uh, tell everybody where you guys, where you're located again. I'm in Ireland. Ireland. Right in the center of Ireland, a place called Westmead. So uh, there's actually been bad um, kind of w- uh, winds and bad weather here the last few days, but it's mostly on the coast. So if you live on the coast, it's pretty bad with the winds. But like, I'm in the center, so I'm safe. So if the place gets flooded, we're an island. So if it gets flooded, I'll be the last uh, to die without the flood. So I'm in the best location. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's the guy who's making that um, that movie? Makes the disaster movies. Uh huh. Uh, Roland Emmerich. Yeah, Roland Emmerich. Yeah. I'm a location where he would love to just make a movie. Like that. <laughs> so. Nice. I like it. I like it. And then uh, Najid, Mr. Casey, Krypton Cage. How's it going, sir? All good. All good. It's uh, 9:50 a.m. here uh, in okay. India, and so it's like I haven't slept all up. Yeah. yeah, you haven't slept no, haven't, yet. Yeah. What? Why? What the hell have you been doing? Were you fighting crime? What's going on? <laughs> well, my time is actually uh, I do night shifts, so my timing is reverse. So that's why I'm more aligned with you guys. Gotcha, gotcha. What do you do? Um, I work at Uber. Um, okay. I'm a senior support specialist. Okay, so you're not doing the driving. You're like coordin- You're no. like doing. You're the other stuff. Yeah, I actually have a yeah, buddy. I'm the technical one. Yeah, the te- yeah, I have a buddy of mine who uh he was working for Lyft, but he I mean he started off as a driver and then uh I don't know, do you guys have Lyft where you guys are at or is it just Uber? No, just Uber. Okay, just Uber. Okay. So yeah, that's why yeah, Lyft is not as big, I guess. I guess it's, you know, when it comes to the states, obviously, it's like back and forth. You hear Lyft, you hear Uber, mainly you hear Uber, but he helped like try to get that thing going and he was always like a part of like the technical side and everything, so that's cool. Like, but he started off as a driver. Did you start off as a driver, or did you just immediately go into that stuff? No, I was. Uh, I was working at Amazon before, and um, my job was similar there as well. Mm. Um, so basically, it was customer support, and even here, it is that. So yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And then um, I always, uh, I'm always jealous of your um, your camera set. You and Steven. You and Steven have. Obviously, you guys. Steven are like, has the best one. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know that guy with his like dream lens kind of thing going on. I know, uh, you know, because I've I've talked to you about like hmm, what kind of lens or what kind of camera. I've asked you about cameras, and then of course Steven, I've done that too. But yeah, I know. Yeah, I remember when you actually came on a vodka stream a while back, and it was just like, yep, yeah, your shots, you know, better than all of ours. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're always jealous of that. I know I'm all, I, and, and it's funny too because when I got my new camera, I was like, "All right, everything looks a little bit more crisp and stuff like that." But then I'm just like, "But I'm not quite feeling the cinematic." I'm like, and then I'm thinking about new lenses right now, and I'm like, "I don't know which one to get." And uh, we'll figure it out. But maybe in the new year, I'm, maybe I'm the complete opposite. I'm the opposite yeah. because I I do everything on my phone. 
Yeah. <laughs> have like cheap headphones. So like, yeah. I'm the low budget version of the YouTuber. Yeah. <laughs> like What's I, wrong I, with that? Because during the, the like when well, we're still in the pandemic kind of in some places, but like during like the first lockdowns, I was like bored out of my mind. So like I really always wanted to do YouTube. Yeah. And I was like, I have a phone, so I might as well just shoot crappy videos and upload them. So I started doing that, like, and I I still do it on my phone, but it was just fun, it was just fun to do because I was bored and not nice to do. And yeah, uh, it, you know, it, it worked. Like it wasn't it's not the best. I'm not the best in the world. I don't have the best camera or anything like that. But I just find it fun. It's like a hobby to do. And uh, then yeah. I hooked up with with uh, KC and we started doing like live shows as well. So it was good to keep something, keep a bit of interest in something during all these lockdowns and during all the times where you're just stuck at home. It was fun yeah. and it still is. It's understandable. I mean, I mean, when I started doing the live stream, I've started doing more live stream just when the pandemic hit because I was like, why not? Everybody's at home. And um, it's always good to see like every, you know, people pop up and, you know, I've talked to you guys for a while and see you guys hook up and just like the dynamic that you guys have. I was like, all right, that works, you know. You know, you know, because you know, I'm I'm mainly usually talking to myself the whole time. <laughs> you know, that I'm is like, very hard. Yeah, I know. I'm like, but I can do it somehow. Probably because I'm hmm, a little crazy. But you know, it's just yeah. But that's why I love about the vodka stream because I'm like, hey, I get to talk to people now. Yay, this is great. But no, it's always good to like find that little dynamic, whether it's a duo or maybe even a trio or something like that. And you guys, um, yeah, you guys definitely have that, which is good. And, uh, you know, I mean, and then you hooked up with the, you know, real anarchy guys and then, you know, kind of branched off from there, you know, those guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, we should, we should say thanks to, to Ben, Ben Everts, because he's the one yeah. who kind of got in touch with us. And he said like, we're thinking about doing this extra show and mm -hmm. you and Casey have a great kind of chemistry on, on Twitter and stuff like that. So, um, interested and we started doing it until like i think it was like garza and ben had their show twice a week and then we jumped on had a show then as well and it was going pretty well and then we kind of got the idea to kind of we kind of were afraid to kind of say to ben you might have we kind of do our own channel but we're still a part of, of real anarchy because we kind of wanted to have our own thing as well and trying to build that up on our own and he was cool about it and he says yeah of course no problem so that's the, the, uh, yeah no ben, ben. Ben. yeah ben's great like uh and, you know, I noticed that too. And I mean, you're doing pretty good. You're like, what, at, at over 2,000 subs? I thought I saw the other day or something like that. That's that's, uh, that's my one. Uh, and our real uh, talk one is just about to hit 200, I think. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, we'll try to get those numbers up. But uh, no, but um, yeah. And one of the things about um, you, Mr. Meyer, Mr. Viking, is you were one of the first to say, what now? Hashtag the first. Was it was it was he the first? Uh, have we determined that he was the first to say matter of fact? I mean, I, mean, I, know a people, <laughs> I know some people might be like, no, but yes. It, it, I mean, like, it, was, it was like some people were, were saying the first, but I was the first to put on a t shirt and start to wear it around. So technically <laughs> <laughs> No, but I first to hashtag it, Yeah. You're first to hashtag it, right? Yeah. 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 So what? Okay. So let's go back to that because that's what's so crazy about it. It's like some people might not, you know, who's watching right now might not realize that you were one of the first to actually, you know, hashtag it. So what? So take 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 us back to that day. You know, when you did. I, it wasn't like was it the same day? I, I'm trying to remember the date. It was. I know it was like within the week, but was it the was it November seventeenth or was it the day after? I can't remember exactly when it was. Yeah. 
I should say it at the start because many people give me shit over that oh, I just say this for clout and stuff like that. People oh, of course, me, that's, yeah. okay. that's okay. That's okay. It's all right. Look, it's all right. I, I'm paying I, you guys in clout bucks tonight, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it pays the bills. That's why I have to work in two hours. But, um, <laughs> right. But it, it's like there has to be a feeling behind it. Like the Snyder Club wouldn't have been a thing unless all these people felt passionate about it. I could have tweeted out like release the, the butthole cut if that movie came out or cats came out in 2017 nobody would have cared nobody would have got behind that the kind of yeah. could have become a, a, a pain culture so it took, it took every single person to tweet or to raise money to make it aware to everybody oh of course yeah but uh yeah but back in 2017 i was excited for justice like, like us all of course and uh, i was very i remember when it broke on collider because i used to watch collider back a lot and it broke that zach snyder had left and josh whedon was coming in to take over and i was like Oh, that's a bummer. It's terrible and stuff like that. Maybe like Zach and Whedon's vision could come together. Maybe they make a really good film together because you got the Avengers. Uh, that's what we all Batman hope for. Batman v Superman director, and I was like, maybe we could actually get a really cool movie. Two great visions. But uh, yeah, so watch the movie, of course. And uh, it was I didn't like it after the first viewing. I, I, the opening scene just did it for me straight out with Superman. <laughs> I was like, this yeah. isn't this isn't Zack Snyder's yeah. film whatsoever. And then I was kind of in denial because I was working the next day and I was like to myself, Jesus, maybe, maybe Zach, maybe Zach didn't get to finish it and he had to leave because he had to leave that time. And Josh Reedon tried to do his best and the team tried to do their best, just didn't have enough time to finish the film. And then we heard all this stuff about the executives who wanted to get money for it coming out before the year finished. So I thought maybe the, the studio butchered it, everyone tried their best. But then I went back and I kind of was in denial. I started watching the first trailers for Justice League. Uh, the Comic Con one came out where Batman goes and money real ones useful stuff like that. Like, yeah. I wasn't in the movie. That, that's a pretty cool <laughs> shot. It looked done. And then yeah. there was more scenes in the trailer that, that weren't in the movie. And I was thinking to myself, well, like, there was a director's cut of Watchmen. There was a director's <laughs> cut of um, of uh, Batman v Superman. For God's sake, that was only a few years. That was only the year before. Like he's had director cuts for loads of his movies. So I was thinking to myself, he must have a director's cut of this movie. But none of us knew the extent that it was done yeah. or how long his director's cut would be i thought maybe an extra 20 minutes 30 minutes like batman v superman a few of the scenes we had seen in the trailers and uh then there was discussion online i think many people may follow him uh, carlos digital i think is his name on twitter um carlos, oh yeah 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 he, he was talking about uh but there has to be a snyder cut uh, a few other people like that and then on the 21st of november which was like four days after the theatrical cut came out I, I tweeted that hashtag release the Snyder Cut. And at the time, I didn't know it was the first hashtag of it until much later. And I didn't know that there was so many people passionate about it because back at, around that time, I was more kind of on Facebook and Instagram and using YouTube more than actually Twitter. But I was on Twitter here and there. And it just started to gain attraction. I remember there was kind of a, a signatures thing to see if people would be interested to put this Warner Brothers release, Zack uh, Snyder's director's cut. And, Fiona was talking about as well. Different people like that were getting really behind it. And I didn't know until much later that I was the first to hashtag it. And uh, yeah, that's kind of how it was born. Just thinking that there has to be a director's cut and watching the previous trailers, TV spots that weren't yeah. used. It was false marketing. Like we were told we were going to watch a movie and we weren't given that movie whatsoever, which still annoys me to this day. But thankfully this year it was kind of restored. And uh, but yeah, I was in denial. Then I started kind of open my eyes a bit, like all of us did. Some of us at the start, some of us much later. But by the time it was necessary for the movie to come out uh, or first kind of gain more attraction, everyone was uh, everyone was great. 
Yeah. Black Snyder's thanked us so much because without all the fans, without everybody talking about it, even the naysayers, because they added to the fuel, like all these articles about it doesn't exist. People click on those stuff and they read it and then it's in their head. And then when they hear something else about it, like, oh, there is actually a Snyder Cut. Oh, I heard about that before. Mm-hmm. You know, it adds to it. So I think uh, everything contributed to the movie coming out. That was kind of the yeah. origin. That's my origin story. That's your origin story right there. That's why, yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, it's it's a good origin story. It really is. I mean, when everybody was going back and kind of like wondering where this whole thing kind of started, I mean, obviously it took a lot of people and, you know, and just, I love the, how you said like, you know, being in denial kind of thing. I mean, we all kind of were, I mean, it was, I've said it before and I'll say it again, where I remember walking away from my, the press screening that I literally saw on Warner Brothers lot, just kind of just walking away, just feeling like I got punched in the gut going, <sighs> like in turning to the guy that I was talking to before, I'm like, did, did that feel like Snyder to you? And he was like, no. And I went, yeah, they kind of de-Snydered that. And then I went and I was going to the premiere and I was just kind of, you know, like I've said it before too, it was like I said, you know, everybody's waiting for my first reaction. I'm like, what the heck, what the fuck do I say right now? I don't know what to say because everybody's like, so I was one of them. Yeah. Do you remember that? I mean, like I was, you don't know, I was sitting in my car for about a good 10 minutes just going, I can't be a downer. But I, I want to kind of keep it. I, I just I did, did not know what to say. That's why when I remember I got a lot of messages going like, so did you like it? <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. And then I did a follow up video. And yeah, I mean, and then, I, you know, in my in my review, I try to be as optimistic as possible. And I mean, sadly, I, that clip still rolls around every now and again from some of those uh, naysayers. But I'm like, OK, fine. Uh, but I, but it's kind of funny, too, because I mean, we, you know. Uh, Mr. Mar here talking about like, you know, the first time doing the hashtag release scenario cut. I mean, I, I, I think like probably that four days later, I was like, when I decided to finally go off, I actually coined, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. So cheers to yeah. that, right? Yeah. I actually said that, that that was not Zack Snyder's Justice League. And I was like, ooh, no. I'm not trying to take any kind of credit for that. No, I think Zack was, I think it was perfect that Zack decided to put his name on it because i mean look what's happening now i mean that's why i titled uh you know after seeing all the top 10 um you know lists that it showed up on the fact that it was once a pipe dream and now it's on top 10 lists that's just it's insane to think about that it's it's really awesome i mean i like you can't, only usually kind of happens for original ips where a director kind of puts his name in front of something like quentin tarantino's uh hit yeah. like you know stuff like that uh, like nowadays, you see like uh, Stanley Kubrick's, you know, whatever movie it is. Yeah. Snyder has it now while he's like right here with, a, with an IP that's not really his, with Batman and with Superman. His name is in front of it. And that's mm-hmm. like kind of swinging something as well, but it's also an FU towards Warner Brothers. And, exactly. Uh, and that's the best thing about it. I, lo- I love the fact that with all these lists and stuff, like they have to see that and it says his name right in front of it. And it's like, they're probably just like, damn it. You know, but, you know, and I, and I know that he just like, yep, yeah, that's, that's what we want to do. So, um, so KC, um, let's, uh, let's, let's like, get into your origin story. I don't even remember when we like, you know, got connected on Twitter or whatever the hell, but, uh, I mean, obviously you do, great work when it comes to editing, when it comes to a lot of things. And, uh, I mean, obviously, you know, you do the daytime work as we all do, but real passion is, you know, the online movies, 
cameras, lenses, editing. So how long have you been doing all that kind of stuff? Um, actually, I used to edit. Obviously, I was an amateur and all that before, but I was always interested in uh, movies and um, shows and all that. Uh, but I was kind of always the creative person. So I used to, you know, um, tinker with music, making music on the software that I had and all that um, and editing videos and uh, stuff. So I like creating stuff, um, whether it's film or music. I just uh, now I just like uh, like it more. But before that, I used to um, do music more. Yeah. So eventually you I. Before, right. You do, you've done DJing yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so eventually I got into DJing, but I used I started with uh, music production. Okay. And um, obviously I was just playing around with the software, and then I got interested in it and learned a lot of stuff over the years and then started making it. And then eventually got into DJing. But um, this, you know, BVS and uh, Justice League, that got me more interested in editing and stuff because um, like all of us, I used to, you know, dissect each trailer um you know as soon as each trailer came out it it felt less and less nighter um mm-hmm. so especially that last uh heroes trailer that was <laughs> yeah. just oh man you go back else. and watch that it's like it's it's rough because that's when it yeah. that's when the russian family started getting injected into it and the final act started turning all orangey kind of yeah. weird and whatever Ugh. yeah yeah. And uh, the hype for that trailer was uh, very high, though, because I remember, um, you know, when the Comic-Con happens and they show the trailer, there's a couple of sites that keep updating the text and all that, um, you know, every minute, what, whatever happens. So I was just reading everything. And uh, I remember the hype for that trailer was um, over the roof. And when I first saw the trailer, I did like it. Uh, yeah. But then I realized that, you know, it's very different from what's happening, uh, what came out. And obviously, uh, rumors came out that they are completely, you know, Zack Snyder was fired and they're completely removing Snyder elements and all that. Obviously, uh, you know, I didn't believe those at first. Uh, I was, you know, uh, I was optimistic. And because the official report was um, saying otherwise, I was just... Um, thinking that it it probably wasn't happening. And then obviously I followed your channel and we all thought that, you know, those were rumors and all that. The day I saw the movie, right from the first scene, I knew what was everybody like, yeah, (laughs) that first first scene. Oh, dude. I mean, I mean, just imagine, imagine seeing it and then going to the premiere and watching all the actors walk in and then going, seeing Cavill and just going, I, I mean, I wanted to literally just like run out on the red carpet. I'm like, do you realize what they did to your face? Your face, man. I was like, oh, your pretty face. Oh, they fucked it up. You know? And it's just, I mean, that's one of the things too is like, I mean, it was such a crazy night because seeing all that and then all of a sudden, like when I'm seeing all the actors come in and I'm like, all right, cool. And then I see Debbie and I see, uh, you know, uh, uh, Charles Roven, Roven, right? Um, and yeah. you just everybody, no Zach. Yeah, I went. It was just 
yeah, I should do like a whole telling of just how, like maybe like a whole video of just like kind of telling of that that night. Because when I saw that Zach wasn't there, I was like, "Geez, this is even worse than I thought." But then, you know, but at the same time, I'm sitting there going, "Okay, how do I?" You know, and 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 it sucks too because I I wish I can go back and tell myself just freaking unload and say how much <laughs> this movie sucks in your original review. Do it. But I try to be as optimistic as possible, and I hate the fact that I did that. And you know, and it's still it sucks. But yeah, no, but I, I understand think, because yeah. that movie. It's not just because of the hype of Justice League and Zack Snyder. It was because of all the um, drama surrounding whether yeah. it's a Zack Snyder movie or whether it's not. So you were one of the first ones to be able to see the movie. So I know how much pressure you would have had because yes. everyone is waiting for your first reaction. Just uh-huh. to you know, listen to that uh, one question answered: Is it Zack Snyder's movie? Yeah, I know. Nobody That's cares true. if it's good or bad. They just wanted one question answered. I know it was it was it was a rough it was a rough time. But then when when I finally was just like over trying to be as optimistic as possible because I saw it the second time and did a second and I was like, hey, just walk in and look at it like a DC animated movie wrapped in flesh. And I try to be as that was the most optimistic I ever got when I saw it the second time. Just watch it like it's, you know, and that was like my kind of like go clue of like, hey, it's not Zack Snyder. Just imagine it as a DC animated wrapped in flesh, maybe uh, not one of the good ones. But hey, you know, yeah, it was just uh, There's a, yeah. like a bad taste in that movie as well, because like I like bad movies as well. I can enjoy bad. Comedy. Oh, yeah. It's nothing I wrong with a bad movie. You know? Wolverine origin. I'd actually like the first two acts of the Josh Trank Fantastic Four one, even though that was kind of butchered as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, was, that was big. Butchered. There's something different about the Snyder Cup because of what happened behind the scenes and you learn more about it time after time. And if, like, Zach had to leave because he had to leave that time and they tried their best, I could probably still watch the 2017 version and like some parts of it. But then when you know what happened behind the scenes how he was treated and how they disrespected us as the fans. He's like, that just puts a bad taste. It gets me in a bad mood, but I have to sit down and watch it. So I just never watch that movie. Oh, I know. Right. Like, uh, that, that's what I loved about, like, before uh, his, before the Snyder Cut came out. I mean, we had that live watch, you know, just to kind of put it to bed and we just ripped it to shreds. I couldn't watch we, that. Yeah, I know. I mean, it was <laughs> it just, just watching it for that last time. And it was just like, oh my God. Yeah, I mean, it was just ripped to shreds. We just ripped it to shreds, and yeah, man, it's the only scene I would say that I enjoyed in the theater, uh, and everybody in the theater was cheering for that scene. Was at Heroes Park when Flash is in slow motion and Superman yeah. just turns his eye. That mm-hmm. was that got everyone cheering. Yeah, and luckily enough, that was still Zach yeah. doing it. Didn't have his color palette, but you know, yeah. it was still, it was still that was a, still a Zack Snyder. Uh, yeah, you know, and, I, and I've even said like, you know, I be, just because I'm a, I was such a diehard Batman fan, I always was like, oh yeah, I actually always okay with it. But of course, watching it again, I'm like, the only thing that's good about the opening Batman Justice is just when he's perched up on the gargoyle. I'll give yeah. him that. I'll give that that shot where he's perched. Because it looks kind of cool, but other than that, when I watch it again, I'm like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. This is not that. <laughs> this is not good. He literally says Alfred in front of a criminal. Yeah, like, I think we were just excited to see Ben Affleck uh, return as Batman in that. Um, probably that, but that uh, shot is good though. 
Yeah. I mean, there's just something about that. Seeing Batman perched up on a, you know, on a gargoyle sticking off a building, you know, it's just, I mean, that's just like, you know, they, they, they kind of were going like, Hey, maybe, um, we'll have some kind of, I think they were trying to make it, they were like, Hey, what, what would the, uh, Arkham video game look like? You know? And, and, you know, when he had his little wrist thing, you know, and like, that was like, that was very Arkham like, and, and everything, but and, and it's just kind of funny. You walk, Zach, watch Zack Snyder's just like hey, he didn't have that. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, the only thing they had on his gauntlets were like some extra, you know, things that absorbed energy, which made more sense. He didn't have like a computer on his on Iron his uh, forearm. Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> it, it makes no sense because they, if they wanted to like have a shorter two-hour movie and like a little bit more upbeat, they could have did that out of Zack Snyder's Justice because it's actually a lot of jokes in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Still, yeah, it's still very hopeful and optimistic. They could have cut it down to two hours, not did the reshoots whatsoever, and just released. Not saying, not saying I would have liked to see just a two-hour version. Zachary was just, I'm just saying they messed up big time going back to reshoot everything. They could have just got Ben to maybe take over. I know he was going in bad place as well, but like they, they just did everything wrong with that movie. And Jim, Josh Whedon just seemed to have a big ego coming in. So I'm a big Avenger director. I'm going to reshoot this entire team in five months. That's just crazy. Yeah, see, that was one of the things where I was like, I, I, and I remember just making a bunch of videos about it when, when, when there was the rumors that they were trying to really just redo this movie. And I'm like, that's impossible. In six months, that's not going to happen. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You know, I mean, like how, who would believe that? Like a, a studio to try to redo this huge movie in six months. It just didn't make sense. And then I remember. You know, as soon as you watch that, you, I mean, you watch that opening scene, your smile goes away and you go, Oh shit. They really did. They tried to reach, they tried to redo this whole movie. The mustache thing. Oh my God. It's real. It's, it was all very real. And then, you know, I've, I've made the joke before. Like I kind of, uh, I kind of thank Christopher McQuarrie for saying now he can't shave his mustache. I'm sorry because that caused, I mean, as much as like I feel bad for Cavill for having that out there. At the same time, it's like, well, that kind of helped us get to where we are now with, uh, you know, with Zack Snyder Justice League because the fact that they that they Paramount and uh, and Quarry uh, said no, he's not shaving his mustache. I'm sorry, you know, and I thought that was. At, at, I remember at the time I was like, well, why would I mean you could I mean, geez, come on, you could easily put. The, but then it made sense because obviously that you know that final act of Fallout where he's in the helicopter, a lot of wind. So it would have looked a little weird if it was a fake mustache or whatnot. So I, I, I actually, yeah, I, always, I commend Macquarie for sticking, you know, and yeah. Paramount. Tom, nope. Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise wouldn't like the fake mustache. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Tom Cruise probably, yeah, I'm sure he had a, an opinion about it too. He's like, no, you're not shaving your mustache. You know, what, what do they, what? They want to do what? Fuck that. No, no thanks. But uh, yeah, I know it's, but you know, I mean, it's just great that, like I said, this week, top 10, I mean, Variety, for one, who literally posted an article that said, it, you know, no plans, it's a pipe dream. And now it's in their top 10, and it was the only CBM in the top 10. How great is that, right? I mean, it's awesome. Uh, it's crazy because, like, this doesn't, this didn't exist. Many people said it doesn't exist. It's not going to happen. Yeah. And it was in the top 10 movies of the year like a big outlet it's not just like a random guy blog doing this yeah. it's that, like a proper people that are in the industry they're right for the industry so yeah it's awesome to see and Zach 
and acknowledge it as well. Yeah, I love. I love that he posted the variety article first, and then he also posted the pipe dream and the thing yes. before. And <laughs> I love that. I know, man. See, he knows, and then you know, and then of course the IMDb, which I know some people were not happy with because it was like, you know, fifth or whatever the hell it was, even though it was rated higher. But it's like, yeah, but they yeah. Were, yeah, based on ratings, it was second, but I think popularity wise, it was lower. Yeah, because it, they were. I mean, IMDb, of course, was just talking about, oh, this is how many page visits we got. They looked at that. So, but I was like, hey, guys, just be happy that it's in a top, another top ten list. That's yeah. all. Just be happy about that. And there were some people that were just like, what the hell? And I'm like, ah, aren't you ever happy? I think yeah. I think Eternals is so high because people find out Harry Styles is a. Oh, <laughs> probably. Harry Styles oh, in this? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure I know when 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 you look at the when you look at that list you kind of go like oh yeah I could see why because you know when you have like these big ensemble casts I mean obviously Dune was number one and that had a huge cast of known names so it, it probably got visited so many times it was like wait so and so is it holy you know blah 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 you know there's just like a lot of things that and that and then like you said with Eternals. It probably went from like, oh, wait, what is this movie? Who's in this? And then when there was like that, when it was revealed that Harry Styles was in the post credit, they probably freaking, I mean, God knows how many like young ladies went to that thing and was like, is this serious? Oh, my God. You know, (laughs) intimidate as well for Dune. Yeah, exactly. I know. Timothy, geez. Johnny Depp, Leonardo DiCaprio of of today, like in terms of, oh, everyone loves them, you know, like that. They're really popular. Yeah, so I know. I think with Johnny Depp and them were big. There was no social media. So yeah, like, I, know. I know. Could you could you imagine? Could you imagine if uh, you know back in those days with those guys? You know, I mean, when they were at the like the height, of, like the super high. I mean, they're still well, Johnny Depp not so much, but Leo's still pretty up there. But I mean, yeah, when they were coming up, when they were like the young studs, Jesus, yeah, yeah that's pretty much. I mean, that's kind of where it's, I mean, Timothy, and I, I, and it's funny too, because I watched uh, Don't Look Up yesterday and I totally forgot that, that Shalomay was uh, in that movie. And I was like, oh yeah. And he's, you know, playing this like skater kid, stoner kid with like long nappy hair. And I'm like, yeah, but you still got that jawline. You still like a good looking dude. I mean, I get it, but it's just, that must be kind of rough because Obviously, you know, you know, genetically he was blessed with like, uh, you know, some good bone structure. I'm like, but, uh, you know, I, and I think, uh, me and Mark and, uh, agree. He should, he should lift a dumbbell. He needs to gain a little, a little bit of weight. <laughs> if he gains a little bit of weight, he'll be unstoppable. If he gets yeah. like, I mean, that's, well, that's one of the things that if I was one of his people, yeah, if I was one of his people, I'd be like, dude, just, just, you know, gain about 10 pounds of muscle. Pfft. You're going to be like, you know, everybody's going to, I mean, just get to that point. Because, I mean, even Brad Pitt, when he first started, like, you go back to Thelma Louise, I mean, he had his shirtless thing. He was lean. I mean, obviously, he was, like, still ripped, but he was, like, you know, he was relatively skinny. And then all of a sudden, then you see him in Fight Club or any other thing else, and it's like, bam, there it was. And he was just the ultimate. It's like, Timothy, just, you know, get on a regimen a little bit. I'm sure he is, but it's like, dude, you need to get on, like, just start. Just, hey, hey. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. There you go. There you go. You got a guy right here. Exactly. You got a trainer right here. He knows what to do. (laughs) But uh, I think he's waiting for the Nightwing. 
That's what it is, right? I know some people have, uh, uh, have said that. I've even talked to um, people just in private chats. And uh, it was funny, too, because when, when somebody brought that up, I went, you realize that one of uh, the distinctive um, uh, characteristics of Nightwing is an ass. Timothy Chalamet doesn't have an ass. He's going to have to do a lot of squats if he's going to fill out that Nightwing. <laughs> I feel like... He, you know the way these act, no, these studios put out. We're looking for a Zac Efron type for this role, or for uh, yeah. right? Just like you know, they felt like that's the kind of actor they want. I think like they'd want somebody like Timothy Chalamet for uh, Nightwing. Yeah. That's what they were putting out a theater. If they couldn't get him first, they'd be looking for something like him. Uh, even though Brandon Twaite is actually pretty good on Titans, it's just doesn't have a good script. And yeah, not good writing. Stories. Yeah, but I was asked if um, don't look up is. Out in theaters here now, not on Netflix for the 25th. Do you recommend seeing it in theaters or wait until Netflix? I mean, I it doesn't need to be seen in theaters. I mean, there's some pretty, like, like I was actually surprised about how much uh, big, like, visual effects shots that were in that movie. You know, because there was, we, we understood what the... Um, what the synopsis of the movie was obviously, but it would never really showed too much anything like, okay, it's like, okay, we got, we got Leonardo DiCaprio. We got Jennifer Lawrence. They found a comet that's going to be hitting earth. And then they go to the president and then they're just kind of acting like idiots and blah, blah, blah. And there wasn't, I actually respect the marketing of that for not showing as much as they did. Cause when you watch the movie, some of the things you're like, wow, this was actually a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be, which I, which I was glad. I mean, maybe I just didn't pay attention so much to the market. And I remember watching like the first two trailers and it just seemed like it didn't f- really show much. And I thought that was actually a good because they were just kind of banking on, Hey, we got Leo and we got J law. What else the fuck do you want? And we got Meryl Streep. <laughs> she's the president. I mean, what do you, I mean, Jonah Hill, he's funny. What else do you want in this? And it was just kind of like, yeah, you're right. And then when I was watching, I went, Oh yeah, Ron Perlman's in here. Kate Blanchett's in here. My God, I was like, I totally forgot that. And, uh, you know, Tyler Perry's in here also. I mean, there was like people that started popping up and I went, you know, but it's it's just one of those movies where, I mean, uh, I enjoyed it, liked it a lot. But at the same time, there was like parts I was so annoyed about because it was just got too like too much of a parody too like like what what are you trying to get? Yeah, a little bit. You know, there's those because. You know, we're dealing with the comment and you could see like the little allegory of like, yeah, comment and the way things are now politically with like COVID and stuff. And it was just like they like McKay was trying to play on that a little bit, but it gets a little too ridiculous at times. But then at the same time, you just kind of go, all right. I think it was almost like there was times where this I was like, wow, I mean, this movie is really, really fantastic acting wise you know obviously with leo and and jennifer lawrence but then it just it felt like almost like a parody sometimes like a big time parody and i'm like all right are you trying to go for this trying to go for this it was almost seemed like it just kept shifting a little bit and sometimes i mean yeah it worked but for the most part but sometimes it just felt a little jarring i guess but i would say you don't have to see it in the theaters if you don't want to. If you if you catch it on Netflix, I think I don't think you'll lose anything. It's not one of those, you know, it's not Dune. It's not one of those kind of movies that you have you should definitely see on a big screen. Because yeah, in do you think it was the type of movie that would have been better for Will Ferrell? Him and McKay kind of fell out. I think not yeah, that, that I saw that anymore. 
Do you think he would have been a good? Do you think he would have pulled it off more? No, I don't. No, because if 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 you're talking about what like if he played Leo's character or something like that, yeah, I I would say. Well, I think if I had to pick a character that Will Ferrell would ended up playing, it would have you know I it would have been Ron Perlman's character because he's so ridiculous. Um, maybe, and then it's just like, um, so maybe like that character, but I, I can't, I couldn't see Leo act or, uh, Will Ferrell playing Leo's character. I think, I think, uh, Leo, I mean, that's one of the, the best thing about that movie is the fact that the, the, the performances are great. Like I thought Jennifer Lawrence was just, and for her like coming back, like I know she took a break and her, and this being her first movie, even though it's like, you know, it's kind of ridiculous and whatever, but how, but, but like, I really enjoyed her character the most, like her, some of her scenes are just absolutely fantastic and they're funny and you know i know a lot of people are like what do they do with her hair but it's like yeah but it fits the character you know uh you know i get it the hair the bangs look ridiculous but i think it just really fits the her character so um but yeah will ferrell i you know it's kind of funny when i saw that when i saw like they had like a falling out because apparently adam uh mckay and Mm -hmm. uh uh, philip seymour no what's his name not philip seymour hoffman um who's God, I can't. John yeah, John C. Riley. Jeez, totally drawing a blank. Apparently, they have a series that's coming out soon that takes place in like the seventies. I just saw the trailer for it today. Uh, that has to do with like basketball and stuff. And I'm like, okay, so they didn't have a falling out, but Will Ferrell and okay, yeah. very Finally, interesting. Adam McKay was doing a movie. Uh, I, I read it the other day, and he had Will Ferrell first, and then last minute he got John C. Riley for it instead and never told mm-hmm. Will Ferrell that he was in contact with John C. Riley about this role that he had. And Will Ferrell was kind of pissed off. He's like, Look, you didn't even tell me that you went to somebody else. But that's basically, that's what I read the other day. It was, it was in Hollywood Reporter, one of those outlets. Mm-hmm. He was in discussion with Will Ferrell for a role and then last minute he goes to John C. Riley for the same role and never told Will Ferrell. So, I mean, that's, what, that's what happened. I don't know. But the reason I was I was asking was because me and Casey are watching the, the Shrink Next Door on Apple TV right now. Oh, I heard that's pretty good. And Casey, do you want to tell what yeah. about it's insane? Oh, yeah, what? No, you go ahead. You you have <laughs> you've heard the podcast as well, right? Yeah. So right, basically, it's based on a true story, and you have Will Ferrell's character who owns a fabric uh, company he just got from his parents who passed away. Don't give spoilers from the life. podcast, though. <laughs> no, no. It's, he's been rich. He's been rich all his life. He's kind of like been uh, everything's been done for him and stuff. But he he struggles with anxiety. And, but he goes to this shrink, which is Paul Rudd's character. And over the span of twenty eight years, Paul Rudd's character basically takes over Will Ferrell's character's life, and he's manipulative. Mm. He, he's very controlling, uh, reverse psychology. And Will Ferrell's character is very vulnerable. He gets him to kind of cut off ties with his family. Paul Rudd's character. It was a, little, a small falling out with his sister, and then Paul Rudd's character, like, you have to just get away from her, and basically has nobody. So the only person they can go to every time with a problem is a psychiatrist, which is Paul Rudd's character. And he takes, like, it's in the trailer and stuff, he takes over his business, takes over his personal life, he takes Jeez. over his private home in the Hampton. It's, it's insane. You will not believe it. It's on episode seven right now. Will Ferrell is giving such a great dramatic performance. It's, it's a drama. There's not much comedy in it whatsoever. And uh, you, you're going to, Dave, I guarantee you, when you watch the show, you're going to be so frustrated. You're going to just hate Will, or hate Paul Rudd's character. I know it's going to be hard to do. That's going to be very you're hard gonna, to do. You're going to want to jump into your TV and just punch him. This guy is the worst of the worst. He's worst wow. Of the worst. Um, 
a Joker or Bane or Thanos. Yeah. He's just, he's just that's terrible. Scum, but, it's huh? but see, I love that. I love that. I love because obviously when you when you see the cast of that, uh, you know, it's even got a Catherine Hahn in it too. It's almost like, oh yeah, we got an Anchorman reunion. But then you go, yeah, but it's not it's not Anchorman. <laughs> You're like, no, it's not Anchorman. So yeah, thank you, Danny, for uh for the donation and uh you know saying hey you got some faves right here so that's good um no but yeah that, that's what i like about that stuff when like these you know i always say too like when it comes to comedian actors i guess you say like these kind of actors i think it's a lot easier for them to transition to a dramatic you know acting yeah. role than it is the other way around like yeah you can have some dramatic um actors be funny and you know knock it out you know, like Tom Hanks, perfect example. I mean, obviously, well, but at the same time, he kind of started in like more of a comedic kind of roles, you know, with like, I remember the Bosom Buddies um, TV show and blah, 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 you know, and he, Bachelor Party, that's, you know, that's a classic movie. So he kind of like transitioned. He was always like kind of like that funny guy. And then he went into the dramatics. But yeah, so I mean, I guess that that is a bad example, but yeah, you know, it always seems like it's it's much easier of like if you're naturally funny, you can actually it's much easier to transition to like those kind of roles. But I the fact that you said that you're gonna hate Paul Rudd, I'm like, yeah. it's hard to hate Paul Rudd. It yeah. really is, no matter what. Like but as you said, like the, like I talked to KC about this in our show, I think there's two types of actors. There's the Robert De Niro's, there's the Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio's, and then you have the, the comedic actors who go to drama. And it's completely different. And it's yes. in a way for me, I don't know, maybe people would disagree. It feels more personal. It feels more realistic when they hit drama. A um, good example is True Story on Netflix right now with Kevin Hart and Wesley Snipes. You think mm. those two guys, it would be a comedy? No, it's just full-on drama. Kevin Hart is probably the best performance of the whole career. It's fantastic. Wow. It's, I have to uh, check that out. It's a, it's a miniseries on Netflix. It's like first episode's an hour and after that. It's like 30 minutes. So you'll, you'll go through it in four or five hours. It's brilliant. Like Robin Williams, Jim Carrey, Adam Sandler, yeah. Ben Stiller. When these guys hit drama, it's just a different level of drama, and it's what intrigues me so much. When these guys go a different direction that you're not expecting. It's easy to see Robert De Niro in a in a drama because he's been in thousands of them. You know, when Will Ferrell does it, wow, this is why is this? Yeah, he's Shocked. really good here. Is he? Okay, so I'm gonna check that out. I'm gonna check that out because I, you know, I kind of got a little burnt out from Kevin Hart. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, it's just because he's everywhere, you know, he's just everywhere. And I'm not saying that, you know, I, I appreciate his hustle. Like, he's always out there and he's always doing it. And even like when he had that accident and everything where he broke his back, it was like, you know, I, I've never like hated Kevin Hart. I like when I, I, I mean, the first time I saw him was like Scary Movie 3. And I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and then I saw his comedy and I was like, yeah, this guy's pretty hilarious. And then, after a while, it was just like, eh, and then all of a sudden he started blowing up. And I'm like, all right, he's just like the same guy. But if like he's trying to get more, yeah, I'll have to check out that. that what's that series called uh, with him and Wesley Snipes? True, true story. That's right, true story. It's, that's right. Yeah, it's not a true story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what's funny too is like Wesley Snipes. It's like when when you heard that, you're like, oh wow, that's an interesting pairing right there because yeah, there's a funny story because uh, he got the script. He said he he saw Kevin Hart's name on it. He thought it was a comedy, so he yeah. was reading it as a comedy. He was like, "Man, I don't know if I want to do this because the comedy and you know, that's your thing." And Kevin Hart's like, "No, no, this is a, this is a drama." 
And then Rosie's yeah. like, oh, okay, okay, I'm in. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's great. See, that's fantastic. And yeah, I, obviously we love some uh, Wesley Snipes. And Wesley Snipes has done, you know, uh, the first time I got – that I found out about him was when I was a kid and watched Major League. I mean, when he played Willie Mays Hayes. I mean, that was full on comedy. And uh, I don't know if you guys have seen. Have you seen Major League? If you haven't seen is that, it, is it baseball? Baseball. Film it's a baseball that? movie. It came out in the eighties, and it's got Charlie Sheen, Tom Berenger. It's got you know, it's 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 a great movie. Like it's my favorite. Like I'm a baseball fan. My favorite all time baseball movie. It's just it's it's ridiculous, but um. But yeah, even other actors, I mean, and some of the people in the chat are saying, yeah, like you said, Jim Carrey, Jamie Foxx, even Eddie Murphy, Robin Williams, you know, I mean, like Robin Williams, especially, I mean, that guy, that man was just like such a powerhouse comedically. And then all of a sudden it's like, when you see him in like Goodwill Hunting or um, uh, Insomnia or, you know, um, there's one hour photo. Yeah, one hour, that movie, Jesus Christ. You just kind of go like, what, like, who are you? <laughs> you know? And then it's funny when you see like behind the scenes, it's like you would actually see like he will still be comedic and be joking around with everybody on set. And then as soon as the camera rolls, you know, just he just turns it on and that just shows you how talented that guy was. It's crazy. But yeah. one did, uh, did you hear of Adam Sandler's next, uh, next movie? No. What is it? I forget the name of it now, but the plot's so he's like an he's a he has to go into space for some reason. He's an astronaut, <laughs> but he meets he meets an imaginary alien on the spaceship. And this is a drama now as well. Um, oh, okay. But it's, it's about it's, he, he's in space and he realizes uh, what's important to him or something like that, like his family or the girl he loves or something like that. Yeah. And he has to go to space and he gets this imaginary friend, and that's what's about him in a spaceship. I did not hear about that. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. Like first man, the the person who wrote Chernobyl actually wrote the script. Oh, really? It might, it might it might be interesting to check out. Huh. You know, and I, yeah, I wouldn't put it. I mean, when it comes to Adam Sandler, I mean, we have Punch Drunk Love. Um, I forgot what that movie was where he played like that dude that I think it was Don Rain Cheadle over. that played opposite. Like, yeah, is that what it is? Yeah, there's that. And then um, there was Spanglish, which was kind of a comedy, but kind of serious. Um, what was the movie? Wasn't there Funny like people. another one? Huh? Funny, Funny people. people? Yes. Funny People was surprising because, you know, obviously it was, um, um, God, what's his name? Who directed that movie? Um, Judd Apatow. Yeah, Judd Apatow. There you go. And, you know, what was surprising about that movie is like, okay, it's Judd Apatow. But, I mean, Judd Apatow always... Even though like his movies were funny, there was a lot of heart in it. There was a lot of like, you know, there's dramatic scenes in it. And, he, you know, even if you looked at Knocked Up, you look at 40 Year Old Virgin. I mean, I mean, he really just like crafted some really great comedies that brought out. I mean, Steve Carell, that's it. it if it wasn't for Judd, Judd Apatow and uh, 40 Year Old Virgin, we would probably not even have a, a Seth Rogen or uh, Rain Over Me. That's what the movie. Was. Yeah. That's Rain it. Over Me. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, if it wasn't for him for like, like writing those movies and just kind of having like an element of drama in them. 
And then when it came to funny people, a lot of people, I remember seeing some people were like, oh, I thought this was going to be funnier. And I was like, that's not what this was really about. I mean, if you watch, I mean, it's a really good movie. And I love the fact that all the actors had to literally like do an actual sets. Like Judd said, hey, you're going to go to comedy clubs and do sets, you know, so prepare your shit because we're going to do this thing real. And they all knocked it out. And it's just. That's what's so great about that. Yeah, he's like he's he's dying in a cancer. He's a big movie yeah. star in the movie. Um, yeah, like he realizes that what's important. It's essentially it's just yeah, it's essentially well like you know Adam Sandler esque, but then you put this whole like hey, well he's got cancer, and, yeah. and they uh, actually they use clips from his yeah stand up when he was like up and coming, yep. which is brings an extra extra realism to it really does and i and, it, and that's what i love about that is the fact that they can do stuff like that and uh but yeah um but yeah that that new d- is there a title of uh that ad, that new adam Sandler movie is, I, I assume it's going to be on is it going to be on netflix because i know he I signed like know. this make a deal i think his next one is a basketball movie where he's playing a scout uh oh. ron james's uh production company is involved with it i don't know if he's oh, in it. Maybe, maybe <laughs> a cameo if he's, he's playing a basketball scout that's probably next I'll find out the name for the other one. Yeah, because I didn't hear about that. I didn't hear about that, but I mean, it sounds interesting. That's for sure. But uh, is there anything uh, like uh, KC? Like, what are you looking forward to to round up this year? The Don't Matrix. Yeah, stink. Of I was like, course. <laughs> All right. I'm actually more excited for the Matrix. I'm just like you. Yeah. Look. Spider-Man movies, we've already had two with Tom Holland. Yes, I'm very excited for um, No Way Home, just because mm-hmm. of, you know, everything's that in it, and mainly because of Andrew. But we've never had a Matrix movie since forever. <laughs> and the original cast uh, is back. So obviously I'm more hyped for that. And their marketing is just amazing so far. Yeah, no, they've been doing good with the marketing. I mean, well, when you're, and that's what sucks though. That's why I keep on telling people, I'm like, hey, you know, don't sleep on Matrix Resurrections, please. You know, I know there's like a lot of Spider-Man and yes, that movie's selling out like crazy, but I'm like, please don't sleep on this. I mean, it would be awesome if like, uh, if Matrix Resurrections does, you know, some good, some good money at the box office in spite of like the fact that everybody's like, obviously, Home, uh, no way home. I always want to say homecoming. Uh, no way home is going to just knock it out of the park. It, 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 of course it is. We, I mean, it took me an hour and a half just to get tickets because it was just so flooded for Thursday and, you know, all the sites were crashed and everything like that. Yeah. Naturally. But like, please don't. And I, you know, and I worry about it because I'm kind of like, oh man, should they have released it? Maybe postponed it a little bit. Uh, you know, but I mean, it is going to be released on HBO Max also. I don't know if that's yeah. going to be a, you know, a thing too, or they look at that. I mean, it's always very iffy when it comes to that. And it's like the last movie also. So I wouldn't like have China. cared. Uh-huh. I wouldn't have cared uh, for the box office, but maybe they are planning to make more movies. And if it bombs really bad, maybe they won't make it. So well, just for that reason, I I just want it to do real well. Was it was it Jason Killer or Ron Sarno who said that 
yeah, well, they're probably trying to save their own ass as well because of Discovery coming in and all the money they've lost with putting the movies to HBO Max. But they said that every movie that was theatrical for 2021 that's also coming on HBO Max is, will get a sequel. So they're already guaranteed to get a sequel because... I don't know. I've never heard about it, that. It, yeah, it, it was an article that came out. And, um, but I, I, I think it was specific it, to June, though. Was it just June? I thought it was the other movies as well. But like, if Matrix comes out and makes 100 million, it's definitely not going to get a sequel. You know, just yeah, dude. But it's in, it got China. It got China, though. China, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I'm I'm curious. I'm curious when it comes to uh, when it comes to the Matrix because I'm like, all right, did did Lana did Lana full on write out a whole new trilogy? Because I'm like, well, like you know, it's funny because we got that first trailer, and I'm like, all right, that's all I need. All I need right there. But then, of yeah. course, we get the second trailer. We get these TV spots. We get all that. We get, you know, clips are coming out. I cannot help myself but watch them. I mean, I, and I watch the Spider-Man ones, too. because so I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah fine. It's yeah. Not, they're doing a good job of keeping everything as contained as possible. But anytime you watch something with the Matrix, you kind of go, oh, you're, you're finding out more things. So I, I kind of get a little bit worried because I, I think you, even with the last clip that we got, it was kind of like, the question was a- answered. I think they. I think even the the main uh, Twitter was like something about no landlines, and that was always my thing. Yeah. Was like, how would the Matrix work now? Because now we have all this wireless stuff and landlines, and I think and it was kind of funny because I think a lot of us kind of went, yeah, well, when he's going, when they're going through like mirrors, like that's going to be like portals and that's going to be kind of like a wireless thing. And sure enough, the clip that we saw kind of just answered that question of, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Like it's a different kind of world now where they can like jump locations, even though that was slightly, I guess that was slightly touched on when it came to um, reloaded, when it came to what's his name that was, you know, bringing them through like the back doors. The to, architect. Like, yeah. No, no. Uh, the key master. The, uh, not the yeah, not the yeah, the keymaster, but but what was the uh, what was that dude's name that was protecting the oracle? I can never remember his name. I always forget. Oh. I forgot it. I you you know what I'm talking about. Obviously, yeah. when he's just like he's like, I'm sorry, sorry for what for this, and they start fighting, and then you know he's just like, you don't know somebody until you fight him, and Neo's like, could just asked, you know, <laughs> you know, funny moment in the movie. Um, I wonder if he's gonna end up showing up. That that'd be sweet. I, do you guys think that Lawrence Fishburne? And Hugo, we- Hugo Weaving is going to show up somewhat, maybe, possibly. What do you think? I, I think their presence is in the movie. I, my theory Big is time. that the, the Matrix that we see is a rebooted version of the old Matrix. So uh, we have a new kind of avatar for um, Morbius. Mor- I, I was confused because Jared Little is Morpheus. 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 <laughs> Morpheus. And then you got Lawrence Fishburne, Morpheus. Uh, Morbius. I was confused. And then you got uh, Owen Wilson's character from Loki. What's his called? Mobius. Seraph, yeah. Mobius. Seraph. So many. But I think it's a rebooted version of these characters. I think we do get to see them, but probably maybe flashbacks or maybe just kind of looks at the old movie because the actual movie is playing in this movie, which is weird as well. That is crazy. So, so meta. So I know, like, you know, you got that last clip that we saw and he shows up and they, they're trying to like, it's like they're trying to wake Neo up again. So they want to like, hey, remember this? Remember this setting? And it's like they're setting up a stage of like, hey, we're just trying to get you, uh, you know, we're just trying to get you 
out of this thing again. And we're just trying to get you familiar and try to make you remember things and, and blah, blah, blah. And that's what's so crazy. That's what intrigues me about is like, okay, so how, and you see some of the scenes, like you see like cops showing up and Trinity is like, you know, sitting at that table, just like the beginning of the first matrix. And I'm like, all right, so we're going to just like get like a, and I think even Morpheus said something in that last trailer or something where he said like, where you, you could feel it. We're constantly in loops, 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 which, you know, I know Steven doesn't like it, but, you know, time loops are cool. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Justice League, then, when Zach was obviously influenced by the Wachowskis and Matrix, he loves that movie. Uh-huh. Basically, Neo is Superman, because that's what KC has said before as well, and he's done kind of videos to show that. But, um, like, the nightmare timeline that we've seen in Batman v Superman was a different nightmare timeline to the one we got to see in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Exactly. My theory is that there's multiple um, nightmare timelines. Batman dies in every one, but he thinks that he has to to die. He thinks he has to lead the team, but he dies anyway. But I think the one timeline where they do win is the timeline he sacrifices himself, which was Zack's plan. But like, there's multiple timelines of the Nightmare World, which is so interesting. I, I would love to see a part two movie of that, hopefully someday. But then you have Matrix Four coming out, and they're talking about time loops as well, different versions of the one because Neo is the seventh one, and then you have different versions of the same characters we got to see in the old movies, and then you have the movie playing within the movie. So I ha- like, this has to be like Arda Wachowski's and Zack Snyder telling us that there's a time loop, multiple nightmare timelines coming our way. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And uh, we got somebody that's going to be joining right now, Mr. Uh... Scott! Oh. I'm home! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey. you, still, you still got your collared shirt on, so that means, yeah. That means you just, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> no, actually, I just got back from the movies. Oh, is that what it is? Oh. Okay. I want to give... Okay. I, my joke was lost on you people. Wait, wait, wait! What was your joke? What was your joke? I went to, I, I went to go see Being the Ricardos. Oh, that's. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what the "I'm home" meant. Yeah. Uh, if, if you said, if you said, "Hey, Lucy, you got some splaining to do," yeah, maybe I would have got it a little better. So Harvey Birdem was okay. Um, definitely a movie that was like I could totally could have lived just watching it when it's on Amazon Prime in ten days. Um, Sounds like all right. Yeah. But um there it it's it's good. I enjoyed it. Doesn't blow the socks off anything. Yeah. Nicole Kimmon really does look like Lucille Ball. I mean they really and, a lot of people uh, were complaining about her and I'm like, Well, can you wait first? And sounds yeah. like she does a fantastic job. She does a good job and Javier Bardem as uh Desi Arnaz, he was yeah. really good too. And I mean and, and then J.K. Simmons as the guy, forgive me. Fucking but, J.K. Simmons, I love that guy. I know playing Fred, but no, it was it was good. I mean, you could definitely tell it's an it. Aaron Sorkin written movie. And yeah, uh, the direction was not very like like it felt very made for TV movie esque. Yeah. Uh, watching the trailers, it did feel like I'm like, eh, but there was one. Also, but there's also a sense of everything seems so much like a set that it's almost like this is an aesthetic choice that's being made. Okay. 
So I'm going to, it's worth checking out if you've got Amazon Prime when it drops on Prime. No, I'm definitely going to watch it, but I just wasn't sure if I was going to like, should I, I mean, I, I, I watched, I went back and forth, Scott. I was like, West Side Story, don't look up. And I was just kind of, you know, we've talked about it too. Not a big musical guy. And I just kind of went, I'm just going to go see, don't look up. And, you know, and it was same as, like you said, it, you know, and I was even talking about it with these guys. I was like, that's a movie that when it comes on Netflix, you don't have to go rush out to the theater, watch it on Netflix. But it was a lot more bigger than I thought it was going to be. Like, I was like, wow, there's some big time visual effects in this shit. I was like, wow. interesting. Uh, well, and I would go see that, but it's not it's not playing anywhere around here. So, like, well, that's weird. Yeah. My options were being the Ricardos or well, I don't really have the option to go see West Side Story because Heather wants to go see West Side Story. And I'm just yeah. like, that's a date. Movie. Damn it. <laughs> you yeah. know? Now I have now I have to wait. Yeah, it's the wait. Yeah, no, but uh, yeah, well, like I was saying with them, I'm like, it's it's a movie that, I mean, it's it's uh, Adam McKay and his style, which I like and don't at the same time. When like the way that he edits things, sometimes where I'm like, ah, all right, okay, you just uh, I, I okay, it works sometimes, <laughs> but sometimes, man, I'm like, what are you? Well, I just. I just look at there's just scenes where like it sometimes he'll cut like dialogue off midway just to cut to the next scene because that's just like his style. He's quick and he's like trying to do like different things. And I just kind of go, all right, I get it sometimes, but maybe I'm like, no, not that time, <laughs> not that time. It's just and then you're cutting away and then going back. And I'm just kind of like, man, this is all. over. But then there's some scenes where I'm like, all right, now I like what you're cooking here because the way that you're editing this part right here yes i like it i dig it this is totally good but yeah there's other times where i'm like jesus christ pick which scene you want to go to right now man you know and i'm like you know and i get it that's the style if you watch like big short and uh you know um the uh whatchamacallit movie that he did with uh what bale did with uh when he was playing what's his name um he did that one too right when he played um man i'm just blanking on names right when he played uh you know the vice president cheney cheney there you go yeah he directed that one right i believe he did um that that was a little more this one was just when it comes to don't look up i mean it's like it, it sometimes i think people will be like i don't know if like they if he knew what he wanted to be like is it parody is it not and it's like it does have elements of both but then you got these powerhouse actors in here you know, Leo and Jennifer Lawrence and Meryl Streep. I mean, you got like these Academy Award winning actors that are just in here and they're all knocking it out of the park. Not going to lie. They know their character and they're freaking nailing it. But then I'm just like, you know, some of the stuff you're like, oh, that's a little weird. I love this. I like it. It's one of those movies where I like I liked it, but there's parts that annoyed me in the movie. That's the thing. Well, you know what I got to look forward to this week, though? Huh. Thursday night, Nightmare Alley. There you go. Oh, yeah, good. that's a movie. Okay, I watch that. Uh, yeah. Okay, Sean, Casey, you got you guys in for this? Like, are you you guys on board for some Del Toro, man? <laughs> the, was it yesterday they released the teaser at the Game Awards? And um, yeah, it, I was like, wow, this film just looked insane. And it, oh, they showed it there. They showed like a teaser uh, yesterday, oh, yeah. and I was okay, like, I didn't see that. This is right off my alley. Mm-hmm. 
Well, it's, you know, aha, zing. I love how he was like, he was like, mm, yeah, right, I said it. <laughs> I, I'm really looking forward to Nightmare Alley because I, I think Dave, I think, I think the two of us talked about this, I think like offline after Fanimated. It was like, uh-huh. we appreciate the shape of water, but it's not like our, like, like, yeah. I'm not going to go back to that. Yeah, it was like, yeah. I watched it once. I thought it was like, yeah, that was Del Toro, 100%. The performances were top-notch, you know? It was great, you know? And it's awkward. I watched it on a plane. I did. <laughs> like, I was traveling somewhere, and I literally... And then, like, those certain moments, I mean, when you're on a plane, you're you're kind of going, does anybody... No, don't look at my screen right now. It's awkward. <laughs> you know, you just kind of go like, yeah, okay, you know? But, you know, I did enjoy the movie, but it was just like, yeah, that's... I don't... It's one of those that I don't need to go back to, I guess, you know? It was confusing because uh, it was a very uh, well-made movie. And the drama and everything, I was invested in it. But I was still weirded out by it, you know? (laughs) So it was very confusing. (laughs) I'm really looking forward to the straight-up noir aspect about Nightmare Alley. Like that just looks, yeah. Kate Black. I mean, like it, it, with, the, with the the first teaser where you got like the whole like Willem yeah. Dafoe monologue about monster or man, and like that was like, what the hell is this? And I don't care. I'm gonna watch it anyway. Same. And then this new one where it's like Bradley Cooper's this medium, and then Kate Blanchett's like this femme fatale, and I'm just I. Dude. I, I, I want to watch how this entire cast like just melds together because, damn, just look at the people who are in this movie, and it's mm. like I'm I'm sold. Speaking of Kate Blanchett, I, I've been she was in Don't Look Up, and I totally forgot she was, and I was like, oh yeah, it's Kate Blanchett. I'm like, does this woman ever age? She no. is just so no. goddamn gorgeous. And it was funny too when I got home, and I was like, goddamn. I was like, because in Don't Look Up, I'm like, she's like, wow. And, I, and I look, she's 52 years old. And I'm going, what? She, this woman just is just Go aging back and watch line Elizabeth. Line. She yeah, hasn't I've aged seen yeah. since Elizabeth. And you know what's great about her is there's just something unique. Because even like in, the, in, in Don't Look Up, I was like, no, that's not her. That is her. Because she just changes. There's something that she does with her performances that makes her just like, because it's like, you, you, you almost question, you're like, that is holy shit. And then you realize just because there's just something that she does where you kind of go like, wow, she just, she did something different than her last role. It's not much, but it's just enough to make me go, huh, this is different. And God damn it. She just still just a stunner. Like my God. I love, I mean, she was great playing kind of like the rusty proxy in Ocean's 8 because she was yeah. basically the Brad Pitt character. Oh, dude, like, oh, well, yeah. When, 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 when I, I was not the biggest fan of that movie, it was all right. But when it came to Bullock and her, their dynamic was fantastic. Like, that was the, the shining um, thing about that movie was their dynamic. They worked, and it was very much like how Clooney and Pitt were in the original Ocean's movie. So, yeah, I totally agree with that. But, but I, yeah. I don't know anything about the Nightmare Alley. Like, uh, probably based on something Scott probably know. But I'm expecting to see like a, a weird monster or something. Am I? 
You know what? I don't think you're going to... It is based on a novel. It's based from like a pulp novel from like the 30s. It's already been adapted once before in an old black and white movie. So I think it's more one of those great Del Toro twists where the monster is a metaphor and man is the real monster. I mean, like, go back to Shape of Water. The real monster in the movie is Michael Shannon. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, he's, he's the beast, and that's kind of the, the, the twist. And, you know, and he, he does that thing like – he does that thing like Burton does. It's like I want to examine the monsters, the outcasts. Mm-hmm. And I really kind of want to show how they're not the monsters. It's <laughs> – <laughs> yeah i mean that's one of the things that burton did very well i mean like when you go back and hear him talk about his batman movies i mean he specifically just goes yeah i'm more i'm more about the villains than batman and you see that in the movie because in the movies because you know i mean yeah we get a touch of you know the origin story of batman but I mean, you just you get the, the normal like okay parents got killed now he's batman you don't get how he got to that point but do we see we see joker come to be and we get that awesome scene where you know after he was dropped into the chemicals and mirror you know and that whole that that scene it's just see so what i have to work with you work with and you see the, the tools and they're all bloody and, stuff, and then he just starts laughing and uh and then he went even full force when it came to batman returns like Holy shit! Like this, a little, a little too. It was a little too burden for me. It was I a little. Was. It was a, yes. I, I've always, I, I've always expressed that because I know some people like I, I, you know, have I have a love for Batman Returns, which I do too. I do. I, I have a specific place in my heart for it. I do. But at the same time, I'm like, it was like the first one. The the first Batman movie was okay. We're trying to make a live action Batman, and we're gonna make uh, we're gonna make it dark. We're gonna make it. We're gonna, there's gonna be some maybe some Frank Miller elements, which I think when you look at the behind the scenes, they do talk about that. But then when it came, you know, that was a huge hit. And then when it came to the sequel, it seemed like Warner Brothers like have at it, Burton. And sure enough, he did because everything was in a snow globe. Everything <laughs> like Danny Elfman was like, "All right, we're gonna do our normal stuff, right, Tim?" And and it was very much that, and it was just like. Whoa. I mean, literally, there's a scene where Catwoman gives herself a, a cat bath. And I'm just, when you watch it, you're like, why? <laughs> she goes, it's like you're licking leather and what? What? Oh. I was like, what are you doing? It's not like that. Oh. Can you imagine if uh, Batman returned? Well, it was, a, it was a big enough hit. Can you imagine if he came back for a turd, how insane and supernatural his person would have went to turn Batman film? Like, right. he could have went crazy <laughs> you know and i'm kind of wondering too like like when it came to bat with like the third batman which that was like a weird thing because because i think like when they when they finally when they gave burton like hey have at it he didn't they didn't realize oh shit you're gonna have penguin bite the nose off of somebody what they didn't they weren't expecting oh my god that. <laughs> no what you needed to look out for was all the sex jokes in well that, that too <laughs> oh, I know. Penguin was horny. Penguin was horny. And then you're going to have Catwoman lick Batman's face? Okay. Yeah. It, like, floor, high and yeah. fiber. 
<laughs> okay, I still it's, it, that's that's a great. I mean, if you're going to talk about cheesy Batman lines, oh, it's a great one. Oh, with, with the 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 Catwoman and Batman when they're fighting each other, I mean, it's great. And then when she like plays with him, how could you? I'm a woman. And he's like, huh, and then she just kicks him right in there. You're just like, yeah, see, you fell for it, bats. And then yeah, the sexual tension, and then she just like you know jabs one of her freaking nails into his side, and then he just punches her off off the freaking ledge. Like, did he expect that there was like a uh, going to be a dump truck of sand or whatever the hell that yeah, it was kitty litter? Had? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Saved yeah. by kitty litter. I know I, it was just too on the nose. I just think that Del Toro is kind of an extension of like what Burton started to do. I can but see that. I dig personally. I dig Del Toro's more noirish. Um, aesthetic like i i, I yeah. can watch a del toro movie and go this sits with me a little bit better than burton does both yeah. of them however you watch a movie and you go burton directed that del toro yeah. directed that and and yeah as i've gotten older because you know children right here the, these children <laughs> kc i mean i don't know what to do with dave kc Exasperates me yes. <laughs> on a nearly Maybe daily basis. It's, it uh-huh. happened tonight too, and oh, this it? little punk decided to have some fun with me. Okay, and he he played he played it well. He played it very well. Okay, so what are we talking about here, huh? Casey? You want to tell the story? You go ahead. Yeah, about Carrie. Hey, I mean the Carrie. Yeah, the Carrie joke. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> So um, I actually forgot how it started. You sent a tweet, right? I was. It was. Yeah. It was this, from Sluts and Guts. There was that tweet of Sissy Spacek saying, "Feeling cute may burn down the gymnasium later." Right. Oh, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I'll have to send it to you. Okay. And then I replied with, "I've seen Carrie." The and joke for two is minutes, I, I waited. And yeah, for two minutes, and then I sent like a Jason Isaacs, uh, like a Malfoy, um, a GIF, and then he revealed that he no, he'd seen like one of the remakes of Carrie, like uh, not the OG. One Carrie. of the remakes? No, there's, yeah, there's been, been there's, there's several been, remakes. There's been at oh, least I didn't two. know that. There's been two. There's been See, like my boy. He doesn't even know <laughs> exactly. Okay, so you saw the re okay because I think there was like there was a remake and I think they tried to do like a TV. There was a TV, yeah, yes. There was, was a there TV like one. a TV show, like a TV or something like that. Yeah, but you, it, but nothing measures to that, you know, Sissy Spacek and those eyes. She's from the first one when she's like, you know, all bloodied up and she's just looking at everything and they're like zoomed in on it. Whoa, you know, I mean that's 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 something that I mean when you watch that original. There's something very special. I forgot who directed the original. Do you remember Scott? Oh, oh yeah. yeah I'm not at the top of my head. It's one. It's one of yeah. those. Yeah. I just. It, the- it still just. It still just blows my mind that that was Stephen King's first novel. Yeah. And, I'm, I'm like, oh, I'm like, dude, you swung that hard on your first published book. And, and then you go, and then you go and look at like what his first four books were. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Somebody's. It was the Palma. Yeah. It was the Palma. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense now. Yeah. There's some. Yeah. The way that you know, I mean, that guy can do. Uh, you know, he could do a Dutch angle like no other. That's for damn sure. Um, 
No, but uh, yeah, no, like he, yeah, he went hard on that, and I mean, geez, it's just, man, and even going back to Adam Sandler, he actually had like on his old comedy bits, <laughs> there was literally like a, a sketch he did where you know they're all gonna laugh at you, they're all gonna. It was like it's a ridiculous bit if you listen to it, but it was funny because, um. I wasn't familiar with Carrie, but when I heard that, me and my friends, when we were like in junior high or whatever, and then I think like shortly after, I like full on watched Carrie, and then I went, "Oh, that's where Adam Sandler got it from." I'm like, he was playing the mom, but it was a comedy bit, you know, because it was just the same thing where it's just they're all gonna laugh at you, they're all gonna laugh at you, and it was just like Jesus. But then when you, oh man, when you watch that, and every time Halloween comes around, I mean. It's playing, it's doing it, you know, and I'll put it on because it's just that movie, man. Fuck. That movie just, it's a really good build up to that fucking final act where she just goes buck wild. And like I said, those eyes, those eyes that she has. Oof. Man. It's so weird. De Palma is a great, I need to watch more De Palma movies. There's like, there's a gap there because I grew up, I'm, Okay, Dave, here's the thing. How well do you know me? Yeah. Come on. Can you name huh. probably what you would probably guess would be my number one favorite De Palma movie? Mission Impossible? Or Untouchables? Or or what? I mean, really, it really is kind of like half a sixth of it. I would go Untouchables, but yeah, Mission okay. Impossible. I know. At first, I was like, Mission Impossible, because that would probably be mine. But then I was like, oh, wait, wait, Untouchables, because I remember, yeah, yeah, Untouchables, yeah. Oh, Great. But it's kind Casey, of a toss-up, right? It's, it's really a toss-up. Yeah. I love that first Mission Impossible movie. Oh, fuck so it. I mean, it's still, I mean, nothing against any, they're all, I mean, they all, ha, they're all special in my, you know, in my they're eye. Like, they're but, all your children. Yeah, they all, but I mean, there's just something about that first mission. Because, you know why? Because if you ever watch that first, you know, the original series, it very much did it's, feel it's like. It's a spy movie. The first, yes. the De Palma one's a spy Big time. movie. One hundred percent. Because after that, then it just became eh, it's kind of James Bondy with uh, Tom Kurtz. You know, it was just kind of like because I mean, if you're familiar with Mission Impossible, it was always about Good Morning, Mister Phelps, and we've only had Mister Phelps in that first movie. I mean, that's the thing; it was only in that. And I mean, man, I watched that movie. I mean, the first one when it came out, it was just I it was constantly, just constantly watching, constantly watching. Oh, that VHS got abused. So oh fuck. Much. Tracking was it's all screwed. Yeah, crazy how these franchises develop over time. Like, yeah, the first Mission Impossible compared to now, and then technically, I don't know what other movies are exploring the Flash. But the first DC movie was Batman '89. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Well, you have Fast no, no, the first, the first, no, the first DC Superman movie was Superman at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's gonna be interesting. Is Adam West gonna pop up? Is it gonna be a CGI version of Adam West or something? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I don't That'd think so. Crazy if they did that. That'd be crazy. But uh, no, but uh, yeah, no. Like I see what you're saying. It's just the fact that like the way that these franchises can you know start with something and then grow. I mean, I think they just really just banked on. Well, we got Tom Cruise, so. Well, and Tom and Cruise also, Tom Cruise kind producer. of took over being a producer role. Yeah. So basically, he got to he became the boss. Yeah, I, I still remember when I learned that was that stunt in Mission Impossible Three when the tanker truck jackknifes and slides over yeah. him. Jeez, yeah, yeah, that was the one where I found out that he was the producer so that he could pay the insurance because then he was the boss and he could tell them, "No, 
I am going to be laying on the street and I'm going <laughs> to let you jackknife this tanker <laughs> over me. And yeah. that's when I was like, but You're a crazy son of a bitch. <laughs> but what I what I like about the Mission Impossible franchise, there are callbacks. There are yes. callbacks because uh, Ghost Protocol literally had a dude that was in the first Mission Impossible, and they put the freaking you know um, the cover over his head, you know. And there was like there's some callbacks that get thrown you know in there, which is good. And I love the fact that that's the case. But yeah, it went well, from the next one. The next one we get the um, the director from the first movies coming back. There you go. Yeah. You know, the so, guy who was like, what do you do? You find something that he cares about. And you oh, yeah. Uh, Kendrick. 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 He's Kendrick. coming back in the next That's movie. Right. That's I right. can't That's wait. Right. And, I mean, that was one of the best scenes in the first Mission Impossible when they were, like, at that, that restaurant. Place that like a big, yeah, the restaurant that was, like, big aquarium. And then all of a sudden, Ethan Hunt just starts going, wait a minute. He just starts looking around the room going, um... And then he literally, and and perfect Brian De Palma fashion. And we're gonna bring in Ray for this, by the way, because I, I see him right here. He's probably like got some mission. Oh, Impossible. dude, the two of us have talked Mission Impossible. Yes, so yeah. much. Yeah, no, but I mean that scene is so intense because I mean, like you have that the the Dutch angle. That's what they call it, right? The Dutch yeah, angle. The Dutch, like, the Dutch angle. Yeah. yeah. Of both of them, you know, and they're just like staring down at each other, and then like Ethan Hunt's just like well, maybe you can follow me around the room. And he just starts picking apart all the agents around the room that yes. were at the embassy. And then, you know, he's just like, what the hell are you doing? You're, you're, you're after me. Why? You know, and it's just, and then Kendra's just like, well, well we monitor this. And then it just gets to the point. And then Ethan I can understand you're very upset. Yes. You've yeah. never seen me very upset. All right. Yeah. Hunt, enough is enough. You have yes. bribed, cajoled, and killed, and you have done yes. it using loyalties on both sides. You want to shake hands with the devil? That's fine with me. I just want to make sure that you do it in hell. Boom! And then he just throws the <laughs> piece of gum, gum right, right on the thing. The red and light, then, green yeah. light. Yep. Yes. yes. And just... then it was, you know, and then even that, I mean, that was when Tom Cruise was like, I'm doing this. You watch the behind the scenes. Yeah, they had built that whole thing. It and was they real. Blew up all that, <laughs> and he had to run out of that restaurant. Yeah like that i mean that was not nothing, was nothing I, I, i've seen nothing. the behind the scenes it's yes. insane it's absolutely yes. insane <laughs> they fucking totally just blew up they built that whole thing blew it up and had all that water rushing behind him i mean there is nothing cgi there's no that is all well that was, that was also practical. like 1996 96, yes. yep. i mean so. the most cgi we got was the cool scene where he first pulls the you know yeah, you know, where you get like the the one the in camera shot of him grabbing the mask and pulling it off, like right. we thought that was like incredible because we know it went from one actor to another, but that was also the one when you go back and watch that first movie, they made sure, except for maybe one instance, you could always tell it was Tom Cruise. Underneath yeah. a whole bunch of makeup. Well, when they when when they were at the uh, embassy and he was playing that it one guy. I mean, even, even Walter, yeah, the senator yeah. guy. I mean, even when they were watching video of the guy, I remember I was watching with my uncle way back when, and then he was all, "That's Cruz, right?" And I was like, "Well, just just keep watching." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, well, yeah, well, cause, it, it probably is. Well, because you know, it, it's funny because it's like a if you've seen, like, especially if you've like if you if you watch the movies out of order. Or if you've watched enough Tom Cruise movies that you get an idea when he tries to do an accent, 
Because that was the thing. He he was yeah. trying to do like a, a southern accent, like, I want to know who these people are uh, and how they're spending yeah. our taxpayers' money. We were living in a democracy the last time I checked. Yeah, he, he went Tennessee. That that yeah. and that's the thing people don't understand. There's not a southern accent because every freaking state we all talk different. different. Yeah, that's very true. That's very so, true. That because, is true. Yes. Yeah. Is. Something yeah. you're going, that was Tennessee. <laughs> and and of course, a lot of people want to make it sound like we're Dixie Carter. Like, no, that's Georgia, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you know what's funny It's like, like Scott, you really don't have that twangy. You know, you don't have a little. No, bit of I that. do not. No, you know, I do it, not. it's weird. It's funny too because the the time that I lived in Alabama for about three years of my childhood, it's kind of funny because me and my dad never got the accent, but my brother and my mom did. If you like, I remember old videos. Man, you hear that? My mom had that twang. Even my brother had a little bit of it. But me and my dad never got it. It was interesting. And it was funny, kind of funny, too, because when I moved to California, you know, and I still had my best friend that still lived back there, I didn't realize. I don't Maybe I was just – I just was used to it. But And then being over here and just hearing people talk, you know, like Californians talk or whatever the hell, when I talked to him on the phone, I was like, man – you got some Forrest Gump and what's going on. Like, like I did not even realize how much there was, you know, and it was just like, it was just, it's just kind of weird when it comes to like, accents oh, no. like that. the worst thing for me was Sean would appreciate this. But when I was in, uh, <laughs> when I was in the UK back in 05, the hardest thing for me to do was not to fall into the accent of the people I was talking to. And I was like, mocking us. I know that's How what I was afraid you. of. The problem was I spent so many years in theater doing variations of United Kingdom accents, you know, because there's so many different ones that I just it was natural for me to start talking in it. And I had to go, don't do it. They're gonna think you're making yeah. fun of them, and that is not what you're trying to do, but you better shut up right now. Yeah, but and, and but there's also from an American standpoint, we I, I 80 to 90 percent of us here in the states really like those accents oh we love those accents we do we really like those accents <laughs> what's really what funny is. though is that they had no idea where i was from though because i oh. would like i would like love and they, everyone would look at me american or canadian i was like <laughs> okay that's never a question i've ever had in my life like, but uh, let, right. me, let, let me say about and then they were like, oh, okay. Right. You didn't say there a boot. A boot. Yeah. A boot. Yeah. Right. And I, I say Z instead of Z. Ah, <laughs> uh, right. Yes. But the, oh, no, I, my, my, all my cousins from Birmingham, they, they've all got it. They've all yeah. got it. I don't have a single cousin in Alabama that does not have some. Right. And of course, it's not, you know, and, and, and even within, even within like accents, there's still ethnicity, right? Yes, Cause, there is. Because yes. all because because all of my family, be, it, it, it's it's like a the, I can't think of another way to put it other than to say a black twang. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. I know different. that very well, actually. So. Oh, oh, yes, right. No, it, it's it, listen. I guarantee you have probably met at least three of my cousins in the course of your life. At <laughs> I least have, I have that many cousins. Like my my grandfather. His mother was one of eleven children, mm. and they're all and wow. almost all 11. most of them are all down there. Yes, eleven. She wow. had eleven. She had ten brothers and sisters, and most of them like they, they're 
I got cousins in California. I got cousins in Virginia. I got cousins in Ohio, but most of them are still in Alabama. Maybe not just Bur- like mostly in Birmingham, but also Marion Junction and and Selma. So like, yeah, you you I guarantee you've met at least three of my cousins at some point in your life. I and don't know where problem, and I don't know how, but right. you have. <laughs> and my problem is that when I get really upset, what I get into is black grandma. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I get black grandma really because <laughs> I know them. I have I have some black grandmas, if you know what I mean. And it's just like it 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 when my accent does kick in, it's usually when I am just like pissed off. There's my switch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What were you thinking? Oh man. Oh man, I mean, being a cable guy, I mean, like when I was for about seven, eight years, man, I mean, you, you visit various different homes and man, like, yeah, very much know that. And it is hilarious. And just the fact the, that when you reach, you know, a woman like that who has that and you just joke around, oh man, it's some of the funnest fucking jokes I ever had. Oh, oh you better oh, believe oh, 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 when it's, oh, oh, when every, when it's happy and funny. Yes, it's great. Oh yeah. Yeah. But oh, I, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I've seen the dark side of it and I'm just kind of like, okay. But I mean like, man, but oh, no. when, yeah, I'm a yeah, teacher. It, I've yeah. seen the dark side of it when it wasn't directed <laughs> at me. And yeah. there's that part of where's my popcorn. <laughs> yeah. You, you, oh, you yeah. have you have never been oh no there yes, there's definitely you know what though, like working at GameStop <laughs> for seven years, oh, you dude. know, you, you have a tendency to see that in public. You know, it's just mm-hmm. it, and and yes, there's half of me has got the popcorn out, but the other half of me does feel it's- a slight swell of pity for the child. <laughs> yeah. Receiving yeah. Whatever is happening. You're clenching, you're clenching a little bit. Oh, uh, oh that, dude. That, not a little, hey. not a little, not a little. You're full on. Hey, it's Ray, PTSD. Ray, <laughs> Ray, I'm just saying, Mexican grandma. Oh, that's, I've heard, uh, that's a I've, different I've, level. Oh, dude, no, no, my, my grandma Lupe. Okay, so I gotta ask, yell. Huh? So I gotta ask these guys, like, yeah, yeah. Do y'all, do y'all have like? Do you have family members that like just stare? I mean, we're we're talking generalities. We're talking. Yeah. Stereotype. Okay. The reason they exist is because they're funny, and like we all, they, we've all. Do you guys have like certain like branches of the family that like you have these kind of stories or just sort of cultural norms that you just you know you kind of laugh about like we do? Yeah, of course. Like I'm Indian, so yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of stereotypes for Indians already, and uh, I think. Um, but but Mexicans is there one that like you like play either. into? Like you're like, yeah, this is funny because I've seen it way too many times yeah. in my life. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, of course. Like, uh, when Brad Pitt was playing an Irish character. Oh, oh and Snatch, oh, uh, Snatch, Snatch, yeah. Like it's there such a go. bad accent. He's a, he's a great actor. <laughs> it's such a bad accent. But it was supposed to be bad, right? <laughs> Yeah, he's playing like a. I think he's playing like a, a traveler, a gypsy like, kind of like a cockney that. or something, right? Oh like, no, it was, yeah. that was a cockney. No, that was not. Yeah, that was a traveler, gypsy. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Thing. But yeah, and then there's other actors that try an Irish accent. It just, it just sounds. So <laughs> he looks like a boxer. Yeah. Oh, look it, at the size of this guy. Yeah. It, it was that bad, <laughs> Sean. His, his accent is his accent is that bad in the movie. Yeah, yeah, it is because well, it, like because in Ireland, like, different accents. Like, North is a different accent. South. It's a small country, but there's different accents. But like those ones are nowhere near anything. <laughs> just, 
I like okay. the Simpsons characters trying to do this. Oh, I, oh so good I love to hear that this. so much, though. Because <laughs> I always love it how whenever it's your accent, you can always tell how bad someone else is doing it. True. Yes. Yeah. True. Yeah. I like yeah. even Liam, Liam Neeson overdoes it at times. He's Irish. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's Reese Wither. Reese Witherspoon is Southern, and man, she can pour it on whenever she. Oh yeah, yeah, it gets. Where she's a singer. Um, is... Oh, with uh, what an uh, walk hard or not walk hard? Or walk the line. <laughs> no, no, walk the line. Walk the line. Yeah, walk hard. Walk hard was the no, parody. Yeah. Yes. Is there, a, is there a different one where she's a singer or something? And she goes to the... Oh, I think I think he's right. Uh, what is it? I'm trying to remember. I, do. I think there is another one. She's a strong accent um, than that. Um, well, I mean, there's, there's of course, Sweet Home Alabama, where you know, yeah, no, she was, a, a, she was a designer in that one. She was did she have an accent? Girl. She didn't have an accent, though, right? She, she turned it on when she came back home. Oh, uh, makes sense. It, 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 okay, this is speaking of accents. I'll, I'll just go ahead and throw because Dave and I do talk sports here and there, and I do talk some sports mm-hmm. with you, Scott. Did you see the Brian Kelly thing? No, I was listening to morning. <laughs> I was listening to I Monday morning sports ball, and I heard you talking about it. And I was like, "What the hell did Brian Kelly do? Did he try did to he... go Cajun or like?" Yes, what? yes, he, he, I didn't he was... see it. So, so you, so you, Dave, you know about Brian Kelly? Yeah, yeah. So he, you know, for for people that don't know, he he left Notre Dame under the cover of darkness while uh-huh. they could have still made the playoff. They didn't, yeah. and. 72 hours later, he's at a LSU basketball game, full twang in his voice, trying to talk about how proud he is to be representing Louisiana State University. And we're all like, what the fuck is he doing? Are you serious? This dude is not from down south. He's from like the East Coast. And he's been at like Cincinnati. And even Louisiana and... is its own. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Louisiana is its own flavor. Oh, like... yes. Because with yes. the K, because because you get Louisiana that's like South, and then you get Louisiana that's Cajun, and never the twain shall meet. We need someone to tell us how true or false "live and let die" is. I want, <laughs> I want, I want to know that. <laughs> Where's right. that? And but then, no. and then, and then here in America, I mean, even when you get up north, when it, as far as you get up north, then you start getting that Minnesota kind of like little bit of a. Accent mm-hmm. that happens. The up one that there. bleeds over sure to Canada. Can yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, like, I mean, even like, uh, you know, I, I, I've heard it with, uh, with Enosh a little bit, where he kind of like you, you just kind of, I mean, he, he's, he's got a really good speaking voice too, but it's like sometimes you like go like, man, he could just probably get right into that accent pretty quickly, you know that, you know that 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 kind of accent that's up north that just gets, uh, you it, know, as further you get to Canada, you know, it, it's midwestern, like yeah, and, and and even even in the Midwest, we got like dialects, right? Like you know, because yeah. there's how I sound, and then there's like you said, there is like I, I think I get what you, I think what you're saying with Enosh in terms of like because he's ten minutes from me, but like. Yeah. Yeah, you get into like Wisconsin and like Minnesota. Like the colder you get, the closer to the cold air that you get. It or just even, starts to happen. Yeah. Or, or even if you go up to, you even go up to the UP, like Sault Ste. Marie or Mackinac. Oh yeah, that it, it's yeah. <laughs> it's oh, it's very. It, it, they do not sound like they're from Detroit or like any new. No, very very different, for sure. So. 
Yeah. So, Sean, I'm curious about you because maybe you talked about this already, but since I jumped on because I was at the movies, looking to the rest of 2021, looking at the month of December, you know, I famously have tweeted about the log jam that I'm about to experience in the next two weeks. It's like, when the hell am I supposed to find the time to watch all these movies? What? And then not Casey's back. Like, what are kind of like your, oh, my God, I cannot let December 31st hit without seeing these movies what's kind of still on your checklist well what i try and do is every night i try and watch a new movie and i haven't seen before every, every day no matter how but like you could cram it in like an hour and a half movie you can watch it pretty quick because netflix dropping movies a lot amazon prime and stuff like that you know yeah and i watched holly berry's bruise which is actually i still haven't watched that yet i need to like, it's got some problems here and there, but it's her first movie, and she does a pretty awesome job. She's trying to deal with Netflix. I'm looking forward to seeing more, but and like, I don't know. I, just have, I, I have, like, a... <laughs> yeah, calm down. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I'm just saying, I mean, that, that woman is just, like... that. I mean, you want to talk about fine wine. She's aging like fine fucking yeah, wine, man. My and God. She, and in the movie, if she's running around and she's beating up people, even in the John Wick 3 as well, like, she's... Yeah. Oh, John Yes. I suppose I just have a feeling, Scott, about the Matrix movie for some reason. I just have a feeling yeah. about this film that it's going to be, I don't know if it's influential as the first, but it's going to make a huge impact. And I think maybe HBO Max might affect it in a way. I don't know if it will, but internationally, we're risking HBO Max. So I have to go to the theater to watch it. I just have a feeling that Matrix is going to be insane. I don't think we're, none of us can expect what we're going to see. I'm looking forward to Toby if he's in it, or he probably is. I, I, I have to see Nature. I'm 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 with Sean on this one. That's that's my I think one. We're all kind of collectively into this, but, like like yeah. Matrix, yeah. But but before the like year it ends, be... it's it's a non-negotiable. Got to see it. Yeah. But I also yeah. like how like we're all kind of low key excited, and I like low key excited because then that means that there isn't that over hype then leads to hyperbolic disappointment with whatever yeah. the movie which, ends up giving us, which is going to happen in one week. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Everybody keeps talking about Spider-Man and I'm like, yeah, I'm I, yeah, I want to go. See, I have my tickets. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see it with a, a big group of people. We're all going to be cheering and stuff like that. But I'm just like, I can't wait for two weeks because I'm like, I'm really hyped for the matrix. I just am because that was just, that's just when those movies came out, when that first movie came out and I did, and nobody knew what the fuck it was. And then when he watched it and it was just oh, you mean the movie that Casey found just saw in the theater for the first time, like last <laughs> week, child, <laughs> wait, wait, child. Oh, wait, wait, really? really? Yes. You, just, you just saw the first one you know, in yeah. theaters. In the, okay. Oh, okay. No, yeah, right. He he thought that's what I was ragging him about. He was like, "No, I've seen it before. This is the first time in theater." It's like, "No, that's my point." Nineteen ninety nine, the night of my junior prom. Oh my god! This is what I went to go see. I'm, I'm just like child. I, 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 April Sunday. I'm not night, that lucky, Scott. You should be older, man. You should be older. I, 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 Scott, I'm trying. Scott and I are the same age, Casey, so same deal. It wasn't my junior prom, but it was like me and my uncle, we wanted to see it because we really, like Lawrence Fishburne is one of our favorite actors, and the trailer just looked cool, and we're like, we don't know what this is, but let's go check it out. about the trailers was that you had no idea, like, you went into that movie 
Dude. Not knowing yeah. what the hell you were going to, I, I miss I, those I, days. I miss those days of going uh, to see a movie and not yeah. knowing what the hell you're about when, to watch. When he when he wakes up out of the the pod scene, the first yes. pod scene, I literally turned to my uncle and was like, "What the fuck is happening? <laughs> I don't know what we oh, had dude. no idea what the rest okay. of the movie was going to be." All right, the all. first time the first time I saw anything about it was Super Bowl that year. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember just like, you know, I was, you know, young. I didn't go to any Super Bowl party. I was just at home watching the Super Bowl and I'm seeing this, this little TV spot that was like 30 seconds that had Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne. And I'm like, what? And we got black trench coats, sunglasses. And then all of a sudden Keanu Reeves is like dodging bullets. And I'm like, what the hell? I, I got to see this. I have no idea what is going on, but I got to see it. And I saw it when I went to a trip with uh, my friend's family to Laughlin. And there, it was playing at one of the theaters. And one of the nights we were like, all right, let's just watch it. And they all, except for me and my friend, the rest of the family left. They had no, because they, they had no idea what was going on. And like, this movie sucks. And I was like, and we stayed and watched the whole thing. And we actually told them like, yeah, you should have stayed. It gets really good. It gets really good. And it was funny too, because I think like two weeks later, his brother who was there who walked out watched it and like I showed up to their house and they were like you know in the middle watching I'm like or no it wasn't like two weeks later obviously it was like months later when it came out on video and we were watching it and he was like holy shit and he thought the movie was scary I was like yeah that's why we stayed you left (laughs) I'm like this is what this yeah but it was just like it was just one of those movies where you're like you could not you you couldn't wait to watch it again because you're going all right I need some answers because I don't fully understand what's going on, but I kind of got a grasp, but Jesus Christ. And I love all three movies. I know a lot of people don't like the second and third. No, I'm with you, Casey. I love the whole trilogy. Yeah. The first one's People give shit to the sequels. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. I get it. It's a full arc and a full story. So I I love everything. What what the movie predicted was just insane as well. I know the metaverse with Facebook. Like that's just crazy, guys. We can build an avatar and that's, be anybody we want. That's that's why I tweeted out like when the whole metaverse thing was like coming about. I was all thirty years later. This is what uh, uh, Zuckerberg looks like, and I put the arch- I posted the architect. I'm like, that's what he's fucking creating, right? See, now. and and that's and that's what I, from the the stuff that I have heard about this one. It's Whoa. more Thank along. You, it's more along the lines of. You know, like well, and, and I've been and, and what, Ray, what's this? the best part about for me is that I have not seen anything but like that first trailer. I've not watched. Good for you. You haven't seen the no 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 That is the best edited trailer. I have unplugged. Like like the day they dropped a new trailer, I didn't give a shit about the trailer. All I wanted to do was get my tickets. And, the, yeah. and 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 I remember I I texted Ray because I got tickets 45 minutes before the like they said <laughs> 9 p.m. Pacific time, which would have been like 11 a.m. my time, and yet I was able to get tickets at about 10:15. I just I was just checking the AMC website, and all of a sudden it was like, there here, click on it, and I went. And got got a new got the very first ever IMAX showing of nice. Resurrections on Wednesday morning at nice. noon because it's splitting time with Spider Man. So 
Matrix gets noon and like ten o'clock, and then Spider Man gets like I, the two show times in between. I I actually found out because I told you Scott Mind Theater hadn't weren't selling them yet because I didn't they didn't hadn't decided what they're doing. I checked yesterday. It looks like they're actually at least for the holidays. It looks like they're ditching Spider Man out of I, out of IMAX for it. They're not wow. doing it simultaneous. At least not. That's not, not what's happening here. Not, not from what sure. I'm seeing. Like they yeah. might change that, but from for for that, it's like No Way Home goes for like five days, and then that Wednesday it switches to Matrix. That's and, pretty and, cool. And IMAX. That's cool. So, what, what, what's Scott, weird about it? Go ahead, John. Sorry. You haven't even seen the uh, no, the game. I've seen nothing. I have seen oh nothing. the game. Not the even game, the game. Yeah. The game from yesterday. Oh no, my god. Cool. Oh, it's that! So cool. If they never, if 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 they if they never make a game of that, it will be criminal. criminal. I know, right? That it, game. Yeah, I've seen the gameplay, and I was like, "Yesterday, wow. that game, oh, that, 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 that that whole demo." I I watched the whole. I watched the whole fifteen minute long one. With oh all yeah, the, I, yeah. Was, oh, it was when so I got out of the movie, I was like trying to catch up on all the game stuff. And when I saw a gameplay of the Matrix, I was like, "Yeah, that, yeah, yeah yes." Yeah all kinds of yes so i was like yeah. there you go right there you know mm-hmm. going back to the whole the fact that you know the marketing for matrix resurrections it's been pretty damn great i mean yeah. to the point where i bought an nft my first nft oh my God, i bought really? a matrix nft yes <laughs> i did i'm getting did you know, see I'm, the I'm, keanu I'm, video i did that you know, was I, saw, I saw the video i saw I the video where that. he left. i saw the video with cyberpunk where they're talking about the, them people making hacking the game and making mods have sex with him I saw that interview. No, you got to no, see I... the one today where he has the crazy laugh at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. You never, you never have heard Keanu Reeves laugh like this because, I mean, yeah, the whole NFT thing is like a, an interesting thing. But I was like, all right, because I'm all into the crypto thing, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna get my first NFT. I'm gonna buy a Matrix Resurrections NFT, and let's see what what can happen with it. But yeah, when it was brought up to uh, Keanu Reeves and. I mean, he basically called it out. It's like, because it is like the whole thing of an NFT is like, it, it, it sounds really ridiculous, but for some reason there are people that will purchase it. If uh, so, you know, I don't know. It, it's a weird thing. Because, you know, it's not, it's not a tangible thing. It's not a real thing. It's right. digital. It's all you digital. Know? It's, yeah. So what like, was funny about that video also was the perfect cut of the clip um yeah. the interviewer was going like no but it's different and then it cut right, <laughs> <laughs> right. yes yes it, it totally cut the interviewer off as he them. was still laughing <laughs> yes. hey, I, all i'm saying all I'm, all I'm saying is you know you know with everything that's happening right now i'm gonna be like all right we'll see what happens i'm gonna hold on for it for a little bit and see what happens later you know i was just like i'm gonna jump in on, on this whole thing with at least this I'm like, right. because I'm all into the crypto thing. And, uh, you know, that's a whole crazy world. And, I do regret know. not joining the Bitcoin hype earlier. Though. Oh, I know. I'm ready. I wish I did. Look at that. I regret I'm ready. I, I, my 4K, yes. I'm going to watch, I'm going to rewatch this trilogy in 4K. Hell yeah. I'm ready for this. Look at that. He's oh, got, yeah, yeah. He's got the individual steel books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, because you told me that that one you have in your hand was missing features, and I said, "Fuck that!" Yeah, you did. <laughs> hey, hey, this is why I, I got you, I got you. You, you know, did you guys? I got you. He's um, her quotes about why she came back for the fourth one. Which one? Yeah, 
uh, Lana Wachowski, the reason she came oh. back. Uh, oh, yeah, because of her... Yeah. yeah. Well, I just read about the quote. She says, my brain was has always influenced my imagination. One night I was crying, I couldn't sleep, and my brain blew up this whole thing. And uh, she said, I couldn't have my mom and dad, but suddenly I had Neo and Trinity, probably the two most important characters in my life. That's what has me hyped more than I trailer. Like, her sister, uh, was it, what's her other sister's name? Uh, Lily. Lana and Lily. Lana and Lily. Lily. It's weird because... Much, she was in too much yeah. pain to come back. Lana's way to get rid of, well, to help her pain. It's weird how movie. these are the, you know, the same basis for the reason, but the opposite uh, reactions. Yeah, 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 crazy. Yeah. Uh, did you guys ever read the Matrix uh, Get It comic? comic? No. Did you ever read that? No? Did not. No, I didn't. Basically, the, in, right, this, these group of friends go and see Matrix 5 in a theater. Uh, I think Baby Genius' 6 is playing as well. <laughs> they, they go and they go and see the movie and one one friend's like oh my god that was amazing another friend's like this is the best movie of all time and then the third friend's like i don't get it so they're walking down the street and the other two friends are trying to tell the, the friend uh, what the movie's about this is what it meant and the, the friend i just don't get it. i don't understand it. so they go to a diner they sit down they have some coffee and they're trying to explain the movie to this guy and he's like sorry guys it's just too much for my brain i have to go home so he walks out of the diner, and every single person in the diner, diner turns into an agent. And they're like, will we eliminate him? And then one of the agents is like, no, that's what we want them to think. We don't want them to get the movie. We want them to stay in this simulation, in this matrix. We don't want mm-hmm. them to awaken or to see the, or follow the white rabbit. He's okay, leave him. He just, he just, you don't need to kill him. Wow. It's a brilliant comic. Yeah, sounds like it. I also, when I do this rewatch, though, I want to make sure that I also watch the Animatrix, too. Yes, I was just about to say that. I'm like, that sounds like what the Animatrix, I mean, I mean, yeah, don't, don't sleep on the Animatrix because, I mean, my God, there's like, when you watch like all those, I mean, obviously you have the, the Flight of the Osiris, I think that's what it's called. Final Flight of the Osiris. Final Flight of the Osiris, which, uh, which, uh, worked with Matrix Reloaded. Yes. Um, it was perfectly. a precursor. Tom, it, it was the, like pretty much the prologue into it. Yes, a prologue into it, and uh, yeah, and then all of a sudden you had like there was one up. Uh, there was one of the um, little short films that had uh, that kid that was in Reloaded and Revolutions, yep. who, who Neo awakened. You see how he got awakened, which was really, I mean, goddamn the soundtrack and everything about that. Oh, I mean, the soundtrack, yeah. The yes. soundtrack was just freaking fantastic. I mean, there's so much to explore in that world, too. And that's My, my favorite yeah. ones were uh, was the second Renaissance parts one and two, and that is like oh, yeah. the, full, the full backstory of present the day all the way over, to yeah. there. Like the whole, that whole, and it's it, it's really like crazy, and there are parts of it that are like really creepy. Like when that, they first, that, yes, that yeah. shot when you see like the robot on the robotic horse going yeah. through like the war oh, zone. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ! It was like when you right. see like, and then when they when they show them putting humans into yes. like the pods and how right. freaking devastating, like and painful and everything like that. I mean, you're watching it just going like, Jesus Christ, this is gonna probably happen in real life, isn't yeah, it? It's gonna happen. Can Boston, can Boston Dynamics stop building those damned robots, please? <laughs> Knock it oh off. God. Do you I want Matrix? This so is much. how you get Matrix. Yeah, there's just so much there, and that's. I mean, you know, even like like it, like we were talking about when it comes to the sequels. I know some people give shit to the sequels, but I mean, one of the things. I mean, we've talked about it when when um, when the first um, uh, trailer came out, and we 
brought it up here too. And uh, I mean, let's face it though. Like, yeah, the first matrix is obviously it's a movie that changed cinema. It absolutely did. Mm -hmm. But when you like, yeah, when you watch the fighting, yeah, cool. The wire work, it's cool. Even though like there's, there's, Two times where I go, Keanu, why are you pushing against the cables when you're doing your backflips? I, I mean, I, I you see it. It's noticeable. Yes. But it doesn't take me out of the movie. But when you get to Reloaded, holy shit, did they upgrade all of that? And you watch that the fight choreography and you go, wow. They really were like, hey, we're going to like take this to fucking Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon type shit right now. Mm-hmm. And they did. They really did. I mean, even the first one had maybe some issues when it came to that, but it doesn't take you out of it. And like the story will keep you just going like, yeah, that's still the best one. Sure. But man, the, the fighting, even in the third one too, it wasn't as much because it was more in the real world, but man, the wire work, the stuff. The club yeah, the, stuff, wi- yes. the wire work just, just improved drastically when it came to, I mean, like well, they, it, had it, money, they had more money. They had yeah, more. That too. That's what it mainly was. Yeah. Yeah, I the first Matrix from... is uh, like Man of Steel. I mean, Man of Steel is like the Matrix, but it's more about him becoming Neo, right? So there's yeah. not much of him being Neo and you know having all that action. Right. So yeah. all of that is in the second and third movie. So I love that. Mm-hmm. The only things uh, I think that bring those movies down um, is probably the um, what was that place called? Zune. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh Zion. 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 I think the Zion stuff uh, turns a lot of people off, right? Yeah. I you think know, you might I, be right about that. I did like the rave scene, though. I know a lot of people that, like, I, I had some friends that didn't really care for Reloaded, but dug Revolutions because of the Zion stuff. So it was a little oh. reversed for them. However, I think that the biggest thing that, like, switched off a lot of people unfortunately was the architect i think the architect really Mm. just like made a lot of people feel at least like in their mind they're like this movie is so condescending and pretentious it was talking down to me screw this movie because he kept saying ergo ergo (laughs) yeah and like like, fucking ergo what (laughs) and and i'll admit trying to follow his vocabulary the first time i was like uh okay took me a few watches but i'm like okay i get what you're saying yeah yeah like when he's explaining like the fact that it's like hey you you, you know you're not the first one right and then you know trying to explain like like some of the reactions on the screens were like the that was awesome reactions yeah the other kids like yeah and but it was what but then when you watch it again and again and you're like all right yeah but he's but this one you know neo is unique because he's not reacting like that he's not like flipping him off and getting all crazy he's just kind of going like what the fuck and the only thing that he's like really thinking about is like i gotta save trinity i gotta save trinity i gotta save trinity and then he gives that ultimatum like hey if you go through this door you're gonna save everybody if you go through this door you save her but zion's fucked you know and it's just it was you know i remember just being in that theater and watching like you know that little cliffhanger because of uh smith getting into the real world through that one dude and they do that great little, and you're like, oh my god! Good mm-hmm. thing I have to wait like five months because they released the same, <laughs> right. the same year, which yeah. was great. Um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, 
I don't know. I don't. Has Lana said anything about like, oh yeah, this could potentially be a new trilogy, or is it just gonna be? Uh, Nope. Did you not see what Jessica Hendrick said? Uh, They they shut down for the uh, just the start of the pandemic, and Lana was like, I don't know if I'm gonna go back and finish the movie. I might just leave it the way it is and have this be the first film never made. Interesting. So she probably only has, I don't know. It's see, that's well, what I've kind of, was, and I Lily came back and did the sequel. That could that'd be interesting. That could be, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, she sees how good it will. Okay, yeah, I'll see, take it, over. I'll take over. Yeah, it, 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 it's and it's kind of a it, it could be a, an interesting idea, an interesting twist conundrum for us because I agree that you know, like I, I think Stephen the other day he posted something about how he was concerned about. I forget what it was he saw, like one of the trailers or something. Yeah, because of the... Because oh, the humor. Uh, yeah, the humor. In oh, it oh the I still know Kung Fu I still know Kung Fu. So he's kind of worried about like yeah. maybe it's and, a little too and, on the nose. And I, right, right, too on the nose, too derivative. And I was like, if anyone, if, a, if any director other than a Wachowski was directing this, I would share your concern. The mm-hmm. fact that it is a Wachowski, I have no concerns. I don't. Yeah, it's it's all it was all one shot. It was, it was all she never cut. She never said stop. She just kept the camera rolling, and she gave directions while the camera was rolling. Try this, and she moved the camera around the oh. actors and stuff like that. So she there's probably the a lot of behind the scenes stuff. She told the actors to react to the camera instead of nice. the director reacting to the actors, which was see. Uh, okay, there we go. Well, yeah, and I, and I love the fact that Jessica Henwick is in this because there's someone who I want to see get a lot more work because yeah. you know she was a saving grace of Iron Fist, and, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and then you know she's actually the voice of the protagonist in that Blade Runner Black Lotus series on Adult Swim. Oh, she is okay. She's the voice yeah. of L. And she also okay. passed up a role for Shang Chi for this. She did. Yes. They, they, the, the studio, yeah. like it was one or the other. And to be very honest with you, I, I think she made the better. The reason I think she made the better choice is because Shang Chi is fantastic. It is top tier yeah. MCU. Would have been great to see her in that. The problem is that one, she would have gotten lost in the shuffle of Simu Liu and Aquafina and everybody else. And two, it would have been impossible to watch that movie and not get a Ralph Boner feel seeing her knowing that she's already that she was Colleen in Iron yeah. Fist. So people are going to be like, well, okay, so this, are we going to see Danny or is she really this? Is she really that? No, screw all that. I didn't, I don't want all yeah. that for her. She's she now, just made the best choice. She yes. made the best choice. Yes, exactly. I, and, yeah. and, and, and I'm going to be honest. Someone had to point out to me that that was her in that first trailer because I was like, that's just oh, wow. like she looks yeah. very different. She looks her, very different. The, the short hair, the she's got an accent. She's got an accent, yeah. Yeah. She got the, is that the, her no, that's her natural accent, right? Yeah. Uh is it? Is she yeah. British? I think she's naturally British, right? Right? Yeah. Anybody? She might be. Yeah. Okay. She's I think so. this time. She's yeah. Robert, which is awesome as well. But it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. I have to go because I have to get ready for work. Okay. It's be interesting. Yeah. Uh, will we rewatch? Spider-Man No Way Home for certain scenes, and we'll be rewatched Matrix for for the experience, which I think is going to be the case when those movies come out. I agree. I don't, I, mean, yeah. I don't have much faith in the movie of No Way Home, but I I, I agree yeah. with I, I agree with you on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, indeed. Well, hey, thanks very much for having me on. Uh, 
No problem, man. I appreciate it. Go ahead and, uh, you know, plug yourself. <laughs> See you guys. It sounds funny, right? Yeah. yeah. Plug All yourself. Right. <laughs> okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Sean. All right. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> KC, you got to tell Sean this is not how you make the channel grow. <laughs> you have to advertise. You have you to advertise. You have to hold AKA yourself <laughs> on yes. the internet. You, this you, you, is how you, it works. You've got to tell them about real talk, and where <laughs> you can find them, where you can find him at, at movies with Mayor yeah. or at Krypton Cage. Yeah, so. yeah. He's on Facebook. Yes. He's on Twitter. He's yes. probably on Instagram. He needs to capitalize on the fact that he was one of the first to hashtag release the Snyder Cut, or he was the first. I should say. Yes. <laughs> Always oh, funny. We, we have we have empirical objective evidence that that could be the case. <laughs> oh, a, a, objective, yeah. yes. Sometimes sometimes <laughs> things are objective. Are yes. Yeah. By the way, I, Ray, I wanted to let you know your objective Zack Snyder's Justice League breakdown of the uh, homebrew agency. I really like. I did that while I was you know folding my whites. So I you know <laughs> <laughs> laundry man. Laundry I, is I, shit yeah. gets done. I hear you. Oh man, I, I did laundry today. Oh, I hate it. I hate God. it. Well, I, I mean, it, 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 what, what makes it worse is obviously I have a laundry room in my uh, uh, complex here, and um, when um, there's a bunch of cops all out here, and you're like, oh, I got to switch my own dryer, and you see all that, you're like, I'm not going to leave my place right now. Yeah, my neighbor called the cops. So they were like all right here. And I'm like, I'm not going to leave. I'm just going to wait it out. And then, yeah, it was one of those kind of hmm. things that happened. They, well, you know, neighbors a little. Okay. Uh, okay. Sorry. I'm interrupting yeah. this because this just right, kind of won the internet for me. Because, you know, we've all been doing the, you know, date yourself by dropping a gif of your first celebrity crush. Yes. You know, those. I was uh, actually going to bring that up. Yeah. Uh, Anthony, Brooklyn Batman. Yeah, I saw his. What Michelle was Pfeiffer from the Fabulous Baker Boys. Oh, no, the Fabulous he, Baker Boys. I thought he, he didn't wow. post the Monroe. I thought he posted the Monroe. Uh, this one is the red dress on the piano. So, <laughs> okay, I think he posted a Monroe too. Well, or, or maybe it was somebody else. I don't know, but all right. But yeah, that's a that's a different Michelle because someone did. I yeah, forget but, who it was. Someone did post Catwoman. <laughs> Yeah, like, there was a couple two of cat. Or three women. people did. Oh cat yeah. Woman. When but, I posted but, mine, I got a couple of cat uh, Michelle Fiverr cat woman. But, but fabulous uh, Baker boys. That's wow. A, that's well, a I mean, quality choice. Jesus Christ! I mean, like Michelle Pfeiffer. I mean, she's still a stunner. And in like she, even she like is. going back to like Scarface. I mean, you kind of just go. I mean, I'll even go back to Grease too. That's right, Grease oh, too. She was fantastic in that too. I've, you know, Grease 2, not as strong as Grease, the first one, of course. But, you know, when I, you know it's, it's, it's Grease 2. I mean, <laughs> it's Grease 2. That's all you can say. <laughs> That's all you can really say. It's Grease 2. It's got, what's his name, uh, Shooter McGavin in it. I know that. Yes, uh, Christopher McDonald. Michael Mc, yeah. Christopher McDonald. Christopher right. McDonald, yeah. <laughs> I love how, and he's been in, Christopher McDonald is one of those that, he's been in so many different things. He's been in Star Trek. He yes. was in. He was the asshole father in Delmon Louise. Yeah. Yeah. He's but, in the. He's in the DC animated universe. Yeah, is he? he's all over the Joel. place. But everybody always he, goes. He's Jor-El. 
Oh, he's Jor-El. Yeah. No, it's okay. So he's the father of Superman in the DCAU, but he's only ever going to be Shooter, Shooter McGavin. Yeah. Ever Shooter. for the rest of his life. Uh, no, there's also cool. Oh, by the way, cool little trivia. When they brought Superman into the Batman Beyond timeline, they used Christopher McDonald as the voice of Superman Beyond nice. because their idea was when he would get older, he'd sound like his father. Makes so, sense. Okay. Oh, okay. You know what? Like okay, that that actually leads into a. a, a, a I have a another sec because if we're talking about things that we're excited for in the month of December, not a movie, but a show, the Book of Boba Fett. Yes, and like I lately, like I've been looking at clips and stuff, and I I, I am really happy for Tamara Morrison. Yes, for, for that reason, because like. He is, I mean, it, it's one thing, I mean, we, we've, we've always known him as Django, and we've known him as, you know, Commander Cody, and like the clones and all that, and now he gets to play the biggest role. <laughs> okay, John, now. Yeah. <laughs> they late a dollar short, man. Seriously. Yeah, well. I just saw that, I was like, there you go. <laughs> there we go. Got it. Yeah, for sure. But uh, uh, I, okay. I, what I'm loving about that trailer, because I've, I've only seen like the one trailer. The one else has Jennifer Beals in it. That everyone's like, "Who's was, that?" I'm like, "Yeah, you've not seen Flashdance." No, I know. I, I, I had so many that people up. did have not seen Flashdance. No, Casey, have Casey. you seen Flashdance? No. Nope. Put okay. it yep. on the list. <laughs> Casey, how old are you? I'm 27. Okay, See? he's excused. <laughs> you no, know, hey, dude. But we got to educate watch, him, man. You got to. There is something called an education. All right, all right. Okay. What's it about? You listen to your teacher, a it, dancer. It, yes. Who was uh, once a welder? Who was what? Yes. And I remember. You know how I found out about this? There was the musical, the Full Monty. Because they make fun of oh, that yes, in the they full do. Monty. They do. They yes, do. They do. Yeah. I know. That's yeah. a great movie. Do you know the full Monty, Casey? No. <laughs> and, and, oh, and, man. We're talking about two. Well, they're not. I mean, they're kind of okay, burlesque, I guess. But. Full Monty isn't as old, but it yeah. is older. That was now. 90s. It, 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 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Robert Carlyle. But, it, it, but it's basically about male strips. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Before Magic Mike. That's, that's you know, oh. the term the full Monty is basically, you know, yes. dong coming out, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Which doesn't and, happen graphically. No, but it's, but it's suggested. It, they suggested, it's, uh, yeah, it's, the, that, that yes. scene where they actually do yeah, it. It's, great. Like, it's yeah. like, it's like, that's a perfect way to do it. it like, is. there yes. it is. So, but it's funny <laughs> because not all of them are very attractive. No, most of them no. are not. Like, no, just, no. They're just like they're, they're like Manchester, like North yes. England, like blue collar guys. Who it's are a like, good movie. It's, it's a great. Movie. It is. It, it, it I is. mean, it really and, is. I mean, and it's really not a disrespect to those guys because they knew what they were doing. Exactly. Like it, yes. like, it, like, they, like Carlisle and all those. Like, yeah, no, we get it. <laughs> that type yeah. of deal. So. But in the movie, they because because part of Jennifer Beals' character in Flashdance is she kind of has to work as a. Like a welder kind of thing. Right? Well, she's well, a welder, but she also has yeah. to work like in a in in a kind of a burlesque. Oh yeah, yeah, stripper yeah. like yeah, dancer. True. So they're because actually, it's because... not like nude, but she has to put on a really good performance. And you know, obviously, the classic thing is the whole water and like 
you know, the way that she does that whole thing. Yeah, but it's not is, like new, you know. It's still, yeah, it's, it's fucking out of here. Jesus and, Christ. And so that's and and mind you, Casey, Jennifer Beals has been in so many more things yes, than just has. that. But that's like the biggest thing that anybody knows her from. And so yeah, when she shows up in that trailer. I had like, to look oh. up to make certain that was her because I'm like that totally looks like her, but is that it was almost like another it was almost like another Olivia Wilde moment. Yes. Oh yeah. Like, like, is that, is that it, it was the same thing. I was like, is that really her? Yes. I know. <laughs> I know. I remember. I yeah. Me and my brother like we're like. I was like, I looked at him. I was like, dude, is that? And he was like, uh, yeah. yeah. Is Have it? you seen? What? Oh, yeah, you, you did see because I. Uh, I've I've been following a bunch of Ghostbusters accounts. There's one called Michigan Ghostbusters, and I know you follow a couple. Yeah, you I saw you saw us, I uh, you, the other day. You were post you posted some of the behind the scenes, or you retweeted some of the behind the scenes yeah. shots, which I've been waiting weeks for those. I'm like, where are the behind the scenes shots of Olivia Wilde in the costume? Damn yeah, it. They and, did. Yeah, it looked awesome. <laughs> It totally looked awesome. Please. Oh, which by the way, shame, shameless plug at this point. The next episode of the podcast with Tim and myself, we are do we're finally doing the Squadcast movies review of Thank You for Smoking, which nice. I think is perfect because what was that? That was Jason Reitman's feature film debut. Uh, His very yeah. first movie was Thank You for Smoking, which he adapted and directed. And then it's crazy to think of. Oh, and by the way, do you know what Jason Reitman's second movie was? Hmm. Juno. Oh, that's right. He oh, did he do did Juno. do Juno. You're right. Yeah. Yes, Juno. And then after yes. that, he did Up in the Air with Clooney and Kendrick. Up in the Air. I've is seen one that. of those movies. I've seen oh, yeah. Vera Farmiga's in it too, right? Yep. Yes. 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 I yeah, have she, seen yeah, he plays. Yeah. That that movie. I remember I watched it on a plane, which was funny. Like I watched it on a plane. And I remember me and my buddy, because it was like the the movie that they were showing, and I didn't see it. And we watched it, and we we're like, Jesus. Like, Because we thought it was like, all right, what is this movie? It's George Clooney. What is – but, man, was that movie just like like just a pleasant surprise? It yes. really was. And the, way, and the way that it like – the way that the story goes to like, okay, they have to transition this character to, to be in modern day because of, of, of his job. And then, and then he's trying to find love. And then the way it just kind of goes, man, it it almost reminded me like the story structure like that in the wrestler where like the wrestler, yes, I don't know if you guys saw the wrestler where like yes. it's like he has to transition, but then it's like you can't exactly like it's just not going to happen, and then it just kind of goes back to like I don't know. Is anybody who's seen that movie? I mean, I don't it's, know. It's a weird correlation, but yeah. But the idea is that like Reitman is like I like Reitman. Like like yeah. Reitman does something. I'm like I'm there. Like. Because he's like low key been putting neither one of them. Yeah, he's he's low key been putting in the work. Mm -hmm. Like you know, thank you for smoking. Ten million dollar budget. You know how much it made? Thirty nine point three. So he did good. See see that that, I think that's just great DNA because his father went a million dollars over budget on the first Ghostbusters, and it (laughs) and it did not matter. They were shitting bricks because of how much more money they spent. And by the time the summer was over, it couldn't have cared less. <laughs> it could not have cared less. So I, clearly Jason is following in Ivan's footsteps as well, far as that goes. And, and, just, and you just look at all the movies he's made and like, and it's just, and, and his movies also like their casts are just insane. Right. Like yeah. you go back and watch it and they're all just good movies. 
he has an incredible i need to look up his complete filmography to go like That's what i was gonna look up right now like i'm trying to remember like exactly um uh jason jason reitman here we go yeah i mean obviously up in there yeah i'm just like what like what else did he do because i'm like yeah, obviously Juno up in the air. Labor Day. I didn't really see Labor Day. I didn't see Labor Day. Oh, he was a producer on that, though. No, but, no, uh, he's director too. Oh, was he a director too? Okay, he was director. I haven't and seen producer. Young Adult, which is Charlize. Well, this is a, it's a Diablo Cody script with uh, Charlize Theron. Well, because he because uh, Diablo did wrote um, Juno. She yeah. wrote Juno. Yep. Yeah, I think like uh, pretty much like yeah. I mean, he, he's directed some episodes of The Office, but wow, uh, he, he, totally, he did Tully with Shirley Theron. Yeah, yeah, Tully. Yeah, and that did the front out. runner with Hugh Jackman. I don't okay. even know about that. <laughs> I didn't know about that. Well, I think I vaguely remember that, but nothing. Yeah, like I didn't. This is a longer filmography than I thought he had. Yes, I know. Um, he's a producer on Jennifer's Body. Wow. <laughs> That I movie, love that movie. It, yes, I I'm like that, that is a sleeper fucking horror movie that I actually really enjoy. That Wait that a was a pretty damn good movie. Wait a I, minute, I, I, yeah, he, what, he's in. Film? Hang on, he's <laughs> in as an actor. He's in Twins, Ghostbusters <laughs> Two, and Kindergarten Cop. Yeah, is that all? <laughs> that's all his dad's movies, or what? Uh not well, all I, of them probably. Who, who did who did kindergarten? Yes, Ivan did do kindergarten cop. He did yeah, kindergarten cop. Yes. Really? He did, uh, he did, and he did twins. Yeah. Yep, he did. Yeah. Those are his dance movies. <laughs> Jeez, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> As a kid, of yeah. course, like he's this is all like late eighties, early nineties. So he was like, in fact, that like in, in twins, he's Granger grandson. In Ghostbusters two, he's Brownstone boy number two, and in Kindergarten Cop, he's <laughs> Kissing Boy. So I need to go back wow. and watch. I need to go back and watch. Kindergarten Cop. Uh, <laughs> boys have tumor. penises. Girls have vaginas. <laughs> yeah, I, I have. I have not seen. If we're talking like, if we're, if we're going down the list of when's the last time we saw that Arnold movie, I don't. I, I have not seen Kindergarten Cop, and I don't know how long it has been. Ages. Casey, have you seen uh, Kindergarten Cop? <laughs> no, I haven't. Are, are, yeah. are, are, are you aware of it, though? Are you familiar with the title? Have you heard it before? Nope. You have not. Okay. All right. It's one of those. It, 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 it is an Arnold Schwarzenegger you know classic. Yeah. On the good end. Not on the yes. bad end, because he's got some bad classics. He's well, also got some good classics, subjectively speaking, Absolutely. of course. But... <laughs> But Kindergarten Cop, yes, that's you know you know what you know what Ivan Reitman movie that I fucking love and just adore, Dave. Dave. Oh, you know what I've never seen. I've never seen Dave. What? Okay, Scott, 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 this is right up your alley. You will love this movie. Yeah, this movie is fucking fantastic. I mean, Klein and Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. yeah, Oh my god, Frank Langella. Dude, this movie, like this was this was a movie in my household growing up that was constant. There was like a movie that was always on. My mom loves this movie. My, I remember my dad loving this movie. Everybody in my family loved it. It's just one of those movies. It's just one of those '90s movies that feel good kind of movie. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you, watch Dave. Oh, not just because on. it's my name. That's the title. Um, I mean, it's a slightly part of it. I didn't even sure. make that connection until you decided to like glory, to like, like, like really just point it out. My yeah. show, Scott. It's my show. Uh, 
Anyways, yeah, your, no, your, no, name, no, but it's... your name is on the title. I, I yeah, got it. You're, I got you're, it. You're, you're, you're only a, okay. Fine. So Scott, watch Dave, and then throw in an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> and what do I watch for myself? I know. Is there a Scott? Is uh, there anything that has Scott? I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know. know. I I, I want to say there is, but I don't know. There's got to be. But something. no. But please, please. I I now I'm like. The fact that you guys haven't watched Dave, now I'm anxious to see your report back because that is such a fucking good movie. It is such a good movie. Like, it really is. You know, Kevin Klein, you know, like I said, yeah, Sigourney Weaver. And, like, obviously the, the premise is um, Kevin Klein, All you know, you got the president. And you got a guy who looks like the president. Yeah, yeah. And then you have a doppelganger because something happens to the president, so they get this guy to act as the president. And I remember this was like, I remember even, like, I was so like about this movie because I was so fascinated of like when I found out that, oh, my God, that's the same actor playing two different people. How would they do that? And I remember watching the behind the scenes of how they I mean, obviously now it's just it's whatever. You can do that very much easily. But back in the 90s, when you see the behind the scenes of like how they did it, it was like it blew my mind. I'm like the same actor playing two different people. Why? It was like Michael Keaton in Multiplicity. Oh fuck! You, you know, you know what's kind of cool about that though, with Kevin Klein and no, Multiplicity no. is like that. Michael fuck. Multiplicity is a top five Michael Keaton movie, but like Harold Ramis directed. Oh god, yes, but but no, like um, this isn't the greatest movie on earth at all. But Wild Wild West. Oh yeah, <laughs> Kevin Klein does play two roles in Wild Wild well, West. He does. He's not. He's he not Artemis he Gordon. He's also and... Ulysses Grant, the president. Okay. One of the things that I will, what I love about Wild Wild West, yes, it, it, it has its issues, but the, the 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 chemistry between Klein and Smith, fantastic. I'll agree with that. And it, oh yeah, and then of course, and then of course, you got Selma Hayek. Who, Selma Hayek, yeah. fucking Selma Hayek. Well, yeah, I mean, but there's a lot of things that I like about Wild Wild West, but yeah, there's a lot of things where I'm like. Okay, Branagh chewed the hell out of every piece of scenery. And and that didn't bother me. That that didn't bother me. Like, really, I didn't have a problem with the actors. I didn't even necessarily have a problem. Actors were fine. Right. Even Ted Levine playing another creeper. Fuck that. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's Ted but, Levine, and, you know, right? And, and even like the, the 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 steampunk aspect, even that didn't bother me. It was just I like the, the steampunk aspect. It yeah, was the, the, good, but it just got so it, was, it got too ridiculous. It was yeah. just the script. That's all it was. It was, it just was the, the script. Story. It was, but like like, like I said, the chemistry between Smith and Klein were just it was. But John fantastic. Peters got his spider. Oh yeah, I know. That's oh, what God, Kevin Smith, the giant dude. I love yes. Kevin Smith's like speech about that when he was talking yes. about writing the Superman thing. He was like, he just wants this big spider, and then and then all of a sudden, and then he goes, "Then I watch Wild Wild West," and the whole crowd goes just starts like getting it. They're like, "Yes," uh, <laughs> and he's like, yeah. hey, "There's this well, big fucking spider," <laughs> because that was well, because that was a Warner Brothers movie, right? Yeah. Yes. And Warner Brothers, yeah. historically speaking, loves. Boiling shit in trailers, and <laughs> yeah, the giant spider is in the first trailer for yeah. Wild Wild West. You know, it's funny, oh. even like bringing it back to the Matrix. I mean, Will Smith is even said. I mean, obviously, he was offered the role of Neo before Keanu Reeves, which you know a lot of people know about. But I love the fact that when he when when they talk about it now, he goes, "Yeah, I passed it up for Wild West. I was like, I was, I was immature. I was young. I was just taking whatever the fuck." And he goes. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm glad I didn't take that role because Keanu nailed it. I wouldn't have fucking, 
it wouldn't have been as good with me. And that's what I love about Will Smith. And like, I know there was like passing around, like where people are saying like the four inspirational people, Will Smith would have been one of my four because that guy has always inspired me. Cause I, you know, obviously Fresh Prince, one of my all time favorite sitcoms, but he like, and it's just the way that that guy, I mean, the fact that he can actually say that I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I passed it up. It was dumb. Sure. But Keanu nailed it. I wouldn't have done that. I'm like, yeah. that wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't have made it as special. Keanu fucking made something special with Neil. That wouldn't have been me. And I'm like, yeah, see, he, he can actually like go. I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I didn't do that. You know? So okay. I, love that. I got a question for KC now. Because he's being a little quiet. And because that happens <laughs> no, with the three of that. us. When the three of us get talking, it's like screw everyone We don't else. shut up. Yeah. You know, we're going to put baby in a corner. Another reference to a movie <laughs> oh, that he wouldn't get. Go. Yeah. So I feel like Meg sometimes when you talk about older movies and she's also quiet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sometimes um, Meg, yeah, yeah. Meg's, yeah. Meg's, Meg's, about, Meg's like your age, too. So I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I am still proud of her getting that Star Wars question right. Yeah. Yes. Even though it was a 50-50 answer and she happened to pick the right one. <laughs> I'm curious, Casey. Um, so what are the movies that made you? Like when you think of Your like foundation uh, films. Those foundational films that's mm-hmm. like these are the movies I watched that made me go, fuck, I love movies. Yeah, we all answered that question recently on Twitter. We did <laughs> all yeah, answer so that I, question recently. Mine was like Back to the Future, Ghostbusters. Mine was Raiders, yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, Raiders. I, I said Batman 89. Yeah. Uh, even though if you want to talk about a movie that made me watch movies as films, that has to go to Blade Runner. Yeah. That was the first movie that made me go... I need to watch, like, like you watch it the first time, you're like, I don't know. Yeah. You watch it again. And it's one of those movies that every time I watched, I was like, I love this movie more and more every time. I go every from being what to being, yeah. I fucking love this movie. What's yeah. funny about Blade Runner with me is like, I didn't see it back when I was a kid, but I, I think I remember knowing about it and maybe like my dad had a VHS of it or something like that because whatever, but I don't, but I, I got acquainted with it when I got into like my, I think my, like my late teens into my twenties was like, that's when I started getting into Blade Runner, but it was never like, I mean, when it came to Ridley Scott, it was always, you know, it was alien. It was alien, alien, alien that was constantly being played. Um, and then, you know, gladiator and blah, blah, blah. But then I never got into Blade Runner until I was probably late, teens into my early 20s but anyways casey go ahead casey what are yours yeah so um harry potter was the first ones and then all right one of the non-genre films well i think it is a genre film as well but it was jumanji oh Oh, that's a good one yeah that's a great one and then after that was spider-man okay yeah no, I I, I like what? this because 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 these are films that we all like are aware of, but they weren't like necessarily our formative years. Like like Harry Potter <laughs> yeah. is just like, wow, I'm, I'm old. I'm college. <laughs> I was I was in college. Yeah, when the Harry Potter movies. Were yeah, and, and, and mind you, Casey, I I saw like I didn't see, uh, Sorcerer's Stone or Chamber of Secrets in theaters, but everything from Prisoner of Azkaban on I saw in theaters. So Me all too. those in theaters because I, because I came to it late. I had friends that were like heavily into it. My sister, my one sister, Rachel, she's read all the books. And I remember the summer that, uh, 
Deathly Hallows came out, we were on family vacation. She brought the book with her and read the whole thing, like all 700 some odd pages of it. So like I, Harry Potter, I was introduced to it. Like my one buddy was like, dude, you got to watch them. Cause, Cause it was like a week before Azkaban was coming out and I went to his house and he showed me, uh, Sorcerer's Stone and Chamber of Secrets. I was like, okay, I'm in. Let's go check it out. And for me, I personally, I felt that that series like, increasingly got better with each film. And I'm one of the people yeah. that if I'm on an island with really liking Goblet of Fire, fine. I'll sit on no, that island. No, actually, <laughs> Goblet of Fire is my number one favorite book. Like, right, but I'm saying the movie. I'm saying, well, I know a lot of people well, don't and, like and the and movie. My pro- and my problem with trying to judge it by the movie is that I love the book so much that I almost, by default, then, like, love the movie. Because okay. it was because Goblet of Fire was always my favorite story that got yeah. told. Um, there's actually only one Harry Potter movie I never saw in theaters, and to this day, in my opinion, is the worst movie. And that is Half Blood Prince. I oh, knew it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. The problem with Half Blood Prince is that the book you you can't make that book into a movie Mm. like the way it's like we talk about adaptation you had to change things because the way the book is structured you're not making a movie like that right the problem is all the crap they they literally invented and threw into the screenplay because they had to fill it with stuff because they couldn't fill it with what the book did yeah, made a lot of us go. Well, that's stupid. <laughs> Which is the constant problem of trying to adapt a book. It's, it's speaking of adaptation. That's a great movie. I don't know. If, you know, I don't know why. It's a, that is a strange movie, dude. It's, it's, Char- it's Charlie Kaufman. It's Char- yeah, yeah it's exactly. It's, it's Charlie. Co- I mean, it's so meta because it's literally a movie about Charlie Kaufman trying to write a movie about a flower. Right. And then he ends up writing a movie about trying to write a movie about a flower. And you're just kind of going like, Wait, when you did, walk, okay. you go, uh, 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 a, a hallucinogenic Kaufman flower. Did, did, did Kaufman do being John Malkovich? Yes. Uh, yes, I believe. Oh, that, because, because, because that, yeah, that movie is fantastic too, because they talk about that in, in, if you watch the movie, the movie, oh, like it shows, it shows Malkovich, it shows, I think Cameron Diaz and John Cusack too. Like yeah. you see him on set, but it's Cage playing, of course, Kaufman. Um, yeah. And then, of course, he did Eternal Sunshine. Eternal Sunshine. That's my favorite. Eternal Sunshine. Oh, okay. What? Two movies now. Yeah. Oh, KC said what? He got you. He got you. Yes. yes he got God. You. <laughs> Hold on. I'm checking something out here. And that's an older one, too. That's 2004. I saw that in the theater. Oh, man. Stop. Okay. It's on Peacock. On. I can watch it. It's on Peacock, and I oh, am subscribed man. to Peacock. Oh, it, it, listen, Eternal Sunshine God. is like one That's of the like greatest. one of the all-time – yeah. Because it's like, a, it, it, like, like, like being – here, I'll put it this way. Because like, I, I actually do oh, like – I do like, like right um, now? How many <laughs> – Sorry, sorry, Ray. I didn't mean to cut you off, but no. that was like perfect right for That was. That How was, many was more years did you have to not watch it, Scott? 
no, but it's like, it's Sorry, like, this is my only time I can, yeah, I can no, do no, this. Laugh no, it up. KC, enjoy it. Enjoy it, KC. Enjoy it. Enjoy this moment. Yes, this is your moment. Enjoy this moment. These moments yeah. don't come very, don't yeah. come very oh, often. Fantastic. <laughs> Outstanding. Oh, man. No, but... Scott right now. Laugh, hiding real pain. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but it's but it's, yeah. it's, it's like I I, you know, I I love science fiction. It's my favorite genre, but I also do like romantic comedies and like romantic, romantic dramas. Comedies. And yeah. so when you can when you can give me both and Fuck, make it man. work, yeah, yeah, you're in my Eternal wheelhouse. Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. It, it is just one of those movies. Well, I mean, oh, I mean, we, we were talking about this before you guys came on with uh, you know talking about you know, comedy actors that go to drama. I mean, this is Jim Carrey shines so much. And you want to talk about chemistry, him and Winslet. Fucking a. And, 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 okay, Scott, when you watch it, I dare you, I dare you not to fall in love with Kate Winslet. All over again. Yeah, I know. That's what I was about to say. I'm like, I'm sure you fall in love with her in something else, but it is very difficult to not fall in love with her in this movie. Like she is just, my God, and, and it's another. I mean, it's not a. It's not a huge cast, but the other three principals movie are Tom Wilkinson, Kirsten Dunst, and Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Why the fuck yeah. haven't you watched this movie? <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong? I, with I'm, uh, I'm going to be honest with you because if you're thinking about 2004, that was um, that was actually like the end of my. See, mm-hmm. oh, is this when you were overseas? Uh, it was before mm-hmm. I went overseas, but it was the end of, it would have been around the end of my first senior year going into my, I, cause I went an, an extra half a year to finish up college. Okay. So th- depending on when in the year that movie came out, you know, that would be something I really should know. What was the original release date in 2004 uh, of that movie? I, I feel like, like it was, well, you know what? I, I was going to say summer, but I'm, I'm, I'm probably wrong because I think that movie was awards bait, if I'm not mistaken. They tried it. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's see. It was. Uh, oh, March. March 19th. It was March. March 19th. So it wasn't, it wasn't awards season then stuff, but. No. It was, yeah, yeah. It was like, it was one of those movies that I didn't see it in the movie theater. I saw it. I did. Like, on, I did see yeah, it in the theater. Home. I didn't see it in the movie oh, theater, wow. but you know what's funny is like, Man, I, I mean, I tell you what, like when, <laughs> I mean, it's just one of those movies where <laughs> you ever had a bad relationship, you know, everybody just kind of goes like, yeah, I kind of wish that technology, <laughs> you know, you oh, almost go like. It, it is an utterly relatable movie if you've yeah. ever been in well, that kind of a I'm, situation. I'm glad to know this, you know, this is where, you know, being subscribed to a lot of different streaming services helped yeah. because it used to have to be, I have to find on a red box or yeah. I'd have to, you know, you know, go to voodoo and rent it. Now, thanks to the Apple TV app, because I link all my streaming services. Like when they say, do you want to connect to Apple TV? It's like, yes, because then I click the Apple TV button. I search the movie and it automatically tells me which service it's on that I'm subscribed to. And I'm like, great the streaming age. I know we're we're one hundred percent. Yes, Ray. Yes. What's what's pissed me off is when I've actually paid to rent movies or buy movies that I didn't before. I discovered the beauty of just automatically going to my Apple TV app and just searching the movie and letting it do all the you know the Charlie Day 
for me to find <laughs> to, to find the you know You're the, right though yes the service it's on it's like now i've learned this and it's like yes now i'm saving so much money oh saving money because it's like well i'm already subscribed <laughs> to all these services now tell me which one i subscribe I know. to that's that what's has so great the movie about i want yeah no that's what's so great about it. you could just like literally type like how where can you watch this and it'll just google will be like all right here and it's like oh mm-hmm. Cool, I got that, yeah. and blah blah blah. No, but so yeah, you got some All these fake movies. Because I am curious to see what you feel about Dave <laughs> and Eternal Sunshine. Yeah. I love well, that. I, I, oh, I, I, I do need, I need to watch Dave myself. But yeah, Eternal yes. Sunshine, that is, oh yes, that is. and Truman Show was also great. Oh, oh, I oh yeah, we were all yes, yeah. yes oh, Truman Show was that. yes. I love Truman Show. I mean, oh, it's such a good movie. So, it was so, weird so, because it came out around the same time as like Pleasantville. And yeah. so there was so a it had that same kind of did. vibe. Yeah. 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 Very much. No, so. I remember I, I I remember in my video production class, like my oh. teacher put on Truman Show just because it was like this movie. I mean, this is like a movie like just you want to talk about video production and like film and stuff like that. This he he was he loved that movie. And like there was one time where we just like spent two uh two days just watching that movie or two and a half days whatever the hell uh, how much you know it would take for that but it was just that was like one of the movies that he absolutely loved and we watched it it was great you know scott, of course. scott I, I i i forgive me i completely forgot this last name like i jim carrey kate winslet kirsten dunce mark ruffalo tom wilkinson and for good measure elijah wood oh yeah that's right oh yeah <laughs> oh oh I knew Elijah Wood was in there because mm-hmm. on the A24 I hate podcast. Him. I hate him in the movie, but you'll see. But, but, but he talked about it because there was an a, on the A24 podcast, not the most recent episode, but was, before that was a conversation between David Lowry and Elijah Wood talking about the Green Knight. And Elijah Wood started to talk about the camera tricks in Eternal Sunshine. Oh, good. Oh, yes. Dude, you, you, you are yes. you are in for a mind oh, fuckery yes. of like of some of these like yes. like the way that some of this shit happens. You're like, oh, holy shit! The, like, the, how the, did they? The, the, the editing, yeah. the camera placement, the yeah. forced perspective in certain spots. Yes, you 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 are. This movie is like oh. seventeen I mean, years. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. This movie's like seventeen years old, and you're yeah. probably still not ready for it. Even yeah, but you, seen. but you know, like, what the premise is, kind of like the synopsis. Uh, that's the beauty of it. I maybe kind of, sort of have a rumor, like, like whisper about it. So the best part is, I'm really going into this movie like blindish. Okay, that is unbelievable. All right, wow. And you probably want you, okay, because I was about to say like we can explain it to you. No, but, no, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, once again, I just made the comment about how I wish I could go into more movies blind yeah, okay. these days. That's, that's uh, why I was like, I was like, do you know? And I'm like, all right, do you want us to tell it? Okay, no, you're no, fine. No. Because because when you finally, when you realize what is happening and then you see it oh, God, go, yes. you're like, you just kind of go, shit. And then like, it's funny yeah. too, because anybody that I've shown this to where I just put it on, they just go like, why didn't I know about this movie? I'm like, yeah, am I yeah. right? You know, it's just one of those movies. It's just focus too. Focus focus features. Oh, I love focus features. Yeah, and 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 both of them you can watch with the wife, perfectly okay. But I think Dave's more of the feel good, 
movie. Ava's more of the feel yeah. good. You're, you're going to go through some guess, things with Eternal Sunshine. With, yeah, well, Eternal I'm gonna go Sunshine. Things, a and bit. I don't need her asking me what the hell is going on when I'm trying to figure out what the hell is going okay, on. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. So, that's, so that's what I'm kind of saying. I'm like, I'm kind of wondering, like, maybe watch Eternal by yourself. Dave? Oh, oh I'm Dave? watching it by 100%. myself. Yeah. Dave, 100% is a date movie like a motherfucker. It really okay. is. It's a feel good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you've, you've, you have talked, up, you've talked this up enough. Where Dude, is I'm Dave? telling you, Dave is not on any movie. streaming service. Oh, yeah, I, I oh shit. Uh, that's, oh, no, that's no. According to this, it's, oh, I'm looking at, sorry, this is the Dave TV show. Stupid Google. It said, <laughs> watch now premium subscription on Hulu. No, it's not. It's the FX Dave, not the movie. Uh, uh, yeah, not that one. But we have somebody else who's joining uh, right now. We got Mr. Enosh joining up. What's up, sir? We were just talking on, guys. about your accent, Enosh. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have that much of an accent, but he's you know he's got a little. To know, me, he doesn't have an accent he, because. He, yeah, he, yeah. We're talking about Michigan, the the uh, the Michigan and like you know the parts of the Michigan and how further you mean, north you mean like getting. the up north, you know. Yeah, exactly. The Youpers. The Youpers. The Youpers. Oh, he see oh. He, he knows. The oh, hey, he knows. In honor of you, I got a new toy today. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, oh, Dave knows what it is. Blame he it saw on me. It. Did I see <laughs> it? Did I see it? Yeah, you I reacted did. to it. Oh. I'm trying to McFarlane. Oh, the what? The new McFarlane toy? Oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. swamp thing? As you no, no, I got a dress pirate Roberts. Oh, As I you... saw. Oh, I saw. Yes. Okay. Yes, I saw. I saw your uh, your post about that. Yeah. Yeah. And Buttercup and Nigel Montoya and Fezig are all on the way. Nice. Oh, oh my goodness. Nice. The fact Very that McFarlane nice. made those—that's fantastic. Oh, and and Fezig is a mega fig, so it's gonna be like the size of like Dark Side and stuff. Nice. <laughs> That's, wait a minute. Very wait a minute. nice. Wow. Okay. I mean, That's I, cool. I mean, That's it'd cool. have to be, but still. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to get that for Tiff because uh, the, the, the Dread Pirate Roberts one because we met uh, Carrie Ells a few years ago and she no was shit. like, she was beside herself, man. He she seems was, like oh, such cool. a nice guy. He is. He was super nice. He did the whole thing. She, she was really like she, she likes the Princess Bride, but she was really a fan of. She's a huge, um, uh, uh, what's his name. Uh, Oh, Mel Brooks fan. Yeah, she's a huge Mel Brooks fan. Oh, yeah, she's absolutely huge Mel Brooks fan. So she loves Men in Tights, and so God damn it, she got. They were going back and forth. I was just a fly on the wall, like I was just like (laughs) she's doing her. She's in her element. Yes. So so I just said she's like reciting lines with him from Men in Tights, and I was like, Carrie was has like an. He's he's got a number of credits to his name, but seriously, it's either Princess Bride or Men in Tights. Yep. Yeah, yeah but one of let's those. not forget that he was also in Hot Shots. He was like the Val Kilmer character in Hot. He was the Iceman in Hot Shots. Yeah, yeah. which was also fantastic. And he was the antagonist in Twister. And yes. oh, and <laughs> that's yes. right. I oh. forgot all about that. And, and yeah. kiss the girls. Oh yeah, he was also the yeah he was the bad guy in there. Yes, that's right. Damn, I dude, dude, you just that was a deep pull. Kiss the girls. That was uh um, oh, actually good, right? Actually Jug and Morgan Freeman. I just yeah, thought of a deeper pull for him. I just thought of a deeper pull. Glory. Oh, he you're glory? Right. Holy yes, shit. He, he, was, glory. he was Matthew Broderick's wow. like lieutenant. Like yeah, the other right. the, the yeah. other white guy. The other principal white the guy in the movie. Guy. The other white guy. <laughs> yes. No, but uh he was a know, ham. But yeah, see? But you know, <laughs> so you're crickets. so you've seen so you've seen Dave. You've seen oh yes, Dave. I've seen Dave. 
I've seen Dave. Thank you. Dave was here, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> Dave is a great movie, man. Dave, uh, Tiffany loves Dave as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's we were like, just talking about that. So. Yeah. yeah that's why, yeah, yeah. I saw he put it in the private chat when, when he was backstage. So I was like, okay, finally, somebody who knows. Who oh, knows yeah. what this movie is. Crazy movie. Crazy, crazy yeah. movie and premise, but like, but really that's good. Like, good. It, it, it's that's weird. It's a real good movie. Yeah. It really is. It it's is, and I like the ending. Like, I like how it ends. Yes. I, it's, it's oh, yeah, just, well, yeah. It just makes you feel nice. I know, I'm not saying <laughs> yes. anything. I'm no, 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 anything. no, no, no. I heard that, you know, like, who was it who hadn't seen it? Um, Everybody great. here? Everybody <laughs> here has not seen it. <laughs> really? Everybody <laughs> here has Dave? not seen Dave. Yeah. None of you? No. Not, not, not I have. Through, no. Okay, Dave has seen Dave. Of course I've seen Dave. You know, Dave has seen Dave, yeah. but just nobody else. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just, yeah, that it's a, it's a great feel good movie, and mm-hmm. it just kind of shows you kind of like maybe the best in the world, you know, like of, yeah. of, of the human spirit, and yeah, you know, and everything. Well, you know, and, yeah. what, what's great about it because it deals with the president. You see the bad, and then you see the good. Yeah. So it's like a good balance of like you see the bad in politics, and then you see the good also. And Kevin Klein is just like he's just fucking fantastic. Yeah, he's great in that movie. And And, and you're gonna and and then you're gonna recognize all like so many other actors too. I can't name off top of my head, but you you, but they're recognizable. You're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, you know that guy, that guy, that guy. I'm telling you, and that's a movie that you can watch with your wife. And yeah. Scorning Weaver's good in that. Uh, oh, Scorning Weaver, yeah, he's great. I love when she, when like she kind of starts figuring Suspecting. stuff out. Yeah, suspect yeah. stuff. And it's just yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah, it's okay. Good. We'll try. Well, we won't want to spoil. Yeah, I know, it, I know. It's just, it's just yeah, good. I know, it's I know. Good. It's good. Uh, and we, then, we, like we, I said, we, the way that it ends, the way that it's end, it's it's not yes. like some huge thing. Just the, just like it's not like this thing. It's just like, oh, that's that's nice. You just walk away going, yes. And it's just, it's so nineties. It's so fucking nineties. Oh yeah. 90s, yeah. Dude. Oh yeah. That's what I love about it. It's just, you, you you're going to, when you got, when you guys get done watching, you're going to be like, yeah, that was such a nineties movie. And then you're just going to feel good. You're just going to feel good. I'm just saying. Yeah. That just, just reminds me, I was thinking about other movies like of that era. Cause like, okay, here's a, here's a classic that I always love. Oh, okay. Nicholas Cage, Shirley MacLaine. Uh, <laughs> Guarding test. Guarding test. Guarding I test. love that oh movie. Guarding test. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yep. That's yep. a good film. I'm oh, telling God. you. You know what? That's in line. Dave is kind of in that. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. I would say it's there, in there that, was definitely a period in the '90s where it was like the president. Presidents. Remember, Mister. <laughs> remember, uh, Mister. President with uh, Michael Douglas. No, and, the uh, American president. American president. Oh, because American that was Aaron. Yeah. Because tying back to what I saw tonight, that was an Aaron Sorkin screenplay. Like mm-hmm. you can see, like the proto West Wing happening, because oh, yep. that was Michael Douglas and Annette Benning. Mm-hmm. and Michael J. Fox was in there. Oh, we lost uh, oh, KC. What happened to KC? Uh, oh, no. I think he's been kind of like, <laughs> like I think his like his camera and stuff has been kind of, uh, but hopefully and, uh, come back. Richard Dreyfus. That's right, because he was the he was the he was the he was the, the big bad senator. Yeah, in, uh, uh, in the American welcome back, KC. <laughs> what happened, Kiss? <laughs> I don't know. It's just the brow- the tab browser tab crashed. So uh, it okay. okay, it happens. It happens. It happen. But uh, yeah, we're just kind of like uh, yeah, we're just kind of just being nostalgic right now, Enosh. And uh, obviously, we had the the tweets that said like you know our crushes, our first crushes. Ooh, what was yours, uh, Enosh? Yeah, I want to know what yours was because I don't think we saw that. What was your Leia? first? 
crush. Celebrity crush. I don't think I saw the uh, the tweet or whatever. Uh, it was basically Nail. your first crush. It, like they said, don't like dating date yourself. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so what was like as a young boy? What was your crush like? Hmm. Mine was Kim Basinger. Mine Scott, was Jennifer had... Tonnelly from The Rocketeer. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I tell you Ray, what, man. Tell you what, I didn't know much about her, but Jennifer Jennifer Connelly and uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Labyrinth. Was, no, what was the oh. one uh, with her in the Target? Uh, op- what was that? That was an opportunity, Knox. That was um, no, but what was it? Career opportunities. Career opportunities. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Career opportunities. I, I took notice of Jennifer Connelly in, in that in that film. A lot uh, of people took notice of Jennifer yes, Connelly. Yes. Yes. That that, that's, <laughs> yes. That's where I I was old enough to take note. Man, see if I had to. I mean, like, I, I'd like to say, you know, I'd like to be able to say Leia or something like that, you know, uh, but whatever. But, it, you know, like, honestly, like, I I was so young that it's like, I don't even think that I, I really thought of it that way. I, I will say that um, uh, Margot Kidder, just because she was just because she was Lois Lane and I had such an affinity for Superman growing up that uh, like that, that was a thing, although. I, the first one that I, re, the, if I'm being honest, and the first one that I honestly remember, and my my grandmother made uh, reference to it a lot, was Dolly Parton. I can respect that a lot. Wow. Dolly Parton, wow. uh, yeah, Dolly Parton. Apparently, uh, there's a story because uh, we lived in Vegas and uh, we went to the show, and apparently, I jumped up on the stage at like I can't remember if it was the Hilton or the Riviera, and uh, I started making this gesture. <laughs> Before the curtain came out, like before she came on. So fortunately, it was not while she was on performing. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. Apparently, I did that. And so. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Dolly, I, I, Dolly Ray, Parton, yeah. Yeah. Ray, what was yours again? I, I forgot. I, I think I um, saw it, but I don't remember. It was uh, Sherry Headley from Coming to America, Lisa. Oh, okay. Okay, makes because sense. Because I that was I was allowed to see that movie at age six, and she was awesome. And yeah. I and, and even at that age, like I understood the plot, like I understood mm-hmm. the story, and so I was rooting for her the whole time. Like that, like the, when you get to the end of the movie, and like he. And he he removes the veil and it's her. Like I literally cheered. Like as a kid, like I was happy <laughs> that like it was her because it just it made sense, man. It just worked perfectly. And, and I love it. I love that they got her back for the sequel and all that. So yeah, yeah, That's good. And Casey, what was yours? Um, probably Emma Watson because okay. of Hermione. For Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's crazy? I'm surprised right. to see nobody right. has Meg Ryan. Uh, yeah. As their well, crush. Well, he, I think because Meg Ryan, I think when we think of crushes, usually there's more of a sexual component to it. Yeah. Oh, Meg okay. Ryan, I mean, the whole she was American. Cute. She was cute. She was the American well, sweetheart. Cute. She was. She yeah. was the girl next door. Well, yeah. well and, and and also, Top Gun wasn't the first thing I saw Meg Ryan in. The first Meg Ryan movie, I, the first thing I saw her in another '90s movie, IQ. Yes, oh, with Walter Matthau. Wow. Walter Matthau, wow. Matthau and Stephen Fry. Who played Einstein? Wow. Yes. yes. Wow. Yes. That's another. I forgot good movie. about that movie. That is a good yeah. movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, you know who else? You know who else? Not now that you mentioned this, right? Mariel Hemingway. Okay. She okay. was in a film uh, called uh, 
Oh gosh, what was this? What was the movie? I remember it had uh, Peter O'Toole in it. Uh, basically, uh, it was the first time I ever noticed Mariel Hemingway. So by the time I saw Superman four, like she kind of became a crush for me. And then she was on a TV show for a while, like on ABC, I think during the, like the late eighties, early, maybe early nineties, but it was like late eighties. I remember she was on a show, but, uh, Mariel Hemingway, we were in, I think I was in sixth grade, fifth or sixth grade. And you know, when, whenever they bring out the cart, with a TV on it, you know you were going to watch, you know, like a movie. It was going to be a free day. It was going to be something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so my teacher, she brought out the cart, and uh, and it was like we we're going to spend this day just watching movies. And so it was pretty cool. Well, she had rented all these films, and I still don't have any idea what she was thinking. But uh, basically, it was about like this college professor who wants to clone. He's trying to clone his wife, his dead wife, and. Uh, I'm tr- I can't remember if the life of what it's called. Oh, it's P- Peter, uh, hold on. Now it's going to bug me. Uh, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> kind of cool. Right. Now, now, now I have to look it up. That is familiar. That is yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Peter O'Toole. Trying to call him his dead and, wife. Uh, what is it? Um, Hemingway. Man, I'm like, man. I don't know this movie, and I'm I'm looking at her IMDb. Like, I'm going deep, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Creator. It's called Creator. 1985. That's right. Oh, okay. Okay. Eighty-five. Yeah. So, okay. uh, so what? What I remember about? I mean, I remember the because I was a kid who always paid attention to movies and stuff. So, but I'll never forget it because it was the funniest thing to happen. Uh, basically, Peter O'Toole is this college professor. He's trying to clone his wife who died of cancer, and so uh, he's got this whole That's scheme right. yeah. and everything that he's doing. <laughs> but there's a scene where they're where they're at the college and they're playing uh, like touch football or flag football or something. And the, and like the jerk guy, you know, is like, like all over, uh, uh, Mariel Hemingway. He's like all, and she's got like this short blonde hair in this film. She just looks really super cute, whatnot. And so they're playing tag football or, or touch football. And he's like all over, he's just like mauling her, you know, on purpose and everything. And, uh, it comes down to like, they need to make one last play. And, uh, she goes, give me the ball. And like whoever was the quarterback or whatever is like, I'm not giving you the ball. That dude's been all over you all game long. And she's like, just trust me, give me the ball. I'll be open. You just throw me the ball. He's like, no, I'm not gonna do it. So they have this argument and finally he says, okay, fine, whatever. But you know, we're not going to win. And so she goes and they line up. And as soon as they line up, she had had this crop top on, uh, this like this little sweatshirt crop top thing. And we're there. And like, so we're kids, like I said, it's like fifth, sixth grade, maybe I think it was like fifth grade. And they line up and she gets his head. She goes, hey, she calls his name and he looks up at her and she flashes him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they call a hike. And so then she runs out. And of course, the guy's just like standing there like, what? Oh. And so then, you know, <laughs> then she, he gets the ball and they make a touchdown or whatever. And I just remember like because all the class was like, <gasps> boobs at school. Yeah. Like, oh my god! I, know, I, I remember something similar to that was our teacher the, came out though, and she's just like, she's like, okay, class, now settle down. We're going to be mature about this. And we're like, yeah, right. We just saw boobs. Good luck with that. Awesome. I still remember getting um, bare butt from the OG Clash of the Titans. Yes, <laughs> when she gets out of the bath and then and they yes, wrap yes, or even splash. Remember Daryl? Yes, Hannah? Splash. Oh yeah. my God! Not, not the Disney Ooh. Plus version. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that version. <laughs> Fuck that. I, I, I don't like that hey, version. You remember Conan? Conan? Yeah, Conan yeah. had a barbarian man. Too. 
Like yeah. I remember watching that when I was a kid. Like I had no no business watching that scene. But oh no, yeah. I did. I, I've <laughs> told these guys, you know, I've told you these guys about um, my aunt used to frequent movie gallery with two VCRs and like would make like two movies on a VHS tape and would mm-hmm. just basically like had the entire movie gallery like yeah, in, mm-hmm. yeah. and that is how through very uh, sneaky measures that I saw two. You know, back in the 90s when erotic thrillers were, like, the thing of the 90s. Basic Instinct. Basic Instinct and Body of Evidence with Madonna. Body of Evidence with, what, what, Defoe and... uh... Defoe and Madonna. I remember so much when Madonna was literally a thing that, like, like we had to crush on. And now we're... Dick Tracy? Tracy? Oh, Dick Tracy. Fuck. Are you kidding me? Like, I think I had a whole discovery. I had a whole I mean, discovery I mean, of myself. Yeah. Over I mean, there, there, there are movies that make you a man. That was yes. one of them. <laughs> yes, it was. And, 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 you, and the thing is, at the time you saw him, you didn't even really know what the change was. You just yeah. knew it was happening. But you know what's funny? Like, talking about, like, crutches, like, after I posted mine, because I was like, oh, what would be mine? And then I was like, well, Kim, you know, Vicky Vale, Kim Basinger, that's a yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah. But then I was like, well, shit. And then all of a sudden it hit me. I'm like, Hey, Sigourney Reaver and the original Ghostbusters. I mean, come on. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, when I she, I mean, especially when she I did, go, I go with more Madonna type. That style, yeah. like for me, was always yeah. yeah, yeah. Sigourney Weaver. I always look. I looked at it more as just like a action, like yeah. But when she kind of, you know, you, 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 aliens kind of put her in action hero. Yeah. Like I want to see her, like you know, with a gun kicking ass. Well, I know, but then, okay. but then you got that. You got that scene in. Alien, when like at the end, when she's like, yes. undies, undies that are very low rise and a tank top, you're like, yes, oh, and, then all, and then all that's ruined when the alien pops out from the wall. I know, right? Like, oh, you're shit. like, you're like, oh, ever, look at this. And then all of a sudden, which, like, oh shit. Speaking yeah. of which, uh, did I ever, did I ever tell you my, uh, my basic instinct story? No, no, I need to hear this story. So. Okay, oh, so, so I was, I was, oh, man, I, gosh, well, how old was I when that movie came out? Uh, it was 92? 92, 92, yeah, 91, 92. Yeah, yeah. so, so I, I think I was like, uh, see, I was, well, I, man, I thought I was about 13 when that movie came out, maybe, maybe a little bit older. Uh, but my friend's parents decided to take me and my, and their son to, um, uh, SeaWorld when it was still in Cleveland. When there was then when there was a SeaWorld in Cleveland and uh, right across the lake, the big lake there that, that SeaWorld was at was another like little theme park called Giaga Lake because the lake was called Giaga Lake. Mm-hmm. And so they had a couple of roller coasters there and stuff like that. So they took us to that the first day and we spent the whole day there. And so then we stayed at a hotel there. And uh, so we go back to the hotel. This is like just when uh uh Places like that, you know, uh, hotels and stuff were starting to like have video on demand movies, you know, that you could watch. And so that family, that was like how I discovered a ton of movies because they were the family that had the V, they were the first family like in the neighborhood that had a VCR. They had, you know, bootleg copies of every movie you could possibly imagine in this big cabinet. And that was how like I discovered things like Back to the Future and Nightmare on Elm mm-hmm. Street and like all the, you know, big 80s movies and stuff. And so, we're there and they decided they were going to rent a movie and apparently they had no idea what basic instinct was. And Mm. so we sit there in this hotel room and they're like, okay, we're going to rent this film and they rent basic instinct. And I'm like, they're sharing a queen size bed with my buddy and his parents are in the bed right next to us. (laughs) 
And all of a sudden, up comes Sharon Stone going to town, man. And I'm just like, <laughs> in the opening credits. Yeah. Oh, and I'm like, no. I, I, we all looked at each other like, is anybody going to say anything? Uh, <laughs> what the heck? And again, my my friend's parents, like, like I can't imagine, if, you know, as, as having three kids myself, if I had taken one of their friends on a trip like that and something like that showed up, we would have been like, okay, we're going to shut this off. You know, like, you know, I'll call, I'll try to, you know, down to the desk, try to get it removed from the bill later or whatever. We won't worry about it, whatever. No, no, because they had dropped $20 on that movie. Oh, my goodness. And they were not going to waste their $20. So they looked at me <laughs> and, and Wayne and they're just like, now, boys, we're going to watch this. But, you know, this let's be let's maintain, you know, like, and I'm just like, I can't imagine like now knowing what's in that film and like what I. All the stuff, that's all the film. stuff that you see in that yeah, stuff, stuff that know. I didn't even understand at that age, like that I was like, "What the heck are they doing there? Why is what is that?" Right? And yeah, God, yeah. I, no, the so, one that, so, so, so I got to watch it with my was, friend's so, parents. So, the one so, that was so, like that for me was uh, was Disclosure. Oh, with Jimmy wow. Moore and yeah. Michael Douglas. I did not understand what blowjobs were. That whole concept <laughs> made no sense to me. And I had read the Dude. book. I had read the book before you see the movie. And the and book <laughs> and the book is so much more explicit than the movie. The oh, I'm sure movie, it is. Oh, the section sure goes on for four pages in the book. And yeah. I was here going, why would you do that? <laughs> Like yeah. I didn't understand. <laughs> All right. Before before we continue, Casey, you gotta go, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So right. I will plug in. <laughs> 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 I know Martin, but yeah. even for him, you can follow him at movies that matter on all social media. Uh, you can find me at Krypton Cage on all social media, and you can follow us at The Real Talk Life. Um, so basically, we do movie reviews and live shows every weekend. And we also have uh, clips from that show, uh, you know, throughout the week. So go subscribe, follow us on Twitter. We post news, uh, latest updates and everything. So, yeah. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks for joining. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it was, yeah. Care, it was awesome talking to you. Yeah. Thanks, man. We'll talk Bye. to you soon. Take it easy. Bye. All right. See ya. So, All right. Basic Instinct is a weird movie because it's like when you watch it, it's actually a really good movie. It is. I, 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 I've never seen it, and the Whoa! reason the reason oh, yeah. I've never no 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 there, there's a yeah. very logical reason as to why I've never seen it. <laughs> as a kid, the rule was that I could see R-rated movies as long as I followed two rules: one, knowing that all the violence was fake, and two. Never repeat the language that I hear. Mm. However, even with those rules for most R-rated movies, there was a very short list of, of R-rated movies that I still could not watch even following those rules. <laughs> that was one of them. Yeah, it's, By the way, I, it's on HBO Max. You can correct that mistake. You know what I mean? Like, Basic Instinct is like borderline NC-17. I'm surprised yeah. it didn't NC-17. Like, yeah. I... Like I mean, there's there a like 17 a... version that Sharon Stone's lawyers were fighting because it's been released in 4K in Europe. Oh my and, god! And they've been fighting. 4K. Yes. You <laughs> 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 okay? Whoa! Yeah. Hey now. Let's put that on a big 85 inch. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, 
<laughs> it's like you're in yeah. the movie <laughs> or something. <laughs> oh man! Sorry, first thing that popped in my head was was European Vacation. Remember they stole the the video camera? Yeah, honey, you know I'm gonna erase this. And then they, well, I don't know where they were, like Italy or whatever, and she's on a billboard. It's like the wet hot wife. Oh, I remember so that first, European vacation. Yes, the so first thing I thought of, like, oh, oh yeah, it's no, where, what, what's it's that? Where, where it mainly remember? I don't know if you guys ever saw Loaded uh, National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon. Yes, yes, with Kathy Ireland, they like yes. she. They totally reenact and parody that. And then all yes. of a sudden it's like gratuitous beaver shot. And it's like yes. a beaver smoking a cigarette, yes. like an actual beaver. And it's just like, and everybody's like in their underwear. <laughs> so yes. And I love the fact that at the end of the film, when like the end of the film happens and stuff and everybody's like celebrating and stuff, the beaver pops up. And yeah, <laughs> dude, I remember, I remember really not talking about stuff that you didn't understand. Like as a kid, like I didn't really understand that. I didn't either. I went to go see loaded weapon one in the theater. Uh, and I don't know how I got away with that, but I did. Yeah. And, uh, and then the thing is like, I didn't understand half of it. Actually, you know, talking about like Robin hood men in tights, kind of the same yeah. thing. There was like, with like all those jokes and everything. Like, I didn't think I liked that movie for most of my life because I, I didn't understand, didn't understand. it when I saw it as a kid. And so, because I didn't understand half of it, I, I didn't think it was funny. Now I see it as an adult, and I'm like, yeah, that's great. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But didn't understand half that stuff. But yeah, the gratuitous beaver shot, like, what? What is it? Like, what is this? What does that even mean? mean? The, and then the, all of a sudden, yeah. He yeah, you know, it's like, just like, you know, right over your head, you know. But there's so many, there's so many jokes in those old spoof movies when you go back and watch them. Like, I'm talking about all the way back to the airplanes, your top oh, yeah. secret, oh, your hot shots, all that. And you just go, oh. I did totally just went right over my head when I was a kid. Now I understand of, all of this. The end of Men in Tights when they make Achu share the new sheriff of Nottingham and everyone goes, A black what? Sheriff? sheriff? And he's like, yeah. Why not? It worked in Blazing Saddles. Exactly. <laughs> and, and the first time I see the movie, I'm like, I don't well, know okay, what Blazing Saddles. But then you watch Blazing I, Saddles, I, and years later, and okay, now I get the joke totally. But that they all had in all those kinds of movies, they have like in jokes where, like, yeah, yeah. if you didn't see the previous movie, and it's worse with with Brooks because he's referencing his own shit, but like. <laughs> In, but it's, it's like, which he constantly does. I mean, even in Spaceballs, I watched that like a couple of when I was on my little vacation. We watched Spaceballs as a family just because we were like drunk and like, hey, let's watch Spaceballs. Cool. And like, it was just a fun, yeah. And when they do like the whole like, you know, the instant videos and like, he yes. literally goes through like his oh. whole filmography as he's trying to find mm -hmm. it. I mean, it's like, yes. yeah, it's so great. It's so great. I mean, but then you even watch when, when you watch Blazing Saddles, there's stuff in there where you kind of go on like, whoa. I mean, <laughs> you watch it now and you kind of go, oh, wow. Little, little, little thing. Two years ago, I watched Blazing Saddles for the first time. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I mean, I had had like I had seen bits and parts of it, but I'd never actually sat and watched it all the way through. So like I was I was home doing something one day and I was just like it was on TV uh, but it was on like a, a movie station. So it wasn't like it was, you know, there was no um, commercials or anything. So like, I watched it all the way through and uh, Tiffany was so proud of me because she, <laughs> she's hey, such a huge, oh, hey, uh, hey. Such a huge fan. And uh, hey, what's up, Ray? What's up, hey. Ray? How's it going? Uh, but yeah, so I was like, I was, I, I, I got through it and I was like, wow. Yeah. 
but but you're you are right though, Scott, uh, about because I keep telling Tiffany this because like Tiffany actually wants to watch uh, Basic Instinct, but like there's that whole you know thing with it, yeah. you know, and she's just like, do I really want to watch it? You know, whatever. It's actually, a legit, and I keep telling her, I'm like, look, thriller. I get it, I get it. There's really a bunch true. of there's a bunch of you know st- sex in there and everything, which she's she doesn't care about that necessarily, but. You know, uh, but it's just like, you know, to, to listen to people like that's all the movie is about. But li- literally, it's a really good movie. It's it really yeah, is. And a really good story. That was Paul Verhoeven. Like, this is the guy who directed like Robocop. Robocop, and- Total Recall, Recall Starship all those, Troopers. All those, all those great 80 minutes. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, no there's... showgirls, but, you know. Oh, God. Don't even. <laughs> that one doesn't even have, that one doesn't even have the <laughs> distinction of getting to be. That a good movie. That is just a, that that movie, is a hot steaming pile. I'm sorry. That movie. That movie was anybody who was a Saved by the Bell fan was like, yes. I get to see That's Jesse Spano yes. butt naked. Yes. Okay, yeah. I'm not, all set. It's not Tiffany Thiessen, but yeah, I'll take Jesse. Right, for I'll right, take right, Jesse. It, right, and it, and it, I'm not trying to be mean, but did it just feel like you know runner up? Yeah, <laughs> you wanted it. You wanted it to be Kelly. Well, of course. Was, of yeah, course. you wanted to be Kelly. Right? I, <laughs> yes, we so all now had. Now you're glad that it's not. Her, I mean, <laughs> going back, going back to our little like celebrity crushes, we all had crush on Kelly Kapowski. Come on, yes. no, it's funny. Want... I didn't have the crush through her for Kelly Kapowski. It was when she did like the strip tease and son-in-law with Pauly Shore, oh, like at the honky tonk. Look at you, and then of course you have son-in-law, which. You know, I even w- would say that one of my next crushes was Carla Gugino. Ooh, yeah. I mean, that's where I kind of started. Now, this one will date me a little Gugino bit. obsession I have, which I still have to this day. My God. This one will what? date me a little bit, but Aaron okay. Gray. Aaron Gray. Aaron Gray. Oh, okay. I, I, okay. You know what? It's funny you say that, Enosh, because I was, because when I was racking my brain, she mm-hmm. did come into, she did come into mind because I was like, yeah, Buck Rogers. Yep. Yeah. Ah, I've never yeah. seen Buck Rogers. That's why. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She, she was. She was the female lead on Buck. Rogers. She was also she the was. mom on Silver Spoons. Yes, she was the mom. Ooh, on Silver wow. That's that oh, oh, absolutely. And, and so, best. and then, and then, do you guys remember? You were talking about the early nineties. You guys remember the show Silk Stockings? Yes. Yes, I do. Anybody who was any kind of it, look, look, when you were, when you, it was a great time to be a teenage boy. Yeah. I'm just going to say yeah. that, like, yeah. you, would I know turn on, you would turn on regular television and there were women in lingerie all the time. All, it all over the place. It didn't, oh, matter, it was, it didn't matter if you were yeah. watching, you know, Married with Children, always somebody in a Melrose Place. Melrose Place. Melrose Place. Beverly Silk Hills, Scott, it was like a show every yeah. night that like had that it was silk stockings like a couple other ones that it like always was like girls in bikinis yeah. and and something and you know yeah. but uh mm-hmm. yeah uh I just she Aaron Gray came, came was on that show and she played a sex therapist on that show that was that got busted for like running a sex ring or something like that and so like through most of the episodes she's in like lingerie and stuff and it was funny because I used to do a radio show and my uh, my co-host was a, was like obsessed with with Aaron Gray. He just like loved her so much. And uh, and I went the, the, one of the first comic cons I ever went to. She was there, and I walked up to her and I just I, I introduced myself. There was nobody at her table there at the moment, and I just walked up to her and I said I said I have to say hello to you. I said first of all 
She is beautiful. She's one of those. She's one of those women's yeah. the women that women's. She's one of those women's. Uh, <laughs> one of those women that that like you know they haven't like done a lot you know to themselves like you know oh, yeah. she just she looked yeah. natural. She looked she and she just looked great. And I walked up to her and I said, I said, can I just shake your hand? She looked at me and I said, my friend Mike is going to crap himself if I go back and I tell him this hand touched Aaron Gray. (laughs) And she thought it was hilarious. Like, I I didn't say it in a weird way. You know, we just had a a moment where we kind of laughed about it. I was like, yeah. So she she held my hand and and we took a picture of it. And I just said uh, I said it to my friend Mike. I said, guess what? I just I just saw Aaron Gray. Yeah, she was, uh, well, she was something else, man. Well, and even in Buck Rogers, like if you, cause and, and Buck Rogers was, a, it was another Glenn Larson show, the same yeah. as the original, the Joe OG Battlestar Galactica. Same and, um, Night Rider. Yeah. Yeah. Night Rider? Yes. Holy crap. No, but I like, know Glenn Larson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. But, but like when you look at how they had her dressed, it wasn't skimpy, but it was always like, it was form fitting. It was form fitting, like, kind of like Leia. A little bit, I got more, but more, more. Well, form, there's one outfit that she wore that that's like identical to uh, uh, Padme's in Attack of it the Clones. That yes. white outfit with the silver, yes. silver uh, and, yes. puffs. Like and, and it, it's what she wore most of that show, most yeah. of the time when when, mm-hmm. when they were, yeah. Because it's a good. Sh- I I like the show. It's a classic. I got a I got a I got a good one. That's uh, you know, I I could even be like, you know, if. But I, I probably, you know, when it came to these movies that she was in, that maybe I developed the crush a little bit later. But Adrian Barbeau. Oh, yes. oh. yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. yeah. Fog, Escape from New York. I mean, let's face it. Swamp she was. Thing. Yeah. Swamp Thing. Yeah. She was pretty voluptuous. I mean, let's let's face it. So, the and then, and then like, of course, like the we grew up with her. I mean, it was weird. It was like a rewind to realize she's the voice of Selena Kyle in Batman: The Animated <laughs> Series. Yes, exactly. And I mean, it's just like there's just so much that she's like been in, like that we've you yes. know known. But I mean, like when it, when people like hear her name, you're like, huh? Who? And then you show, you go, oh, that's right, <laughs> her. Uh, her. You know, well, I, I mean, okay, so kind of in, along the same lines, and we've already brought up Verhoeven. Uh, I'll go ahead and bring up a uh, Rachel Tacoten, Melina. Mm-hmm. From Total Recall. Oh, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. She was yeah. great. I mean, yeah. there's a reason why you know he chose that her. Oh, he know? And, and, and I realized that, and it's funny because his other choice was Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. Yeah, no, that's what's, uh, that's what's funny. That's right. what's so funny is like you know his wife was that, but then he chose kind of like a little bit of an opposite, like like slightly like of you know. Yeah. But, you know, he was like, oh, yeah, let's get brunette. Let's get, you know, let's get this type right here. Yeah, and, and it's yeah. funny because then I'm thinking of, like, Starship Troopers. And, like, oh. and she's not the one who's who's featured in that film at all. But then you get, like, Denise Richards, who was, like, wild things. With, with sure. her and Nev Campbell yes. and Matt. But you know what? But you know what? Well, going back to the Starship Trooper, I like Dinah, uh, Dina. Dina Meyer. Yeah. Dina Meyer. I, Dina Meyer, I, I yes. liked her more. I liked yeah. I was like. D- like Diz, well, yes, and that was because 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 that was the thing is like, and this is part of, this is part of the, why it's a good movie again, Paul Verhoeven. But it's like Johnny wanted Carmen, but he belonged with Diz. Yeah, and, and, and Dina yeah. Maya was an interesting one because I, I mean I saw Starship Troopers first, but she didn't really click with me until she played Barbara Gordon in Birds of Prey. That's right. She was right. Barbara Gordon yes, in the Birds of Prey. She was. Yep. Right. 
Yep. Crazy. She's also been no. in Star. She was in Star Trek Nemesis. She was a Romulan in Star Trek wow. Nemesis. She was in mm-hmm. Johnny Mnemonic with Keanu Reeves. God, she was Johnny in one of the. Mnemonic. She was in one of the Saw movies too. She was in one of the Saw movies as well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now, going, going back real quick, like, uh, you know, I think one of you guys are kind of mentioning something about it, but um, you know, like with uh with that movie, like talking about like Sharon Stone trying to block like the 4K of uh of Basic Instinct, right? Yeah. It, mm-hmm. that that's one of those stories that like it, it really bug like it it not not what it is but it just like i don't know what to make out of that whole story about her like being upset at him for uh for the gratuitous you know beaver shot you know like her being mad and, and saying that she didn't know what that was i mean knowing things about movies like how you set up a shot how you how you have to go over things and and whatnot like I don't know, man. That's that's a yeah. really hard thing. I mean, like I could see her being mad about it afterwards, maybe like not wanting to, but like to say that she didn't know that it was going to happen. You're right. That she, that she didn't know that that shot was going to be in the movie. Didn't know that that's what the shot was. I mean, she st- with with I don't know, but like and especially the shot that it is. Like you got a camera aimed right up there, up and you're there, not wearing and, underwear. You're not wearing underwear. Yeah, I I, I don't ever want to tell somebody that like that. You know, like I I never want to be like the one to be like, okay, you know, I I don't believe you, whatever. But yeah, that's just no. a hard sell years afterwards for her to to hear that. I'm with like, you. Nobody knew, you know, that like that wasn't what's supposed to be the shot. When you realize how movies are made, yeah, and you got to set that whole shot. That's not an accident shot. That's like oh, we were I'm, across the room. We actually dude. got a shot up her dress. Like you know, I'm totally, know. I'm totally on. I'm I'm totally on like exactly what you're saying because when I heard about that too, or like I heard that Sharon Stone like slapped a director for yeah, that's that yeah, down, and I was like, how do you not know that that was supposed to be like when you're the one there, you know where the camera is, you're not wearing any undies, yep. and you do that. I mean. But at the same time, I'm like, it, it's just kind of funny. Like, yeah, I always was kind of suspicious about that, too. It was like, it was like, oh, yeah, did you have to just do the whole part of like, I didn't know, you know, doing this whole thing. But I'm like, I don't know. But at the same time, that 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 role really just like, you know, Sharon Stone just fucking launched. Well, and, really. and here's the other weird thing. Like, so like, why would you have a pro- I mean, that's not it's not like that's the only shot of her naked in the film no from, from the waist naked down a lot <laughs> yeah i mean from the waist down she's naked a lot also in that film yeah. so it's not like that's just like the one shot of her naked and you know from the waist yeah. down so i don't know it's just always been a weird one of those weird stories yeah hearing about how she slapped him and like all this stuff and i'm like i'm like nah i just when, i when, i don't when, buy, i don't buy it I don't when, buy when it. i hear stories like that the first thing that pops into my head was i hope that that's all that happened because yeah. in hollywood like the history of Hollywood, historically speaking, yeah. If there's one skeleton, there's like fifty others, and I just <laughs> hope that there aren't. I hope there aren't fifty others. I really, I really hope that there isn't another moment down the road where somebody else that was a producer on the film is exposed. And oh, this is this is what happened. This is why she said whatever. I really hope that's not the case. I really hope it was just this. That's yeah. that's the first thing I think of whenever a story like this comes up. Please don't be worse. Please don't be worse than than her just being upset at that. I mean, but at the same time, like I said, like Sharon Stone became that actress, that sexy actress that when you yep. saw her in a movie, I mean, like there was many other movies, sexual thrillers and whatever the Sliver. hell. 
Yes, oh, you. Sliver. the yeah. specialist. Remember the specialist? The specialist. The, the, that, was, yeah, that was, dude. That movie was fucking. Oh man, that's it, a it, fucking nineties movie. It, it, it's it's one of it, it's like one of those where like they had a it, shower it, scene. Yeah, yeah the ever, shower scene. Yeah, with her and Sylvester. Yeah. The, the, mm-hmm. If you ever look at like Sly's filmography and wonder what could make them, what could put Demolition Man on the level of Rocky, <laughs> the specialist. <laughs> pushes demolition man up so high on the list <laughs> because it's a useless movie in my opinion and specialist the yeah, specialist it's, it's it's you know it's what there's something about movie. that movie that like i mean it's again pure 90s thriller and it was yes. just like and then you had james wood who was in a fucking nutcase in that movie because it's James Woods. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, let's face it. I mean, any time you see James Woods and you're like, oh, we're in for a fucking treat here because it's going right, to be a little like, Looney Tunes. But, but like, but, but, you know, juxtapose that with the other movie those two were in, Casino. Yeah. And, oh, it's like, yeah. and it's like night and day. It's like, oh, it, and in Casino, it's like, okay, I mean, he's a fucking disgusting Lothario in that movie too. He's awful. Yeah. But like it, yeah. that's one of those cases where I was actually encouraging the mob beating. Yes, please, Ace, have your boys beat <laughs> the shit out of him. Please. Now, did you see? Every have, any of you that seen, uh, have any of you seen? Oh, Rebecca De Mornay. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> I'm sorry, I was going to say something completely different, and I saw Jason's I like comment pop up, like, "Oh, oh yes, yes. oh, oh yes. that's right." I forgot about her. Oof. And I saw the Three Musketeers before oh, her. Business. Okay. Oh my God, Three Musketeers. Okay, let, can we all agree that when it comes to Three Musketeers, like live action movies, that's the best one. With, that's the I, best I, one. Yes, Keeper with, I, I, with uh, yeah, with, with Charlie Sheen. With I'd have to uh, watch. Platt, I'd have to watch know, all God. of them and then get back to you and that. No, yeah. dude. I mean, you you don't have you're, to watch. You don't have to watch the. You don't have to watch the Paul W S Anderson ones. You did the one you don't. Paul have. W S Anderson made one. Yeah, yes, he, made, he, did. he made one with a flying ship okay. with Mila. It's got Mila Jovovich, but it's Wait, it's what? so bad. Yeah, it's so bad. Yeah. Anyway, okay. I'm I, saying, I, yeah. yeah. I yeah, mean, no. basically, you I mean, two- I mean, yeah, you have the classic three musketeers. Sure. Like you can, you know, enjoy that. But for some reason that that 90s, that early 90s version was so good. It was so good because the uh, the other one would be like the Richard Lester ones with like Michael York. Like, yeah, like yeah, you do, that's what you I was do, saying. Well, yeah, you do those. Scott, Scott's favorite director, Richard oh, Lester. Shut up. Yes, I know. <laughs> I, oh, God, no. There's there's a reason that I'll actually rank Superman 4 over Superman 3. So, um, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Ray we, and I we, talked we, about we've this. We've talked oh, about this. No. We've talked no. about this. We've talked about this. We have. Oh, we've man. Had, that's the kind of we actually, well, we, we just, we just the... did a back-to-back in the same day, and we did it the same day because uh, we did a watch party for the three-hour uh, uh, television version of Superman the movie. And then we did, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it, you know, like it, it was, it was what it was, but you know, it's like I right. said, I, I think I prefer the, the special edition, the special edition better just because yes. there were things in there that I'd never seen before. But of course, then there were like moments of the movie where it's like, how long can I watch a car just drive? Like, <laughs> right. Like that's not really adding anything to the film. It's just adding time at this point, uh, just right. watching a car drive. Uh, but no, we watched uh, the Donner cut, which honestly, I'm really not a fan of. 
I am not a fan of the Donner cut. And I know Scott that's a hot take. Scott and I have take. talked about know, that, too. Scott and I, yeah, we, we've had this conversation I know before. it's a hot take for a lot of people, but I'm just not a fan of the Donner cut. I'm glad it got made. I'm glad that people are able to see it. But I just I, – I don't think it brings anything better to the table. And I, honestly, it removes some of the greatest moments in Superman 2 for me that – I just can't forgive. Like, I'm sorry, but like to not have Superman fly up at the at the Daily Planet and say, "Excuse me, General, would you no, come step like outside?" I agree you with you. Right. No, we, I, no, you no, throw we, the rest I, of it out. No, I don't we, care. We, like, dude, I, when, oh, yeah. when we reviewed it, Enosh, I brought that up. I I told Scott, I'm like, that is criminal. You can't. Yeah, it just is. Right. I, and honestly, you. I agreed with you. As someone who would rather watch the Donner cut, I'm sorry. I agree. The better line is general. Would you please, would you care to step yeah, outside? Just, That's the well, better well, line. And, and the other thing, the other thing that I don't, the other thing that I don't like about, and, and here's the thing, because we, we were just going to have the Donner cut that day. We took a Saturday and we, we did the watch party. We did it on Twitch and we watched, you know, we watched it, you know, and it was able, people who had never seen the Donner cut were able to watch the Donner cut. And it was cool. But we got done and the question started coming up about which is better. So we literally took like an hour off, came back and watched the theatrical right after. And, Doing so, we, we had a fresh comparison between the two movies, and the consensus was, you know, and it wasn't just because it was influenced by me. Like, I asked everybody, I said, now, you guys tell me what you guys think. And the consensus was, was that the theatrical was just a better movie. It was, it was better put together. There's so many things in the Donner cut that don't make any sense at all. Like at all, like, I mean, and then there's just better parts, like, like with the, with the, the, uh, the two sheriffs, for example, who come up on Zod and Ursa and Nan, right. And in the, in the Lester cut, they're in the sheriff's car, you know, they're in their squad car and they come up and they're talking. There's this little, you know, this little exchange. Yeah. It's, it's humor. But you know, the one guy says, uh, the, the deputy says, you know, like, hi, I can't have fish. And he's like, oh, you can have anything you want. You know, they got a wide selection and stuff. And you, you establish like this little banter between them. So by the time I hate them, but you can hate that. And, And I get that. I get the hate it. But honestly, that little bit of banter, that's actually just really silly banter sets up for those two characters i know they're not a big part of the movie but it's to me it sets up those two characters then for when the deputy gets out of the car and starts having an exchange because otherwise literally you just jump right into them and they literally just pull up on them and there's nothing and then the other thing that i don't like is well there's a couple things but um i don't like the the um just the the splicing of of the uh, you know additional footage put in there like it kind of takes me out of it Uh, but then, but then like the movie itself doesn't make sense because if the ending is that Superman flies back in time and does the, the Superman one ending, right? Right. And he flies back around and undoes everything. The problem with that then is none of those things happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. It doesn't fix anything. So, so then it makes Superman look even more like a jerk because they leave in him going to the diner and like manhandling the trucker and that means that the trucker never had an exchange with clark kent the trucker (laughs) never beat up clark kent so superman is just a vindictive dick i just goes and goes like punch me in the stomach and and this is the christopher reeve you know the the the, the this is christopher reeve and that's already a scene that i love i love that scene but it's already a problematic scene if you're trying to say like when i hear people who like try to compare cavill you know cavill's just just you know uh, you know, dour and, you know, he sucks and he like, he's, you know, like what he does in with the truck, you know, wrapping the guy's truck around the, the stuff, he you know, ruined that truck yeah, he, source he, of income. He, yeah. He did all this mean things. Truck. I'm like, like, 
Christopher Reeves Superman threw a guy through a pinball machine. Like in real life, that guy's got <laughs> yeah. a concussion. He, you can I'm see like, his, his head's all going all over the place, and like, and he's got probably last. Cavill, he, yeah. he was reluctant. Yeah, he, right. so, he had a beer so, port on his head. But yeah. it makes makes even less sense then Damn. because because yeah. then that change it. never happened. None mm-hmm. of that stuff ever. There's so many things that make reference afterwards that like don't really make sense then. Like, so why is that there? So, so what, what, what we had said in uh, Schle- and it was me, we, it was me, you, and Tim that did because uh, we, we did all the Christopher Reeve Superman movies, we, yeah. we, and that includes Superman Returns because it is it it counts. Superman it does count. counts, sure. But like I the consensus, I remember the consensus that we came because I think Superman Two might have been our longest review because we had a lot to talk about between the two versions because we, we reviewed I, both versions at the same time. We yeah. did, and so they're both on our list, and so I think the consensus that like we came to was the best version of Superman two has parts of both because I hear you on the humor. Like Scott doesn't dig the humor stuff. I hear you on that. Sure. The other thing that Scott and I disagree with is he likes the Jor-El part. I, I still prefer the jor I still yeah. prefer it to be Lara. I, I still do. very much I prefer, prefer it to be, to be Lara. Lara. Yeah. And I had a very, I'm not going to go into it in, the, in detail, but I had a very logical reason for why I prefer it to be Lara. But the other thing is, the third act, specifically everything that happens from like, you know, like when they get back to the Fortress of Solitude, I like that better in the Diner Cut than I do in the Lester Cut because there's no stupid cellophane ass. And no, it's, there's no there's no silly <laughs> fighting. And the the banter between like Zod and Superman and everybody is just better written and better performed. Like the third act of the movie to me is like better in the Diner Cut. Oh, and I also yeah. like... The get rid of the amnesia kiss. I hear what you're saying about the end oh, of the diner yeah. cut, but the amnesia kiss. The I like how in the diner cut, she's not a an emotional wreck. She looks at him and goes, "I understand. I can't have you because you belong to the world, and I am willing to accept that." That see, to me, see, I don't know, more, man. I don't know. I, I like the emotion. I liked, and it was actually one of the things that everybody like in the chat and and even who watched the film. Like and a couple people even reluctantly like watching it back to back. They even said like the emotion that she expresses over him because otherwise it's just like, oh, well, OK, I guess I can't have you. So, oh, well, like, you know, and it's like we'll go back to life as normal or whatever, you know, like and she doesn't it doesn't have the the grip on you. We're like in those scenes, man, the two of them have such good chemistry. Like I know that it's, it it may be silly to to kiss somebody and and wipe their mind or whatever, but but honestly, that's like one of those like silly things that it's like I can totally overlook for the chemistry that they have in that scene. Oh, by the way, there's one more thing that really bugs me about the film: orange juice, orange juice. <laughs> in the theatrical version, they establish at the beginning when she's smoking her cigarette and stuff, and she's talking yes. about how like what are you doing? I'm crushing oranges, or I'm making orange juice because I read an article that said. Uh, if you drink, get a thousand milligrams of vitamin C a day, you yeah, never get sick. Right. And he's like, well, there are pills. And she goes, ah, pills. And she's got her cigarette. And she goes, ah, you know, modern way to do things, you know, th- this way it's natural. And I get my exercise. Right. And so then throughout the rest of the film, they keep talking about orange juice, which I Wait. hate. I'm just okay. But hold, on, but hold on. <laughs> hold on. At Niagara Falls and Niagara Falls, he goes to oh. get hot dogs. And then, he, and then she goes, oh, and Clark. And he turns around and goes, I know, I know. Orange, orange juice, juice. freshly <laughs> squeeze, and he goes and gets yes. it right. And then later on, here's the problem with that: in the Donner version, 
they do all the callbacks, but not the setup. Right. They didn't set the setup. The setup is not there. That whole thing about her talking about the orange juice is not even in the film. So every time afterwards, we, because we, it became a joke. Like we're watching and we're like, how does he even know about orange juice? How does he yeah. like other than that? Like he just knows that they never set Superman. it up. I know, yeah. but they never set up the joke. So every time right. he turns around and goes, "Orange saying. juice, freshly squeezed," like it's like now yeah. it like sticks out like a sore thumb. Literally, I guess with him crushing it or whatever. I don't know, but it just <laughs> it, it, yeah, it just it, it it doesn't set it up. Yeah, but yeah, see, and 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 I'm with you on that, and like the the. Scott likes the reveal that they put back where like she tried to jump out of the window in the Daily uh, Planet and all and, 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 and the gun thing later with the with the, the, the footage that you were yeah. talking about the spliced in. I like the Niagara Falls reveal better. Like we, we really did have and it, it was cra- it was yeah. funny because it was one of the first episodes of Squadcast movies that we did, so I wasn't sure that Scott liked me. After doing that review, I know I'm looking at Scott's face right now, and I'm thinking, nah, he might not like me. I was like, I was like, this, this is probably the last time Scott is ever going to want to talk to me. Oh, <laughs> that was that's a funny thought. Now it is. Very no, I wanted, so. I wanted to watch it. I, I really did. But guess I re- what? Guess what? This is the beauty of it. Both versions of the movie exist. Exactly. And we exactly. can watch whichever version we want. And trust me, the, when I watched the Lester cut for that review, mm-hmm. that was literally the first time I'd watched the Lester cut since the Donner cut came, came out. out. And I re- and watching it made me go, and this is why I just watched the Donner cut. And I kept on right. going. Yeah, now, which right. Donner cut do you like? Because apparently there's an update to it. Is I was unaware of this. Yeah, I did not know this either. Apparently, I have the first one. I have, I have like the OG yeah. release. Yeah, that's what because it's in this because I I got mine. Uh... Yeah, Scott, the one you have is the one that came out with Superman Returns. Yeah, right? yeah. that that's yeah. the one I got that came in this silver yeah, in yeah. The silver tin. So that's the version yes. that I've got. That's the, also the only version of Superman Returns that I have is what was in here. Uh, so uh so we watched that one but it was funny because as we were watching it because we set it up two ways we kept the youtube channel going so that we could give our commentary on it right so the people could always go back to it if they have the movie they could watch it and then we just did it on twitch so people could watch the film along with us live and uh and it was funny because i didn't even know that there was an updated version and when we're getting ready to start somebody goes well for the people watching at home enosh you should probably you know tell everybody which version you're watching and i'm like there's two versions of the Donner cut. I had no idea. Apparently there's like one that's like a little bit, I think, I think it's a little bit longer, like not mm. by much, but it's enough that like, if they're watching at home, it would kind of throw it off or whatever. And so like, I can't remember what they said. It was like 2000. Gosh, was it 2014? What's different? What did they I have? don't know. I don't know. I've never even heard of it, but somebody mentioned really? it. That's why I was thinking maybe if you're, if you're, you know, if you're a daughter, first I've heard of it. That, that no, maybe you I've know not, because I've yeah, never all, heard of this at all. Yeah, we're all kind of just, I, I, I don't know. One. Wow. But yeah. they, but they, but whoever it was dropped like a bunch of information about it. Uh, in fact, I want to say it was integrity. Uh, you know, integrity 101 is in like a lot of these chat stuff. Like he's, he's a huge oh, I know Superman 2 yeah. buff. In fact, I guess he's got his own cut of Superman two, uh, mm. that uh, or, or or is it that he cut Superman one and two together as like one? Because that was the film? way Mario Puzo yeah. originally wrote it. Yeah, yeah. And so right. I think Integrity one hundred and one said that he had edited both together 
and so, uh, but he was, he had mentioned, I mean, cause he had like all this knowledge of Superman too. And I was like, wow, that's cool. And Superman actually, when we watched, cause he was there for both. Uh, and so he mentioned the fact that like, yeah, that there's this second version of it that I had never even heard of. So. Interesting. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Yeah, huh. that's that's cool because that was actually my my final when uh, when uh, geek Ver, uh, when geekverse uh, cast did their charity uh, trivia show last year and I actually got to write the questions. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine me writing DC trivia questions. Oh uh, man, Jesus, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I remember you. It's were a whole night of nobody answered anything. He, he, <laughs> he, he, he first one to answer wins. He was running some of them by me, and I was like. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, like, what? Yeah. These are some cracking questions. <laughs> oh, no, I busted some balls majorly. Because <laughs> actually, my last question was actually, I think I do I still have them? Because this Hard was. Boiled it and brings up a good point, too, that I didn't even think of. Like, Clark not noticing that she shot a blank when nothing bounced off of him. Yeah, that's true. I always, I always just kind of assumed that, like, he just didn't feel it. So that, that was my head <laughs> cannon. Okay, I get it. So to like it, we have to be in Scott's brain. No. <laughs> it's a scary place, but it all makes sense. But we'll have all this knowledge to answer all these questions. Okay, here we go. So here's the here was the final question I wrote. It was okay. great because it was funny watching people squirm like you fuckers need to watch more movies. Okay, um, Superman the movie featured several previous Academy Award winners, both on and off camera. Two individuals had won Oscars for the same movie. Who were they? Mm. Wow. That's pretty. Wait, read that again. Okay. <laughs> Superman the movie featured several previous Academy Award winners, both on and off camera. Two individuals had won Oscars for the same movie. I'm gonna Who guess, were they? I'm going to guess one of them was... Uh, Hackman? Uh, uh, no. I'm, I was going to guess one of them was... Um, uh, what's his name? Jarrell. Uh, Brando. 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 Is one yeah. of them Brando? But remember, the question is, two individuals had won Oscars for the same movie. Yeah. So you get you gotta give me two answers. Like I, I know, but I'm just guessing is one of them Brando. Yes, one of them is Brando. One of them is Brando. And then my, my gosh, my guess would either be would either be Hackman or um, uh, no, it wouldn't or, be Hackman. No, it wouldn't be Hackman. Uh, is uh, no. what about what's his name? Uh, who played uh, Otis? Uh, oh, Beatty. Beatty. Huh. What were that, they? That probably. Because I'm trying to think. Of who, well, wait a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. What about? Uh, uh, okay. Who fucking? Oh, God damn it! Sorry. <laughs> There's this guy. What's his name? Who played Perry White? Yeah, I know. Oh, That's Cooper, what I was thinking. Cooper. I was like, who played Perry White? Cooper, Damn it. Uh, Cooper, Jackie Cooper. Jackie Cooper? Yeah. Were they in a film uh, together? Of course. Of course, we, here, you know, we the can the hit problem. the internet. He can, you we can guys hit are not paying attention to the question that wait, I asked. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, say it again. Okay. Say it okay. again, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is how I, this is how I screwed See? people. So he's uh-huh. like, he's being the Riddler right now. Mm-hmm. I am being yes, Riddler. Okay. Listen to the question I actually asked. Okay. Superman the movie featured several previous Academy Award winners, both on and off camera. The two Uh, individuals had won Oscars for the same movie. Who were they? On and off camera. So one's an off camera. Oh, okay. So then who was, hang on. Then that, then that means 
wait a minute. And you're and you're searching it. The point is like you, yeah. you're yeah yeah you would you you wouldn't know that just yeah yeah. Well, but you'd have to. But who was on and off camera? Well, obviously you got Brando. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, think about it. What was Brando's one? big? What was his Academy Award winner? Well, it was well, Godfather, Godfather, wasn't right? it? Right. Yeah. Puzo. Yeah, Puzo. Who's the one for best adapted screenplay? Who's the one for best adapted screenplay? Yes, that's okay. Okay, that that is a that is a real dirty pool question. (laughs) It was a dirty question, yeah, but yeah. We had we had people like Chuck was like Puzo, and he's like Puzo, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Now here here's something that I just that I just realized for the first time this week. This is a Superman thing that I just realized for this week. Obviously, the Superman movies. And uh, Star Wars share a lot of different actors. Mm-hmm. Okay, a lot of them, right? I did not realize that Porkins was in Superman 4. <laughs> yes, he's the cop! You didn't know that. You <laughs> didn't no, know that. He's yeah. not the cop. No, you know, no, he's Superman a, 4. No, no, no. He's, four. You know, he's, he's one of the he's one dealers. Of the, he's, He's, he's one, one of the dealers. Dealers, yeah. dealers. Yeah. He's yes. one of the arms yes. dealers. And, 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 and what and else was a, it? There was something else I found out that, that he was in couple, this week. A couple years later, he was Eckhart. In, yes, uh, it was in Batman. Batman. I knew that. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh my gosh! I know. Guess who else he is? Guess who else he is? Top men. Yes, he's in Razor Lost Dark. Yes, yes. Because I saw this whole thing about him. Wow. Like, wait a second. And like, I felt like I was screaming at my screen the whole time, going, "Wait, I didn't know that." Yes, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. How in the heck did I not know all that w- about freaking Porkins? William yeah. William Hootkins <laughs> was his, was his real name. That Lord. he was he's he's been Jeez. in a ton of shit that we've all seen. Oh, I know. I knew. I knew about the movies. Now it's going to be totally. I did different. not know about Raiders. I did not know. Yeah, about yeah. Raiders. I knew about Raiders. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I knew about. I just want to ask you guys these questions. Let's see. Here, here. Okay. Uh-oh. Here's one. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh boy. I feel like oh, I got boy. one. I didn't look it up. I so I you know I feel like I'm going to give myself I'm going to give myself that first one. Okay. <laughs> Who was the first actor to play Superman on the big screen? Oh, okay, so that's um, a trick question. That's a trick question. Yeah, I'm sure it's this a trick question. A trick it's question. not, not going to be. Uh, it, it wasn't it like a. Cause, are, cause did you say the big screen? I said the big screen. Yeah, because I was wondering if it was going to be like a commercial or something. But, you know, wasn't like, Mole Men re- released on the big screen before? Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, George Reeves. S- Super- no, no uh, that, that is Reeves. George, yeah, George, Superman, George, Superman yeah, the George Moment is George Reeves. Uh, what's his name? Um, it, is, is, are you going by the mir- the movie ser- serials with Kirk Allen? Uh, Kirk Allen. Big oh, screen. C, I said C, big screen. Okay, C, yeah. yeah. C. Okay, I, I, was thinking, I, cause I was trying to think it was be good. I was, I was trying to get in your head. I was thinking maybe that there was like something I wasn't aware of that maybe that maybe like an episode of that started off with one person that I just didn't know, but I'm like, no, it's got to be Kirk uh, Allen. No, that, like, that, I was going Kirk Allen, but the point was I said big screen. That, it was it was a movie serial. It was on the big screen. Yeah, yeah, okay. Two two, baby. If he asked the same two. question about Batman, the correct answer would be Lewis Wilson. Exactly. <sighs> okay. Asshole. Lewis Wilson was what? Lewis Wilson was wasn't it like a commercial or something? No, that was the forty three serial, the really racist one. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here we go. Here, let's let's see if you guys can do any better. So far, so far, Enosh is Enosh is like oh, kicking yeah. your asses, guys. So come on. <laughs> uh, okay, 
which DC film made the first ever reference outside of its specific characters franchise? Batman Forever. You're correct, wow. sir. Yes, thank you. Oh, Metropolis. Dude, I was like, bam. I was like, that was the first one. Because when that happened, everybody was like, oh, he's he said Metropolis. He said Metropolis, guys. It's happening. You know? Yeah, I remember that. I remember yeah. that so vividly because it was like he like bruce wayne literally said the circus should be halfway to metropolis, metropolis right now, now. And it was like, yeah. oh yeah okay yeah. yeah what academy award was the first awarded to a dc film oh crap we've talked about this it's gotta be superman right for uh... vfx Yes, special achievement. Oh, it, special achievement. Batman Award for visual effects. I was yeah. about to say. Okay. I was like, I'm mean, like, I mean, like, I mean, literally, the tagline was like, "You will believe a man, a man can, can fly." fly. Oh right. man! My my problem yeah. is, I'm sitting here trying to think of like, like, I'm I'm actually, I think, I think it's having because that was the that was like the the go to answer would be effects for Superman the movie, and but that was like, nah, it can't be that. <laughs> yep, right. Yeah, right. Like, like, Scott's got to be messing with us. It's got to be like power. some like yeah. no name like like uh, award. So now like, we're, we're two and two. Best guy who made a ham a sandwich from craft services uh. that day. Yeah, you know. All right, keep going, Scott. You know, yeah, I'm not going to get it. You know, I'm not going to answer a single one of these fucking questions. You know that. Right? <laughs> no, it's you know, gonna I'm not going to a single one of them. <laughs> okay. Uh. In Batman 1989, where does Jack Napier have his accident that transforms him into the Joker? Access chemicals. There you go. You got there one. You go. I didn't. I didn't answer quick. I was like Ray. Go ahead. Yeah, you, you had it. It's, it's, it's just funny because it's funny because it should be Ace, Ace chemicals. chemicals. Yeah, Ace. Like yeah, now yeah. we're gonna make an Axis chemical. Yeah, no, that was that was part of the trickiness of that question. Okay, so we're yeah. two, two, and one. All right. <laughs> two actors from another non-film comics franchise both appeared in Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. What iconic roles did they play? Say Jimmy that Olsen. again. Sorry. Yeah. And um, oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Mm. I know. Wait, wait. Say, say the question again. Wait, say the okay. question again. Two actors from another non-film comics franchise both appeared in Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. What iconic roles did they play? Two oh, uh, yeah. actors from a non-comic franchise. No, right? a non-film film comics oh, franchise. Oh, okay. oh, television. Oh, wait, non-film. Oh, well, that's that's a deep one, right? That's a it, that appeared in BVS. That appeared in BVS. Uh... wow. Hold on, hold on. So, so they're DC characters, but not on film. No, he said not, comics, no. but not on film. DC Comics. Oh, no, no, no. I said no, two actors. Said two actors. Another non-film comics franchise. Both appeared in Batman v Superman, Dawn of What iconic roles did they play? In BVS. Correct. Like, Wait, what iconic what, roles in wow. BVS did they yes. play? Yes. Wait, what role? The role. So the iconic roles are in BVS, not yes. in would, would one Would one be uh, uh, Perry White? No. Well, oh, 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 because that was because because I mean, that was film, wasn't it? Like his other role was. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. (laughs) Wow. This one's like this one's like boggling my mind. I'm like, wait. So two actors that were in non comics French. Wait, say say the question again. Sorry. (laughs) 
<laughs> this is the beauty of writing a question. <laughs> Two actors from okay. another non-film comics franchise both okay. appeared in BVS. What now, account roles did they Let play? me ask you this. Let me ask you this. You said non-film. Non-film. Do you mean do you mean actually theatrical movies or like live action? You're not saying live action. No, I'm not saying live action. It's not what I said. So then oh, that would be okay. so then that would be then, then that would be Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen, right? No? Wouldn't, it be, <laughs> wouldn't it be Amy Adams though? Because Amy Adams was in Smallville. She was in Smallville, and then uh, what's his name Ooh. was. Uh, uh, Dude, I'm I'm what's his I, name I, was in there? Oh wait, or was no was he in BVS? Hold on, was he in BVS or yeah. <laughs> Oh god, just Zack Snyder's Justice League or BVS? Like that's a there's so, a game. So uh, I'm, I'm saying like you're probably right on Amy Adams, apparently. Um yeah, I, I'm I'm at a loss. I, I mean Thomas Amy Adams and Martha Wayne. Uh, oh, Diane Lane. Uh, Diane no. Lane was no oh. Wayne. Thomas, oh, 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 you're talking about you're talking about uh, Jeffrey oh, Dean Morgan and Laura Cohen from The Walking oh, Dead. Oh, dead. oh dear oh, God! Dead. Unbelievable! Oh, Unbelievable! Good Lord! Good wow. Lord. I'm disappointed in all of you. Well, but hold on, Amy, oh, Amy Adams would have qualified. I don't watch. Show. I've seen the pilot of The Walking Dead, and that's it. <laughs> Amy Adams would have qualified for that, though. But, but the point uh, was that the, the way the question was, they had to have two actors that both came from the same franchise. That's oh. true. See, that's oh, okay. that, that's, that's, that's what question. I was missing. That's what I was missing. That's what I was missing. Okay. Okay. Jeez. Okay. So no one got that one. Okay. Which actor has been included in three different DC movies in three different roles? Which actor? Damn. Which actor has been... John Glup? No, not movies. Say it again? I was, Which I was actor has been included in three different DC movies in three different roles? Well, it, David Desmolchin. Yes. Uh, at the time this question was written, that wouldn't, that wouldn't have been an option. But it uh, is now. It is now. You know, <laughs> it you're, is you're now because of the Suicide Squad, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, but then again, that, hmm, that wouldn't. Gamma, this, was like last, this was last year. Yeah. So. yeah. Three okay, different, okay, okay. Okay, so three different. Three it's, different. Not, it's, not, it's not Glover three, because. Three is it Glover? It's not Glover because I thought hard. I was thinking Glover, but the thing is, I can't wait. Wait, hang on. I think is it Glover? It, maybe it is Glover because Batman he was and, in Batman and Robin. Batman Robin Shazam, Shazam. But what What's else? The third one. What's the third one? Whoa, 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 whoa! Was it? It's Glover. No, it's not. Is Glover. it Glover? It's not it's Glover. Not Glover. Okay. He was no. only in two. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're talking about three uh, an actor who has been in three different. DC films, right? Correct. Film, film, films in three different roles. In three different roles. Glover's got two, right? Glover has two. Is it? Is it? Is it? What's his name? Who plays the original Jimmy Olsen? I mean, I know he's been in two. I'm like trying to figure McClure? out. The huh? McClure. 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 Uh, is it McClure? Well, well okay. So this oh, could be a technical question. This could be a technical question. Where it could be McClure <laughs> because, yes, he played Jimmy Olsen. He plays the cop in Zack Snyder's Justice League, but he also plays a different cop in uh, 
and, and, I, did, and I didn't go League. there. I did go there. I okay, like didn't go oh, there. Oh, I'm just saying. I like the way you're oh. thinking, but that's not how I play. That, that, that would have been very diabolical of you had you made. Yes, it would have. Because he, play, yeah, he plays different characters. Yeah, he does play. He he does <laughs> he, play three. He different is a completely different character you, in both movies. That's, that's a golf clap, Enosh. That is a golf clap. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, dear God. Um, it's not what's his name who played the wizard in Shazam. Because he was also in in uh, Aquaman, but I can't think of the third one that he'd be oh, in. Oh, Jaman Hansu. Yeah. Um, oh, what? It is him. Is it him? It is him because he's in Shazam. He's in Aquaman, and he's in Constantine. He's Papa Midnight in Constantine. Ah! Oh, good. Actually, that I'm going to. I'm going to. That wasn't my answer, but you're correct. Yeah, that's okay. not the answer. We're finding all kinds of holes in this one. No, that, no that's a good one. You, you, congratulations. We've got three different answers that aren't the answer. No, no, Ray is the one that I'm going to accept. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a point, Ray. Even it's not my answer. I'm that's giving you good. a point. That's good. Uh, my all answer right. was Patrick Wilson. Oh, he was the president. Night Owl, the president, and oh, and then Watchmen, and, and, and Notion Master. Yes, ah, there you go. There you go. Damn it, that's a good one. That's a good that question. A good like but that. I'm giving Ray a point because he totally called me on that one. So that, that was very yeah. good. Yeah, well, that's I, good. That's good. Okay. Yeah, but I helped. I helped. I had the you assist. <laughs> I had yes. the assist. Yes, give me the assist. I threw the ball up there and, and okay. for so an alley oop. Two and, and a half, boom. two and one and a half. Is that how we're scoring this? Yeah, now? I guess, yeah, I, guess so I got a half one for that one. All right. Yeah, I okay. helped because and I was like, clap. Oh. I got a half and a golf clap. Yeah, I, forgot, I forgot he was in Constantine, but I was like, he yes. was in two other movies. Yeah, he was. <laughs> that's that's very yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, which theatrically released DC film began production as a direct video movie? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, nope. No. <laughs> we, we, no. Okay, say that again. Which theatrically released DC film began production as a direct-to-video movie? Uh, oh, uh, was it um, Jonah Hex? No. No. Okay. It's got to be one of those kinds, right? One of those. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, like, I was trying to think, like, what came out in the 90s? Yeah. Steel? Or... No, Steel. Steel didn't come out. Steel. Did Steel come out theatrically? It yeah, was theatrically. Yes. Yeah, it was yeah. theatrical. Steel was theatrical yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, okay. why? I don't know. <laughs> what uh, movie start? Like, wow, it, it was going to be direct to video, but it got released theatrically. DC movie. Fuck. Yes. Jesus I don't remember Christ. that one. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I give. I don't know. I'm not even going to try. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Dave, Dave, Dave's trying. Catwoman? Oh no! Wait a minute. No. Wait a minute. No. Wait a minute. Please do not tell me that this is a curve with Mask of the Phantasm. It is. There you go. Oh, oh, because Ray. Mask of the Phantasm job, was theatrically released, yeah. but it's animated. Wow! So. Yeah. Good job, Ray. Good job. Okay. Right. I was like, I was like, it has to be something in the '90s. God damn it! And you're right. <laughs> well, you were right. That well, wasn't amazing. there we go. We are. We are like. Ti- we're tied up. We're tied up. Okay. Okay. What 2006 DC film? Included two actors who each would later appear in two different MCU. Superman films Returns in 2011. Wait, say that again. <laughs> Wait, what, what 2006 DC film included two actors 
who each would later appear in two different MCU movies in 2011. Okay, in 2011, the two MCU movies were Thor and Captain America, the first Avenger. So. Wow. So so what did I I have the MCU listing and that's just in my head. I know what the two actors did. Did one of did one of the did they actually both appear in an MCU movie that year? That's what I'm saying. They appeared. You saw that person. Yes. It was not. It was not a. a I've had too much class. See, 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 the tricky part is. I mean, I can think of actors from Thor and from. First Avenger, I can't think of what DC movie they would have been in. They're in the same okay, DC so movie obviously, in 2006. So obviously, okay, in 2006, that's when uh, Superman Returns came out, right? It is. Yep. Yes. So it it's got to be people in there that were in a MCU movie in 2011. So uh, that's where I'm like, I'm like, who the f- Marsden wasn't in either of those. No, he was not. Because he, cause he was done. Not Spacey, not Ralph, not, not Wins. Man, you're going deep, Scott, with that one because it's like, who? There's probably going to be some like, uh, it's I mean, probably going to be like, are we sure there wasn't be like DC- henchman number two? Are, are we sure there wasn't another DC movie that came out in 2006? Probably. <laughs> I but but that's the only one that that's why I said Superman yeah. returns. Oh shit! Well, that's why I asked because because when did Jonah Hex come out? I mean, I know I answered that for the last one, but that was uh, that was what's his name who ended up playing. Uh, uh, You're talking about Brolin? Whoa! Brolin. Yeah, yeah, Whoa. but that would have been yeah, but that would have been way but further. That, yeah. Yeah, no, I guess yeah. Are you talking? Oh, I think are you getting really technical? Wait. When the fuck did V for Vendetta come out? Thank oh, you, Dad. Natalie Portman. Ah, Natalie, yes. Portman. Oh. Natalie yeah. Portman and Hugo Weaving. As soon as you Natalie said Portman V for Vendetta, Hugo. I was like, oh, man. motherfucker. She, yeah. <sighs> because the obvious, the obvious wow. one was Superman Returns, but I was like, no, it can't be that obvious. I know. And all of a sudden, I was like, I was like, wait a minute. Natalie, as soon as you were mouthing the yeah. word V, I was like, oh. <laughs> J- J- Jane in four and fucking uh, Red Skull. Red Skull. Right. Red Skull. In First Avenger. Wow. Dave has taken the lead. <laughs> Dave wow. has taken the lead. See, I knew it. I knew it had to be a different movie. I just couldn't remember the movie. Yeah. Okay. It, was, it, was, too, it was too obvious that it would be Superman Returns. Because I, I was going through the whole cast like, nobody. I know, nobody. nobody. Yeah. Right, yeah. Okay, let's see, let's see, let's see. Okay, this one, okay, one of these questions I'm, I am going to have to uh, amend because of movies that have come out since. <laughs> uh, but I'll go with this one. Uh, which character from James Gunn's The Suicide Squad made his big screen debut in the Lego Batman movie? Polkadot Man? Yep, there you went. Yeah. That was it. Damn it. <laughs> Back in it. Mm. Okay. Do I do I give you the softball question with this crowd? Yes. Okay. Ray's like, yeah, I need one too. My ball's already hurt from the last five questions. <laughs> <laughs> Who eventually saved John Constantine's life in the climax of the 2005 film? I was what? <laughs> I love how this is the softball question. <laughs> 
It was uh, it, it was it was Lucifer. Uh, yes, it was Lucifer. There we oh, go. We're, yeah, we're tied up again. There we go. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. Well, it, well, it, it, that's, it, right, it, how is the softball question still a twist? <laughs> yeah. The hell? That was softball. I was that like, was wait a minute. Was it? I was like thinking it was. Was it Tilda Swinton's character? You still <laughs> threw a curve with the softball. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. Don't, don't, I'm just saying. I come to play. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, man. My goodness. Okay. But I feel this good one... though because we all three have answered th- like three. Yes, we've all answered. Yeah, you have. Multiple so, like, questions. so yes. apparently we're not as bad as like, you know, some of the people that you were with that night. I don't know. But, you know. Okay. So, this one, I'm going to have to adjust. I'm going to have to adjust the answer. At least we're showing up. Right. Yeah, right. At least if true. we were on a team, yes. we, w- we would be doing really well right now. If we were sitting at our table and stuff. Apparently that night would everybody be looking at us like DC gods right now. That's okay. true. <laughs> so here's here's the question, and I am adjusting the answer for present day. He's looking over his shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> how many DC films? How many DC films have mid and or in credit scenes? Oh yeah, you do have oh, to oh. you do have to adjust that because. Uh, because squad had at least one, or did it have two? I yeah, jeez. I mean that one. It had. I know it had one. It had the peacemaker one, but did it have a second one? Well, I don't think you're. Are you just asking for how many films? I'm asking for how many films. Okay, many films? Right, so not how many. Had, how many had many? Just oh, how oh, many films? So I mean, okay, so. All right, so we've got we've got ten. Is it ten films now in the DCEU? Is it ten? We had ten. Yes, we're at ten. The Suicide Squad is ten. All right. So none of Snyder's has any. No. But Wonder Woman did not. No. What Wonder Woman was going to, and they didn't. They didn't put it in there. Um. But Suicide Squad did, or Studio Squad rather, it did. Um, Fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna say okay, because because we got Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad Shazam, had one. Shazam, 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 Shazam did, did. Yes, right? Shazam uh, had both. Yes. Are we talking about both? Like mid? No, yeah. no. I'm just saying. Does yeah. does okay, uh, Are you including all films? How, how many DC films? Okay, whether we mid, like them or not, have mid or in credits. <laughs> whether we appreciate okay. them or wish they were dead. Uh, okay, okay, so. Uh, Okay, so so we none of the Reeve Superman films, none of the Nolan films, none of the none of the Burton or Schumacher Batman films, right? Uh, did that? I do, think. Did that, I did think that Green Lantern movie has one. Seven, two. <laughs> okay, you're both incorrect, Ray. You get a you get a go. <laughs> They're knocked out. <sighs> What's your number? Okay, all right. So let's see. What the fuck else? No, nothing. <laughs> oh, I think. Well, it, there's two. Aquaman. I, I don't even know if did Aquaman have one. I'm like, I think I'm off that. by one. I think I'm off by one because I think I did. I forgot to count. Aquaman did have one. Did it? Yeah, Manta. It, it oh. yeah, Manta. Yeah, Manta. Yeah. Oh, that's um, right. Jesus. Damn it. So, oh, okay. if it's not seven, then I know what it's got. It's got to be. 
So Dave, when you said two, you were counting DCEU, right? Well, like, no, I was counting all of them because I yeah. was counting two that I knew. Okay. Huh. For some reason, I'm like, is it three? Did 84 have one? No. Oh! Or did it? No, or did it? 84 back. did have one. 84 did have one. <laughs> Cause, cause, cause they're saying, cause, cause they're saying she's gonna be in the, she's gonna be in the third one. Um, second, I'm just gonna throw out the number three, even though I know it's wrong. You know, you're you're, you're off by one. Yeah, it's eight, right? It's eight. Yeah, because I didn't, because because I didn't count. What? I when I when I asked the question, because I just looked it up again here just now after you said it, because I was like, no, it's got to be that then, because when I asked the question, I, I literally forgot to put it back in. Because <laughs> I because I was doing the Justice League thing because there's both credits. Oh no! For, for both oh, no. Justice League movies, so I forgot to put it back in. So it yeah, it's eight. Yeah, Constantine, Green Constantine. Lantern, yep. Suicide oh, Squad, Green Lantern, mm-hmm. Justice League, Aquaman, Shazam, oh, Wonder Woman, yeah. 1984, and the Suicide Squad. Okay, Ugh. you counted Justice League. Oh. I, I did. I know. That's what we have, we have to take into account that that's part of it. You know, we, we have to. It exists. Wait, so. it exists. What about? Whoa, 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 whoa! What about? Whoa. Did, did you count Birds of Prey? Uh it, it didn't have a scene. It's a well. I'm looking at this right here, and it says that Harley is about to reveal the secret about Batman. But it wasn't a scene. It wasn't a scene. It was during you don't the credits. That a scene. No, I mean that would the... go against my picking eight, but it was. <laughs> but that's on this list that I'm it, looking it, at here. So. I, I'll, I'll say that wasn't a scene because it was during the credits. The credits were God still rolling. I totally forgot about the Sinestro, like, like you know, the Sinestro putting the on the Sinestro, yellow ring. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's totally been so long since that. I've seen that movie. Okay, yeah. Okay, so we're still we're still tied up, I believe. <laughs> no one, no one's taking the lead. If I'm correct, dang it, uh, I would have had that one too. Yeah, which DC actor? who has appeared in two films, has played four different villains across three different mediums. That has to be Glover. It is Glover. Very good. <laughs> oh, damn it. Just just by default, because obviously the two films, Batman and Robin and Shazam, as we already mentioned, and we already know he's the Riddler in, but he's also uh, Lionel Luther in, in, in Smallville. Uh, that well, is correct. In Smallville. Yeah. So Ray's don't... pulling it out. Come on, yeah. guys. Come on. So, yes. Yes. I can. Okay. Here's another softball. Tim Burton was supposed to return to the DC universe to make a Superman movie. Who was cast as Superman? Nicholas Cage. Shut it in. Shut it in, baby. <laughs> Jeez, that, that, that was that was the softest softball you can ever throw. Dude, dude you loved that one, man. That was like that was T ball. It was like Yeah. <laughs> you you put that on the T and it was just like, yeah. Oh man. In Wonder Woman 2017, the character of Isabella Maru was known by what villainous moniker? Doctor Poison. Doctor. There you go. God, Jesus. Yeah. That, was a, that was another softball. <laughs> that was pretty uh, softball too, but I just couldn't react. I know, like I couldn't get it out. I was like, I was like listening to him say the word. I'm like, That's yeah. yeah. Which character appearing in Suicide Squad was not filmed by director David Ayer? Whoa, what? It was not was filmed. It, was by... it Batfleck? The Flash. Yeah, there you go. Oh, Flash. The Flash. Oh! Filmed Flash. Yeah, right. He's right. Ah, the Flash. Forgot Damn all it. about his. Yep. Yeah, because Zach did it. Zach yeah, did Zach it. Zach did it. Fuck. Okay. Me. Okay. 
in Teen Titans Go to the Movies, oh, the God. Titans Five travel in time to prevent yeah. numerous heroes from being created. Yes. How do they stop the creation of Aquaman? I didn't see it. So I've, uh, I, I forgot. You, you've oh, given God. me that I've, movie I've, and I've seen oh, it. Yeah, it was hilarious, but I it. forgot. I've seen it and I'm trying to remember how uh, do they. I'm just going to take a stab in the dark because I can't remember for the life of me, but I'm just trying to think of some funny trope that would be. I. Uh, they do they they fly fish i don't know <laughs> do, do they do they i'm trying to i'm trying to think of that show and like what the lowbrow like they like do they flush him there's no way uh no no right <laughs> oh, no i i I, I i forgot i live i legitimately have forgotten Scott. i forgot i, I can't they remember they tossed plastic soda rings into the ocean he got tingled oh. up oh. Oh. that's right that's you know what that's not even the darkest one that's like the darkest one <laughs> that's no. not the darkest one the batman one is the darkest one. <laughs> oh, what was the oh. what was the batman one again they shoved his parents into the alley Oh yep. no! <laughs> That's supposed to prevent him from becoming. No, no. They save him, and then to bring him back, they like show up and oh. shove his parents into the alley. <laughs> yeah, oh, they actually was... put a pearl necklace on Martha and then oh. shove them into the alley. Oh. No, oh, that, that movie is hilarious, wow. but dear God, I don't know why I didn't. Ca- I mean, I, I remember I was like, I, yeah, I need to watch that. Too. Yeah, no, really it's like it, it's very funny. It's Scott, funny. Scott, gave, Scott gave me the digital code for that one. Oh man. Okay. Uh okay, we we've got two more. So we're Uh-oh. five five and what do you got, Dave? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, hey, I don't Dave, know. Dave, what, what were we all tied at three and then he I took two and then I took is. two? Yeah, yeah, I probably have three still. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's these last two or um yeah. You you ready? Mm-hmm. Which actor from Batman nineteen eighty nine returned to voice the same character in the Lego Batman movie? Billy D. Williams. That's correct. Oh. Fuck! Damn it. Yep, that's a good good pull. Oh, good pull. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was sitting there going, Goff, it's Goff. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Last question. In Birds of Prey and the Fantastic Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, two actresses who have played Harley Quinn appear on screen. Who are they? Tara Tara uh, Tara Strong and I don't know. <laughs> don't know does she i don't wait, even know wait, wait say that again in birds of prey and fantastic emancipation of one harley quinn two actresses who have played harley quinn appear on screen who are they i'm just gonna randomly guess tara strong and arlene sarkin but i don't know where they would have been in the movie nope okay you're out <laughs> who have played harley quinn it's gotta be Tara Strong at one point. Was she in the movie? No. I, that's what's that's so weird a, about that. That's the thing. And there's one other actress that I'm like, no, she's not in the movie either. And outside of that, I can't think of who else has played Harley Quinn. Uh, I, can, I, can't, I can't vote because I just saw it in the chat. But uh, <laughs> You're missing the obvious one, Ray. Margot Robbie and Arlene Sorkin. Oh, okay. That's such a wow. That okay. Okay. Now that <laughs> that is Come on. wow. Wow. Uh, the trick okay. question. The trick. See, yeah. No. No. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Scott, I watched the the Geekverse like 
trivia thing, and they got you on some tricky shit. They did. Yes, they <laughs> did. I still I, got, you're still, still mad about Once in Future. Really, I'm still yeah. mad about Once in Future King on X2, yeah, man. But, I mean, the bullseye one was also, like, I remember seeing that. Oh, the where, bullseye like, one, yes. Bullseye, they did. Yes. And then, and then no. you were like, no, you have to actually name his name. No, they screwed like, him over on that one. Yeah, they screwed yeah. him over on the bullseye question. <laughs> that's well, did. Yeah, I guess um, that's, yeah, it's a little but, bit. But the, uh, but where was Eileen Sorkin in Birds of Prey? Uh, when, when Montoya is in her apartment on the TV, it's the original scene from the soap opera that Paul Dini was watching. Oh, oh dear Lord. Oh, wow. Wow. Damn. Did not know that. Did not yeah. know that. Okay. Yeah, if you watch, there's a black and white image. It's Arlene Sorkin dressed as a clown, and it was the scene yes. that Paul Dini saw that inspired him to not only create I, Harley Quinn, but cast Harlene Sorkin as I, her voice. I knew that story, did not know that it was in the movie. Did not know he put yeah, that on the TV screen. That wow, that's crazy. Listen, I'm just glad I got like I'm glad I answered five. I'm glad I answered five. <laughs> this is what you get when you ask Scott to write DC movie trivia. Oh, seriously, that was good. Six, that was I messed good. up Have one. Mercy. <laughs> I messed up one. So there you go. I'm pretty proud of myself. I, you know what? I, you know what? Scott. Listen, I'm 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 proud of the of the Jean Manhansu answer. I am. I'm proud of no, the answer. dude. dude even was, with Dave's help, yeah, man. even with Dave's help, you. I'm proud of that answer. <laughs> God, that was. That's a good one. I, you I'm know, I think up. it was because I think I forgot about Papa Midnight when I wrote that question. Yeah. And that's the I'm, that's I'm the proud of my V for Vendetta one. I was like, fantastic. Whoa, yeah, I was like, was. I was like, yeah. wait a minute. <laughs> and and it was, you know, and, and the, the dumbest thing is how did you I didn't not even think remember of, what the movies were, Ray? <laughs> right. How did I not think of Portman? Freaking Portman and well, Hugo Weaving. That's the thing. That's the thing. I was like, uh, like the the first thing I thought was Thor, and I went Portman, and then I went, and then all of a sudden it hit, and I was like, ha ha, oh yeah, Red Skull, Red Skull, Red Skull. It's like yeah, it just, that started ringing. I was like, ah, oh, he was it. Ah, oh, oh, yes. I get it. Yeah, totally. No, that and, 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 and when you asked that, I was like, oh, Superman, Superman Returns, got to be somebody in Superman Returns. But I was like, there's nothing there. No. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that's one that requires you to have knowledge of both franchises. Like you not only have to know the movie that they were in in two thousand, the DC movie. You got to know what movie. But you got to. But you also got to go for. You got to go a deep cut because, like, obviously, when we're talking about cape shit, that's you know that's not v, cape shit that we talk about. V right, for no, it, right? Even more because that's. I mean, because technically it's a Vertigo. Like it's still DC, <laughs> yeah, but it's a Vertigo yeah, yeah. adaptation. And no, you're right. It's not in the typical cape shit. That yeah. We talk about not even in the Snyder realm because it's not even like yeah. this. I mean, it's Alan Moore, but it's not Watchmen. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I put respect on this name. That's all I got to say. <laughs> there it is. Good Oy, stuff, hey. man. Good stuff. That man. is something else. <laughs> Man, I, had, I had to I had to make some other people suffer after Balga gets me with that X2 question that I'm still to this day flogging myself. What, what was the X2 question again? What book was Magneto reading in the plastic prison in X2? Oh, okay. And it was The Once and Future King by T.H. Yeah. White. And he, I just... He was so pissed. I was he so pissed. It. <laughs> <laughs> he, oh, man, he was seething at that. I mean, they... Listen... 
if it wasn't, it wasn't for... even my question. It right. was the it was the steal. Like I could have gotten the steal if I could have remembered that. Yeah. Mm. Oh, because we had no idea. We had absolutely no idea. Like we could not remember the book if it wasn't for the Star Wars round. The Star Wars round is like what is is where Fans Without Borders showed up. And I was so proud of Brent because he got way more Star Wars questions right than I was even expecting him to. Because he is like Mr. Sequel Trilogy and anything on Disney+. Plus, He really does not have a ton of knowledge about like the original trilogy or the prequels. And he answered one of each. Like he got a prequel question right and he got an original trilogy question right. And I was like, okay, all right. But before that, no, the Marvel and DC questions were kicking our ass. No, I I was watching and I was even going like, like the, the whole like tombstone thing, like whose name shows up. And and I was like, I was like, it's, it's it's Dick. It's Dick. And they're like, no, Solomon Grunt. I was like, what? I did not, I did not know that that name showed up on a tombstone in that cemetery. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. The no best part idea. is though we wrote we raised like over th- what they raised like over three thousand dollars or something for yeah, charity. Like, that was the best part. Like of that's course. what makes this crap so much fun is like when we take our nerd shit and we actually like raise money, raise money with it. I yeah. mean, that's the fun part. Yeah, yeah, that's what's so great about it. Yeah, and all the trash talking is like it's just it's for show. It's for <laughs> show. Yeah. I know. Well, I know. I, yeah, I know. You like, like Scott, you and Travis go back and forth. Oh, and, it's yeah, so. Oh, it's great. It's, it's great. hilarious. It's absolutely yeah. great. You know, because Travis I also I also shit. know I also know who on his network is gonna like ride up to like <laughs> to like circle me, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Man. play. Travis, Chris. Here, yeah. <laughs> well, well you, you know, and, and and speaking of fundraisers, um, this, this fine gentleman to, to next to me, we of the four of us, half of this group has seen Zack Snyder's Justice League on the big screen yeah. for yeah. charity. Okay, yeah, charity. yeah, but but but, but you, we we're still jealous, you know. You can rub it. <laughs> I mean, it's a good cause, but at the same time, you know, Scott and I are internally screaming at you guys right now because we have not been able to see it. On a no, big but eventually I will be having a autographed copy of the 4K heading my way. So, dude, that has your address on it, doesn't it? Don't don't wave that in front of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> It's like okay. more heading your way. You start waving that in front of the camera. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. All those, it all, the, all those Scott fans out there just like waiting. Like somebody was like, I've been waiting this whole time. <gasps> My moment. My moment. <laughs> Scott gives a lot of autographs coming his way. Like it's like, like manifestos of his love signed over and 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 over. Uh, no, nah, you're good. You're good. Don't worry. I think it'll be fine. Be no, fine. but uh, no, no, no. We we are jealous of that, but at the same time, it was for a good cause. And it was always for like, a good cause. You know what? But the, it, but the, it, the, I'm sorry. Uh, I was just saying the the cool thing about that whole thing was, I mean, yeah, it was a good for a good cause. But it's funny because I didn't realize how much I needed to see that movie on the big screen with people uh, until mm-hmm. until it happened. Because I loved that movie. I had watched it. That was the 17th time I'd watched the film, and. 
I've loved it every time I've watched it, whether it be on my TV, my big screen, whether it be on my computer, whether it be even on my phone, you know, as I was doing things and just, you know, paying attention to it. And it was amazing because sitting there with, with the people that were in there for like every scene that popped up that like internally or with my family, I'd been like, yeah, to feel that energy. And Ray, you can, you can speak to like how it was for you, like to feel that energy, like when people like cheered, when you cheered. You know, and mm, felt yeah. it the moment that you felt it. And those just moments that were just so kick butt, but there was but you hadn't had that experience to be in a theater with other people and feel their energy back at you, you know. And then I thought the coolest moment, honest to God, the coolest no matter like if it was the the still scene, you know, where the whole league is, you know, coming at you know, at the end there and it freezes for a second or whatever. But after the credit, you know, when the credits started to roll and it said for autumn and everyone just Mm-hmm. just erupted and yes. with applause. And I mean, it was just, it was a whirlwind. I mean, the, everything was great yeah. about it. Everybody who was there was great. The sound was great. Uh, the, the theater was great. Theater was the, amazing. It was, yeah. Bad. I mean, the, the screen even like it wasn't IMAX, but it was a huge screen. Yeah. It was a huge screen and, and it was just great because it, they even brought in the, the curtains a little bit. So the four, three ratio didn't seem like it was weird on a, mm-hmm. you know, on a, on a wide screen. And so I made the joke when I walked in right as I walked in, cause we were, Tiffany and I were running like right at time. And so we got in there just as they had stopped doing the giveaways and stuff. So we were walking in and I see just as they put up on there, like this film has been formatted to from, from, you know, for whatever this is, is in four, three ratio or whatever. And I'm just like, I said, wait, this is it four, three. Screw that! I'm out of here. Right. <laughs> yes, he did. He did say that. Everybody cracked up with that. Um, no, but like the, I, I remember, like there were, there is, is something to be said to see something like that with, like you said, with a group of people who all love it and who are all like getting emotional at different moments, and we all like had our different moments that you know everybody got loud or everybody got charged up with. I remember because Tim and his wife were with us. Uh, and we were sitting in our section up top off to the right. And I remember when Superman comes in, you know, the, the not impressed. As soon as he said that, I leaned over to Tim and I very loudly was like, now we can fucking revise our list. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And he was like, good, nope, totally. Good. And yeah, no. that was, yeah. yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I totally get that. I mean, like, oh man, just imagine um, when the first NiderCon happened and you're talking about like a packed, theater at this you know film school or wherever that's kind of old style just imagine like 200 people there watching bbs ultimate edition and jesus christ i mean it like that was as as uncomfortable as it was because it was like there's no ac in here it's freaking warm we're in crappy seats it's like the it's like like that old style kind of like and it's not the biggest you know screen that you have but you have all these people here you have zach and debbie like right over there watching also mm-hmm. i mean it was it was insane it was absolutely insane because i mean to the point where you know obviously you know when when bbs is opening and you have the opening credits and everybody was cheering at everybody's name and it was funny because I turned to Matt, you know, comic movie marks, and I'm like, hey, you realize we're all cheering and the Waynes are dying right now. <laughs> I was like, what are we doing here? We're like cheering at every name and there's a murder happening right now. Yeah. yeah! There's a murder happening right now. I was like, it was just kind of funny because, 
you know, that is the opening, you know, and everybody was just cheering out the name, but it was just as the Waynes were going right. to get, God. you know, you know I still have fun. never, I, I, you know, that's the thing for me is that I haven't seen the ultimate edition on a big screen yeah. and I haven't seen Zack Snyder's Justice League on a big screen. You know, it's, yeah. it's, uh, one, one, one of these days, yes. you know, I just, I just want to be able to do that because it's like, I'm still pissed at the ultimate edition. I never get to see on like, that's the movie I should have been watching on my birthday in 2016. I know. Just, just saying. And, and Zach Snyder's just like, I, cause I would also like to get, I, I would love to be able to get that, like that official version. That's got like the, the intermission with like the Hulkenborg, you know, Oh, like what well, he said. Yeah. Intermission you guys, music. You guys had an intermission. You guys had an intermission. We had an intermission. It was because they had. It was actually structural because it wasn't just a break in the movie. It was like for a break to go to the bathroom. It was they had to change the discs. Yeah, yeah. Like they had to go to the second disc. So it wasn't. So it wasn't like that. It wasn't the. Yeah. It wasn't the Hulkenberg. I mean, we had there was music from the DVD menu, but it was or the Blu-ray menu, but it wasn't what you're talking about. So there was an intermission, but it wasn't wasn't the same thing but you know what sucks about all that is the fact that you know zach wanted he wanted people to experience it on imax but guess guess who uh stopped that hmm. you know there's two letters two letters you can just say right there w b you know it's just it oh, i thought you were gonna say te but yeah <laughs> <laughs> no but like yeah it's just like i mean that's what sucks. I mean, like, remember, we were supposed to get a Snyder at SnyderCon 2, which you wanted to do in October. Obviously, we're in December now. And then he was like, well, maybe January. There's been no update about that either. I mean, that, that's yeah. what sucks about all this is like it's gotten to the point where it's like um, hopefully maybe sometime next. I don't know. Next year after he's done with Rebel Moon, maybe there could be something that could be that could happen. But who knows? I mean, there's just there hasn't been any update. And I, I think he, you know, and I think the fact that, because obviously if there's Snyder con two, it would be man of steel, BVS ultimate. And, um, Zack Snyder's just like all on a big screen that whole weekend. But I mean, who knows now, especially now he's over at Netflix and you know, what kind of pull he has. And they're pr pretty much just like, Hey, we, we put your movie out. Bye. You know, who knows if like that, that's the whole logistics of it. That's what sucks about this whole thing. It's like, you know, when it comes to uh, future Snyder cons, he could be like, Hey, I could just show my movies that I did at Netflix and Netflix would be like, go ahead. But Warner brothers. Yeah. Not so much. Sadly. So, well, that would be really awesome that, you know, like I, like I, I had to drive, you know, <clears throat> you know, I had to make a day of it, but I did get to drive and I did get to see army of the dead. Yeah, you know, on a on a big screen. Mm -hmm. um, I hope to have the same opportunity for Rebel Moon and Planet of the Dead. I'm sure. And, I'm sure uh, you will. I mean, I, I think so. Cinemark, keep that relationship and make yeah. sure because yeah, that yeah. was fabulous. I love. Well, I mean, fact, I love the fact that the theater around the corner from my house is a Cinemark. Like, yeah. I'll take oh that yeah, all day long, same man. Uh, same theater. I, I know it. Same theater. I know what theater you're talking about. Yes, yep. that, that's where I saw Army of the Dead. <laughs> but that's not because oh. Ray lives ten minutes away from me. That's because he stalks me, and he knows what theater I go to. Ray has that effect on people. He does. he does. I keep telling Ray, like, we keep meeting at all these events in different places and here on the, on the vodka stream and everything, and I'm like, like, we literally live 10 minutes away from you. You have literally met my fiancé. Yeah, like, 
You like, know why, 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 why haven't we collabed? Why haven't we done a collaboration? Like, I'm not really sure what's going on here. I just oh. think the guy just doesn't really like me or something. Oh, okay, don't worry. I can barely. I, can I drive. Barely get I drive an hour away to see the guy. When li- like he could literally come like, over hey, right now. And we, like, Ray, we, Ray, Ray, you have to. You have to visit. I mean, look at what's all behind Enos right now. I mean, I'm he's just got saying, toys. You, he's oh, got. He's, toys. I mean, we're we're talking like. I mean, he, I feel like he could do <laughs> like you know he he could have the visual like. He's rivaling you, Scott. In fact, his setup, quite honestly, is um, this room. That, that's that <laughs> side of the room. You have any, I mean, like, I, there's this side of the room. There's that side of the room. There's also the living room, dining room, our bedroom, uh, <laughs> boys' bedrooms. Okay. This is this is what I love about like Enosh and Scott. Obviously, <laughs> you guys have quite a collection, and there, we you can go back and forth. You know, Scott's more of like, you know. If you uh, had to like save the world and you had to find somebody who secretly has like all this shit, he's got the basement where you walk down and he's like, oh yeah, I got that book. And then he's just like, he brushes it off and blah, blah, blah. But Enosh, you have the shop that has everything like out there and just like ready to go. And that's the thing. That's the difference between you two. And that's what I love is the fact that, you know, Scott has like, you know, his own little private, I got my private collection. What do you need? Yeah, but then Enosh, you give like like somebody could walk in and be like that right there. That's what we need, you know, because you have it right there. That's that's what I I'm love. Saying. That's what I love. It was funny when when we had uh, <laughs> when Wonder Meg was here and uh, and some of the other guys were here when they visited uh, last year. It was funny because they they just kept talking about the fact like and I and I noticed it too. Like it's funny because like I know where everything is in this room which baffles some people. Like yeah. if, you, if you're like, Hey, where's that? I know where that's at. Right. You know, it's like, yeah, it's like that, that whole thing. But like they were sitting in there, they must've been in here for like, Oh my gosh, at least like a half hour. And they kept, they kept turning around and they would go, I swear to God, every time I turn around, there's like, like something yeah. else that I missed and something else that I missed. And where was that? I don't remember that. And Oh my God, he's got that. And he's got that. And he's got that, you know, and it's just, yeah, it's 20 some years of my life that just, that's awesome. You know, but I, but I love the fact that like Scott, yeah, Scott seems to be like the the um, uh, you have archived. <laughs> yes, Everything. I'm the librarian. I'm the librarian. You yeah. are the exactly. librarian. Those are the entertainment in the post-apocalyptic world. There's yeah. a there's a uh, in Star Trek. There's a, a character. His name is Mister Ataz, uh, which is literally spelled A T O Z because it's supposed to be like A to Z, and he runs like the memory alpha which is like the library of the galaxy and you were totally like the mr the real life mr ataz <laughs> where like they would just go to him and be like hey where is this mr ataz oh it's right here <laughs> like, yes yeah he's the watcher man it's awesome <laughs> right i was just thinking though is that when alabama and michigan face off in the national championship game because that's how Uh-oh. that's what i'm that's what i'm willing into existence so am i I'm willing that into existence. It's like let's let me take business. Let me deal with Cincinnati. You go ahead and deal with you know uh you know a Georgia that's licking its wounds, and <laughs> let's meet each other at the national championship game. I think that would we need to like live stream like the two of us watching that game would be like hilarious. That would that would be well, oh, and I'd have to steal my nerves for that one because like. And it's crazy because you've been here before a thousand times as an Alabama fan. And this is only the second time, like, 
in my 20 some odd years of watching Michigan football that we're yeah. actually in a realistic position to win a national championship. The country is, I, th- I still feel like a and ton the of last people... time it happened, Ray, we were, uh, we had to share it. We had to share it. Yeah. Right. It, because it was before it was even before the BCS. It was like the year before the BCS. We had to share the, with, with Nebraska of all schools, yep. but like, but no, just like the, the fact that we have more than a puncher's chance of that actually happening. Cause yeah, we can beat Georgia. You can beat Georgia. Georgia. And, and Ray, but, you know, what sucks about that though. And I, and I, it was funny cause I brought this up uh, this last Sunday at my church. I said, cause my, my aunt, uh, she's a big state fan, Michigan state fan. Mm. And my cousin went to state. And so I brought it up. I said, you know, I, I kind of brought up this, I was using an analogy of it. And I said, it's kind of funny that it's like here we, we, we have this year, you know, Michigan fans have this year. We're in this position, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And even if we win it all, like we beat Ohio state, it's amazing. Like it's all this huge accomplishment, but we didn't beat Michigan state. I so, do. so I swear to God, like something just to keep us humble. You know, like you know even what, in the though, best possible situation, it, like it's like ah. Oh. But but, but, but I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, Louis and I, I'll tell you why, why I feel better about that because yeah. that loss in the grand scheme of things didn't mean shit, right? And and they <laughs> hate that. They yes. hate it. Oh, They've oh, been whining also, about it all for the last couple of weeks. Isn't they that hate awesome? That though? their loss, that that loss, doesn't mean anything at all. Great. I also love the very the very cryptic reference you made on Monday morning sports ball. When the other team from the state went to the playoffs and came away mm. with no score whatsoever, and I was going, "Yep, mm. I remember that game." Gonna, <laughs> Scott, you got to understand something, and all I will I will admit this for all Michigan fans because this is obnoxious, but it is true. We're all going to do it if we score a, a a point, if we score a field goal, <laughs> if, and and if, if we lose the game like ten to three or whatever, but we scored a field goal, we will say, "Well, at least we scored a point." We will say that we went something. to the playoffs and scored something. something. Y'all yeah, Dave, do you know what I'm doing? What we're talking about? No, I man, I'm, I'm not big on college football. So oh, no, like no. three, what was, what was it, like four or five years ago? 2015 Cotton Bowl, at, Dallas, at Alabama, Michigan State <laughs> met up in the semifinal. Oh wow, we kicked their ass. Thirty-eight nothing. Thirty-eight nothing. Four. Thirty-eight nothing. No shit. Oh, it was was ten nothing at the half, and State thought that they had a chance, and then Alabama said, "No, you don't," and scored twenty-eight on it, twenty-eight points in the second half. They lost thirty-eight to nothing, and we have. It's you know before this year, it was only only time Ray has ever texted me and went, "This is for you, buddy." Roll Tide. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, because that was yeah. I mean, because seriously, it was like we needed. I mean, that was yeah. But we haven't had anything to necessarily tout ourselves with, and they. Yeah. So now it's like, okay, we're in the play because they that they said that for years. When's the last time you won the Big Ten? You've never been to the college football playoff one. Now all of you can shut the hell up. All in one year. All yep. in one year, and, and Harbor won Coach of the Year. You won Coach of the Year. Uh, yeah. They're also pissed because Kenneth Walker didn't end up going to New York for the Heisman Trophy, but Aiden Hutchinson did. They're real mad about that. Uh, no, but seriously, if we score what, what all it takes is, I mean, I want to win the game. Yes. And I think we can win. I think Michigan absolutely yeah, can win. Well, because, because as people said, <laughs> Alabama showed you the roadmap. Like, oh, they yeah. showed you how to beat well, Georgia. Yes. And I, the talent is there. The, the defense is there. And, and, and the, the, the belief, the dangerous thing about Michigan is the belief is there. They live, that team legitimately believes 
they can beat anybody in the country. Now that could be a problem for you come the 10th, but we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Mm-hmm. Cause I need to, cause we need to get there first. Yeah. Beat Georgia first. Yes. We need to beat Georgia first. Cause of course y'all will beat Cincinnati. Although if the unthinkable happened there, dear God, but I'm not calling. I don't think that no, yeah. that won't happen for sure. But no, that'll. <laughs> but hey, that, I'm glad nice Cincinnati's man. in. Like all the people who are talking about, hey, the group of five, someone got in. I'm like, I'm there with you guys. Like, I, I mean, I, people, you know, I, I people do not need to treat all SEC fans or all Alabama fans as like we're this monolithic thing. It's like, no, I I want it to be an Alabama Michigan game. Like I I want to play. You don't want the rematch. I don't want the rematch. Don't want the rematch. Okay. I want to see. I, I want you guys. You know, because I don't want to deal with it. Because yeah. you know, my in laws are Georgia fans. It's like I want you guys to deal with it for me. Because that's then, the other part of this, Dave. Is a week or so ago there was the conference championship games and Michigan beat Iowa forty-two to three. But before that, Alabama and Georgia played in the SEC championship game, and everybody thought that Georgia was going to win, and Alabama mm-hmm. said, "No, you're not." And beat them forty, <laughs> beat them forty-one to twenty-four, and it was Georgia's first loss of the season. And so yeah. now everybody's scared of Alabama again. Yeah, the little party thing I was on, like, 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 the, it was actually like I think it was tied when I was like when the game was on, and then all of a sudden Alabama just went, uh, nope. Oh yeah, <laughs> got this, and it totally. went crazy. And I was like, huh, yeah. I'm sure Scott's happy. You know, <laughs> Michigan, Michigan is a testament. I, I'm just glad that, that it's healthy. Look, I've been to two games at the big house my entire life. Thank you, Jason. Up to the guy with the chin. I, I don't know. I th- he's talking about me. I got the temperature. Anyways. Yeah. Right. I've, only, I've only been to two games <laughs> at, the, at the, at the big house. The first one uh, was crazy. I went with my former brother-in-law while I was going through a divorce. Uh, that wasn't awkward at all with his coworkers. Uh, who were all just a bunch. They were all kind of weirdos. And we lost to, to the Toledo Rockets. Oh, God. 2008. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, I was like, he asked, me, he asked me last minute. Now, he asked me last minute. He's not a sports fan. I was shocked that he asked me, but he wasn't, he wasn't a sports fan at all. But he was just going to be with his coworkers and stuff. And, like, if you knew him, he was, like, absolutely, like, opposite of sports guy. And so I was like, you're going – to see a Michigan game. He's like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, I was asked by my coworkers and stuff and there's an extra ticket and I knew that you might want to go. I was like, okay, yeah, I'll go. And so I went and then I'm like, Hey, we're playing the Toledo Rockets. Like, I mean, I, I knew that things were bad that year. Okay. That but I didn't bad. think that they were that bad. Yeah. I don't think anybody thought that they were that bad. No, uh, that, that year. Yeah. And like, I'm literally sitting in on that end zone side, like listening to like Rockets fans, like lose their freaking mind and watching us miss. I think it was like an 11 yard, field goal or it something was like, like that. 13 to 10 was yeah. like the final scores like, and i'm uh, like you have got I, I i just walked out just absolutely stunned at what i just saw i was like what and then and then a couple of years ago uh i surprised tiffany with tickets to go see uh to go see him play uh minnesota and uh it was the game almost got rained out it was so bad like when oh, we got down 2017, there 2017 yeah actually, and it yep. was like it was so bad i mean we were down yeah. there and it's just it was everything was flooded out it was cold i mean we we everybody was like underneath this little uh tent for this little shop that's like right there on the corner and yeah. uh and but like everybody's acting like they're shopping because they're like you have to be if you're in here you have to be shopping there's heating you know <laughs> things under there lamps and everything and so yeah. like i think i bought tiffany a pair of michigan uh socks cuz her socks were absolutely drenched and then uh, we get in there. Well, the problem was, was on the way down to the stadium, we were hungry and we stopped at Subway. 
and Tiffany must have got something back. I think she had like she got like a Reuben, and she thinks to this day that the sauerkraut there was something wrong with the sauerkraut. So we got through the first uh, uh, quarter. Everything was great. Like about five minutes ish into the second quarter she's like i'll be right back i'm gonna go use the restroom i'll be right back we had these awesome seats right down by the end zone it was fantastic we were winning everything was awesome and like i realized like a few minutes like the heck did she go and of course my cell phone nothing works in there and so oh, yeah no yeah and nothing works in there that, and, and you know. down there you know and so i was just like oh crap and i couldn't i was trying to call her couldn't get her nothing so like here comes halftime and i'm like well i'm gonna go find her so I go back up there and I'm like waiting by the women's restroom, hoping that she comes out and she comes out and like, she was completely sick guys. She oh, was like, wow. she was just like totally out. And I felt so bad for her because like, she's like, we had parked, you know, like, like almost like a like half mile down the road somewhere, you know, like some little church where they had parking and stuff, you know? And, and, and she's just like, it's, and we, the game was already delayed horribly. So it was, yeah, it was like, like an after, hour, hour and a half. Yeah. So it was like that, after yeah. 10 o'clock or something like that. So it's completely dark. She, my little wife comes out and she goes, honey, it's Okay. I'll just walk back to the car. I just can't do this. She goes, I feel so horrible. She's like, cause she was so excited to go to the big house. It was her first time ever to be in the big house. And I was excited because I was now I was with her and we were going to enjoy ourselves and we were winning and everything. And she's just like, honey, I just, I can't do it. And I'm just like, and she's just like, well, I'm, I'm just going to go back to the car. I'm like, I am not letting you, my wife walk back to the car in the dark, like a half mile from the stadium by yourself. No, I'm like, no. we'll just go. We'll just no, go. Like, you know, yeah. but like, she's just like, no, honey, I'll it. just go. I'm like, no, we're not doing it. She's like, are you sure? I know you spent so much money on this. Stuff. I'm like, uh, no, it's okay. You're, you know, you know, and so like we walked back and of course we listened to the game on the way home and stuff, you know, I mean, the like, game was over. They won that, that game. Oh was yeah. Blowout. <laughs> yeah. But, but you know, but you know, it was just like one of those things we, we just keep joking about, like, we're going to get back to the big house one day and watch a whole game with people that we like and uh and hopefully they win <laughs> no I, and, I had a I had a similar experience with that because I remember um I've been to Bryant Denny three times uh one time uh, was for homecoming with NC State okay whatever we we dealt with the wolf pack uh the next time it was right after my brother-in-law passed away and we took my sister to a game and unfortunately, that was the year that Johnny Manziel came and manhandled us Ooh. that year. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That was not pleasant whatsever. So, Johnny but thankfully, yeah, but thankfully, the the last time I went to Bryant Denny, it was when number one ranked Mississippi State decided to come into Bryant Denny with Dak Prescott, and we decided to go. Uh, no. <laughs> Dak Prescott, current quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And we yeah, shut him, yeah. We shut him yeah, down. Yeah, that, that Dak Prescott. That guy. I thought you meant Dak Prescott that worked down the way there. No, no, no. no, no. Yeah. no. Right over there at the that worked at the Ace Hardware over here. Uh, over there. Over there. He decided to try to bring the Dak attack to Tuscaloosa, and that did not end well for him. No, Ray, what, I think I could probably speak speak for uh, Ray. You got a question there in in there from Chuck. It says, "What do you think is more important to the Wolverines: a championship in basketball or football? Football, football, football. It, especially it, 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 now, especially now. There, there was in fact that question was like someone tried to give us like on Twitter a couple weeks ago tried to give us like this ball busting question on like it was like they're trying to make us choose like either we." are, you know, either Michigan loses to Iowa in the Big Ten championship game, but 
the basketball team wins the national championship or Michigan beats Iowa or, or gets into the playoff, but the basketball team loses out in the first round. And so many of us were like, it, like I, I was without shame. I was like, uh, beat Iowa football. I, yeah. I, cause I, it's nothing against Jawan Howard. It's nothing against the basketball team, but I'm sorry, Michigan. The only reason we were saying we were a basketball school is because we didn't think the football team was going to win ever again. And the last, <laughs> the last month not changed that. Wrong. The last month changed <laughs> all of that. So seriously, we're like, no, the, the football team is, is winning again. We well, will take it, all of that. See, now I remember and that being was funny a kid. for us because, you know, on championship Saturday, Alabama beats Georgia in football. So number three beats number one. And then our basketball team beat the number three team in the country. Okay. Who did you beat? Oh, some some school I never heard of, but they were number one. But then they had one loss and dropped to number three, and then we beat uh, them as number three instead of being them as number one. Uh, well, now, it, see, and... Ray, I'm a little bit older than you, okay? Obviously, so uh, you know, <laughs> I remember growing up like in the '80s, where Michigan, like man, we were the you know, and even through the '90s, man, like you know, I mean, like we were always a school that was in it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, like we were, mm-hmm. we were always a tough school. That was one of the great things. I mean, the, the Ohio, Ohio or the Ohio state game, you know, with Michigan was always like one of those games. It was like, you knew it was going to be a good game, you mm-hmm. know, and it was, it was going to be well played. And it's amazing to me how a couple of bad decisions can derail everything for, for years. Mm-hmm. For years. And you wouldn't think that just like, hey, we hired the wrong coach at this time, you know, and did this and that, that it would like literally put you on a spiral where it's like, no pun intended, but a spiral that like, like just even when you think that there's a glimmer of hope. I remember when Brady Hoke came in, like at first I was like, okay, you know what, we're going to, we're going to clear all this Rich Rod stuff, you know, thing, right. you know, and we're, we're going to move on from that. You know, it was a bad decision. It, it made things bad that led to, you know, the, the rockets beating us and all that stuff, you know, and it's like, okay, you totally try to up, upend the entire program. It's probably not a good idea when you got a storied program like Michigan, but then it just sends you on the spiral. And it's just like bad decision after bad decision, after bad decision, after bad decision. <laughs> And even Harbaugh, man, Harbaugh is taking his hits, man, like trying to fix it. It's like, I don't know what people expect, like that they expect that it was just going to like fit back together somehow. Like, you know, all these, it's like been like a couple of decades now, man. It's like, you know, like. Of course, that's what they always think when a coach comes in. It's like, hey, you're just going to like uh, fix everything and everything's going to be good, right? Yeah. It, it was It was a perfect storm. It was a perfect shit storm, Enosh, because it wasn't just because it, it was a bad act. It was a bad AD. It was yeah. Dave Brandon, yeah. he who oh, oh, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. this is the guy that bankrupted he like Domino's fired him because he screwed with their special sauce and he bankrupted <laughs> Toys R Us. Like that's why like he is why Toys R Us isn't around anymore. <laughs> so like that's why I can't be yeah. a kid. Toys R Us kid? Yes. I mean yes. Yes. okay. Exactly. Okay, yeah. Well, so yeah. Uh, so like Oh, no, I don't he, like that guy. He was an awful A D and he made bad hires and like the inmates were running the asylum for seven years which it was terrible, even under Brady Hoke, like just, yeah. Oh, I know the pre- the presence wasn't there. And so the prop, the, the other, that's just, the, that's half the coin. The other half of the coin is that the game itself, college football itself was evolving and changing into what it is now. And as a school traditionally 
they have the Michigan has struggled to adapt with it. And it was part of why Harbaugh has struggled the last seven years because he's from the old school. He's from, you know, the, the, the eighties and he's from the old, the old times. And he, you know, believes in, you know, running the football and power and all that stuff, but he was a quarterback. So he also believes in throwing the ball, but he, he's been trying to find the balance between what Michigan was and what Michigan needs to be. And he literally, it, it, what he did in the off season, like all the coaches, all the turnover, all the staff and all that worked. And he's finally found that balance. And it was funny because when the year started and they weren't throwing the ball very much, everybody was like, what are you army? You're not right. You're, you're just running. You're, <laughs> you're just army? running the ball all day. Do you even have a forward pass? And then the Michigan state game happens. And even though they lost that game, came through for like 350 yards. So it's like, Oh no, we have a passing attack. And it was almost like, you know, it's like the other thing that can rile up Michigan state fans is that that loss helped them kick ass the rest of the way because it reaffirmed to them, okay, listen, we're in playoff mode now. We can't lose another game. We need to kick ass. And they beat Indiana the following week. They won that really tough game against Penn State on the road after that. They destroyed Maryland on the road. And then, of course, absolutely curb-stomped Ohio State. And to the point where, as Cade was doing his first kneel down, the first person I called was my dad, and I literally screamed into the phone because that was 10 years of angst and pain that was coming out from the last time that we'd beaten them. And yeah, so... Oh, it's amazing. That's why I was glad I wasn't in the same room with my father-in-law when we beat Georgia again. And I'm just like... (laughs) Again. Again. Oh, trust me. Dave's up there going like, what happened to my stream? No, no, no. I love it. I love it. No. I love it. I love it. Keep talking, guys. You're listening to Sports Talk with Scott Ray and Poindexter Lounge. And we got... Yeah, we got Flightcast. We got uh, Squadcast. We got... Point Dexter Lounge. Talking it's about crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah. Football at <laughs> 4 a.m. Football. Saturday, this. Saturday, Saturday. But I love this also because it's a point. It's like even why Monday morning sports ball exists over at flighttest.com is the idea that, yes, we're nerds. But guess what? We, we know like sports. the sports. Yeah. <laughs> guess what? Yes. I mean, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not totally, you know, big on the college stuff. But, you know, I've learned I, I, – I, I'm just watching and listening. But 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 well, you know but there Dave. was a time there was a time though when like I, I I feel you Dave because like there was a time my life my entire life was so sports centered. Yeah. You know, I mean baseball was my sport growing up and then exactly. college football like I was never really like a big like uh NFL fan, but I mean I had my team like I was I was a 49ers fan growing cuz I like Joe Montana and stuff, but like college football college football season is always like around here at least in michigan i don't know how it is other places but like here in michigan it was always like man growing up when that kicked in like everybody kicked in everybody was involved yeah Yeah. everybody was involved i mean you had michigan michigan state day where like everybody wore all their you know stuff at school and and it was just you know it was really cool that way but i was a i was a baseball kid and then when i was 15 i picked up a guitar and that kind of changed my whole yeah everything you know and so like i i it wasn't that i didn't like sports anymore it was just that i just i focused so much so that when boston was uh was winning their first world series and you know however long however long that was right i was in i was in grand rapids on the other side of the state because at the time i worked for fedex and we had a big sales meeting over there so i was in a hotel in boston and my ex-wife called me to say good night she's like what are you doing and i'm like i'm watching the world series and she goes 
no, seriously, what are you doing? And I said, I'm watching the World Series. And she's like, why are you watching baseball? She, and I realized from that point, from the point that I had met her when I was like 20 to like, I was think I was like 24 or something like that. Maybe I can't remember what year that was, uh, but we had been year, married for like a year or two or whatever. Like she didn't watch. She didn't see me watching sports. I just, right. I hadn't, you know, which was like weird to me. Cause I'm like, no, really. I'm, and she's like, why are you watching the world series? And I'm like, because Boston's going to win this thing. And like, that's a, <laughs> that's like a huge deal. And I'm having yeah. to explain it to her. And she's just like, I've never known you to be a sports guy. And I'm like, wow, my identity changed. <laughs> and uh, like, you know, cause like, that's what I wanted to do was play baseball growing up. I mean, yeah, I, I you too. know, I, 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 I literally, I, you know, I, I told you the other day when I, when you were on the channel, like I, I was the kid with a duffel bag full of, yeah. you know, bats and gloves and balls and would go around. And, you know, I, I coached one of my teams like half the season cause our coach quit. And, uh, you know, when I was like 13, so I was like, that's, I, and, but, but that right there, man, sports was like it for me, but it's, it is amazing how sports has changed and, you know, and, and just the, the whole, well, I mean, everything about I mean, like, it, because my kids are into, you know, my, my one son's obsessed with baseball and, good. uh, and, and I love that, but it's like, baseball it's so, it's it. so weird to hear, hear how baseball has changed. Like, cause I, I came from, Easy. from more of the old school where it was like, Hey, you know, pitchers stayed in there, man. And that was, that was a, that was a badge of honor. Am I right? Yeah, I know. Nowadays, when they're like, "How? How many? What's the pitch count?" Oh man, we're getting right. to to the nineties. We have got to get them out of there. Right. I'm like, man, fucking! I remember when guys were pitching like a like you know one hundred and fifty pitches in these games, uh, uh, complete uh, games. What uh, happened to complete games? Right. I think I think there was a I think it was a, I think it was Goose Gossage or, or one of the older pitchers. It was a, a story about Verlander. Justin Verlander, when he was first coming into the league, this is way back in like the the, the beginning of the Leland era, the the, the glory days recently of the of Tigers <laughs> baseball, and they were talking about the difference between the old school pitchers and and the new pitchers. And I think Gossage or somebody was like, "How come when I reached a hundred pitches, it was the ninth inning, but when you yeah. guys reach a hundred pitches, it's the sixth inning?" <laughs> like what is that yeah <laughs> you know? it's a little interesting right yeah there's yeah. definitely and i mean and if you go back and watch like some of those old games and you see just the difference i mean it, i think part of it is the old guys didn't have that many pitches and a lot of them like gossage was just like i have 97 in my hand and you can't hit it yeah. and if you do well then i'm just screwed <laughs> but if you but most of the time i'm gonna get you whereas nowadays it's like Guys have curves, sliders, off speed, you know, uh, yeah. change up, like the two different fastballs, right? Four seam or two seam, like so yeah. much. Guys of the were getting analytics. away with cheating, like so much easier back then. And like, you know, they'd get away yeah. from like a whole season of cheating before like anybody caught on or, you know what I mean? I like, know. Now, now it's like a whole thing where like the pitchers are literally like, Hey, the umpires are like, come here. And they have to do like the whole, like, you know. <laughs> You I'm good. Who was, I'm good. Who was it? Was yeah. it? Was it Nolan Ryan that like was found with like the uh, uh, the Emery board? Like he literally like was emptying out his pockets to show everybody. He's like, no, look, and it just flew right out of his pocket. It's like there it goes. Uh, it might. It might. I don't know. Was it, it Nolan Ryan or who was it? Uh, I don't know. If I don't it was, know if it was it, Nolan, but I think it was I know Perry. It was it Gaylord Perry? Might have been Gaylord. That I don't was know. way long ago. But yeah, it was way long. This know. was like in the. Yeah, it was in the. Yeah, Scott's looking it up. Scott's I know. I just. I just um, remember he was like he. They were searching him. He was trying to be like, I don't have anything. I don't have anything. And then like he, he pulls out his like. I don't. I don't. I don't, think, I don't think. I don't think he like, was Ryan. 
I don't think it was Ryan because Ryan was just fucking. That guy was just hard. Ryan man. was no, Dude, Nolan that Ryan. guy, that guy. I mean, I, I will still. I mean, everybody knows about the Robin Ventura fucking charge in the mound. Yeah, like I mean, mm-hmm. when Robin Ventura, who was like probably like uh, Joe Necro, Thir- Joe Necro. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But but that 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 Robin Ventura when like you know when Nolan Ryan gave him a little bit of uh you know little some chin music and Robin Ventura wasn't happening and, and like Robin Ventura was like in his twenties, Nolan Ryan was probably pushing his forties and yes. what happens like when 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 Robin Ventura is like running towards a man what is what does Nolan Ryan do he just grabs him and starts going boom 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 like that I mean that is just so classic because it was just like I got your number boy you know it's like yep. he was just mm-hmm. like straight up son i mean that's your <laughs> bring it on in there bring right, it on right. in. a little closer now i mean it was just you watch that i mean rob mentor is like totally just like i'm gonna fuck this old man up and nolan ryan said nope and just grabbed him and started just going bam 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 just started i mean good yeah. lord man nolan but, ryan was on a whole other level but, you know baseball but, baseball back in the day you know it was a slower game but I just feel like it was more um, hardcore. It was. It was so. It, it yeah. felt more like. It felt like more like real people were playing it, other yeah. than you know just watching today. And it's just like these, you know, gargantuan guys, and you know, and and you know, this all this. And, and I get it, the science and the money that's involved, and all this. You know, it's like me and my son. We talk about it all the time, and it's like because he like he's just a walking, uh, you know, center of information for for baseball nowadays. Where that's how I was, you know, when I was younger. And uh, we joke about it and I just talk about, man, I'm like, you know, like I I get it. I understand the science of it. I understand why and the money involved and stuff. But I'm like, but on the flip end of it, like it just felt like it meant more back then. There was more heart. There was more, you know, yeah. Like a guy from down the street was playing sometimes, but you know, but you know, it's just, I mean, like, look at, look at the ridiculous contracts they get. And then all of a sudden there's a lockout that's happening right now. And it's like, well, and right, and, yeah. and 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 I was gonna say this earlier. It's like you know, before we got into baseball, I was I was gonna be like, but Dave, all I have to do is tell you how pissed off that we didn't sign Carlos Correa, and <laughs> and then you'll you'll understand exactly where I'm at with that. But like, but but right there, it's like the whole reason that there was a flurry of all like the the Rangers paid like what half a billion dollars for two guys. I know, uh, we, Jesus Christ. And, and the reason and the reason that it's Seager and. Uh, Who's the other I guy? forgot the other guy. The other guy, but like, yeah, they did all that because <laughs> the players, a lot of the players, wanted to get a deal signed before the lockout happened in case there was a lockout. They wanted, you know, all their guaranteed money and everything like already set up. Correa's stuck now; he won't be able to get a deal until uh, afterwards. But like, you got you the Tigers got bias, right? Bias, I, yeah, yeah. Well, that's Javi, that's uh, something, I guess. It, it, right? It's that's something, good. but it's not. Carlos like we just we just like paid off Prince Fielder well okay but <laughs> like what but, like, the it, hell it, is that and 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 like Miggy's contracts and, man and, 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 like, I know Miggy's man contract. I'm just like yeah good lord and you know I told my well son, I thought isn't Bobby Bonilla still getting like money from the, from the Marlins or yeah somebody yeah like yeah. I swear like I told I told Isaac uh it was funny when uh you know because uh uh you know, through, through those mid 2000 years where the Tigers were actually doing well. And, you know, you mentioned it, Ray, you know, like, like, and I, and I thought it was funny because like all we kept hearing, like all I would hear on sports radio, cause I was listening to sports radio a lot, you know, 97, one, you know, 97, one out of Detroit, yep. and all that stuff, you know, back mm-hmm. in the day when it was something, 
but uh, I, I would listen to it like on the road all day uh, at work. And I would hear all these people call and complain. Oh, well, yeah, we didn't, we didn't, you know, make the world series this year. We should have made the world series world series or nothing. And, and then, you know, it'd be like, Oh, we only won the pennant this year. We only got to the championship this year we didn't get to the world series. It was, and I, I kept saying, guys, do we forget? Do we forget the nineties when like right. the tigers completely fell off the, the, the radar? I didn't listen. I missed out honest to God. It's one of it's one of the things I regret the most. I missed out on going to tiger stadium in its final season because I couldn't get anybody, any of my friends to be excited about actually just going to a baseball game just to be there because we knew that they were going to lose. You knew right. that they were going to lose. So you didn't have any reason for actually wanting to go to see a game. You just, you know, like I've been to Tiger Stadium twice in my life and both of them was re- when I was really young. I could have gone when I was like old enough to just be able to drink it in, remember it and move forward. And I missed out on that because I wasn't going to go myself. And now if I had to do it over again, I would, I'd go by myself totally now, you know, at my age, but like back then I was in my early twenties. I was like, I wasn't just going to go by myself. And so, uh, so I missed out on that because of that. And I, you know, I was telling my son, you know, when, when they started getting rid of contracts, right after that time, you know, you know, we we were doing too well, you know, and then we, but we weren't doing, we weren't fulfilling our potential. And like, that's how baseball is. Sometimes you can have it all on paper. It can all look great, but that's the great part of the game, right? Is that it can look great on paper, but it's not necessarily what's going to look at the 88 athletics versus the Dodgers. Right. I, everything on paper says that there's no way the Dodgers win that world series. Yeah. Yet Kurt steps up, hits one home run, doesn't have another plate appearance the entire series. And yet it had a bad back. No, he had bad. He had bad leg. He had bad leg. Oh, it was a leg. It was a leg, right? Like he, yeah, yeah. it was all arms. He just basically throws the bat out there at it on a you know yeah. a three-two pitch. Like that was. You watch that swing. It was awful, yeah. but he just he hit it in the. Well, he didn't. Spot. He didn't even run. Like if it, oh, it, it wasn't. It's hobbling. He, he, right. He's hobbling, <laughs> gimpy, like around yeah. the bases. Yeah. But he. But you know. But that was the thing. It, it. It. It sparked that energy for the rest of the series. Right. And you know. And and it's like, yeah. You know, we may have looked good. The Tigers may have looked good in the in that time. But you know, they just couldn't put it all together. You know, that we almost did in two thousand six. But you know, it just didn't happen. And then, uh, but I was telling my son when they started doing, you know, because he was young at the time and he was just hearing, you know, like, oh, well, we're going to rebuild. And I told him that I said. Well, buddy, you know what that means. We're going to unload a lot of people, and it means that through your young age, you're also going to have to suffer with the Tigers being bad. It's like, but no, Dad, they're so good. Like they're they're we're, you know we're just there. We just need to make a couple of changes. I was yeah. like, no, nope. rebuilding son means we're going to get rid of everybody so that we can save money, just so that about you know ten years from now, somebody goes, oh, we can spend money again, and we're going to try it all over again, <laughs> you know. And what it is, happened. there it is, you know. But Chuck, you're right. That '84 Tigers team was legit it was legit Pen- uh, opening day he- to last day first place baby and he's also Dude. saying i should cry harder i don't know what i was crying harder about um but it's okay chuck it's fine you know i'm a giants fan and hey guess what they were pretty good this year but yeah <sighs> damn well you beat us in uh what was it uh two- was it 2011 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you whipped uh, us, Ray man. and I, Ray and I have talked about that. You know, you whipped us hard, that. man. We came yeah. in out, out of that, man, thinking we were going to be something, but you know, we swept. Uh, who did we sweep? <laughs> we swept. Uh, wasn't it the A's? Did we yeah. sweep the A's? 
Or was it we swept? Yeah. That's that's what I love about baseball. It's like when it when it comes to the playoffs, it's like, you know, obviously the Giants this year had the best record in baseball, which they were supposed to be the worst record in baseball. You know, they were supposed to be like coming like twenty seventh, and they ended up having a hundred and seven wins. Dodgers had a hundred and six wins. Crazy. So crazy. And then of course when it came to the playoffs, the Dodgers ended up winning the series, which yeah, was heartbreaking the way that it ended. Fucking it sucked. But you know, that's just baseball for you. And that's what I like about it. I mean, that's what's so unique about baseball is the fact that it's just like I don't know. There's just something different about the game. I mean, I love football. I can watch base, uh, basketball, hockey. But at the same time, it's like when you look at some of those sports, man, they're kind of like, you know, it's just like two sides. You got to make the goals. Baseball, something different. It's just unique. Yeah. It's unique. And, you know, it sucks, though, because, you know, I know there's like a lockout happening and stuff like right now. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? You guys realize that, you know, People think the game is slow, and now you guys are doing a lockout thing. And you know, that's that kind of makes I'm, me. Worried. I'm with Mama Film Junkie. I got, yeah. I got, I got three teams. The Dodgers <laughs> were my first love growing up in Vegas. How dare you? Yes, Mama Film How Junkie. How dare you? The Dodgers. Damn the Dodgers you. were my first love when I moved to Michigan in '83. <laughs> I became a huge Tiger fan, and then and then it was awesome that they won in '84 because I was eight years old. I was at the perfect age, man. Like yeah. Tigers won that World Series, and I was at the perfect age, mm-hmm. and I just and the Tigers. And then it was funny because I grew up watching the Cubs on WGN yeah. Superstation. Yeah. And like I had, I had no connection with Chicago whatsoever, but I just grew up watching the Cubs. And so this last summer, uh, we got to take the family and I got to go to Wrigley Field for the first time. Damn. And oh, that, was, that was just something. And, and I haven't been to Dodger mm-hmm. Stadium. I, I was out there in 2000. I've been so many times. Really? Yeah. <laughs> See, I was out there. I was out there in uh, 2019, I think it was. <laughs> 2018 mm-hmm. or 2019 and i had a day that like i had i was out there for a conference and uh i could do anything i wanted i had the, i had a rental car i could do anything i wanted and the first thing i did was look up dodger tickets i was like i'm going to a dodger game and i had a bu- i have a buddy who lives north of la who had told me like one day we're gonna go to a dodger game together and so heck yeah heck yeah and so i called him and we're like yeah we're gonna do it and of course i look and of course they were out of town they were they were in uh oakland <sighs> And so I ended up I ended up going yeah. to the to the Warner Brothers lot instead. So well, that's good. That's also good. I got to still right, do yeah. something really cool and see like it's I got so to see every cool. Batmobile was, and everything. I, I mean, I I've been to Dodger Stadium so many times, and going there as a as a Giants fan, scary. Yeah, uh, it's I, yeah. Scary. I, but you know what's crazy now nowadays? Now, like 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 I, I've said this before too. Is like the last time we went, and it was like when they were doing batting practice, and we we're out in the you know the outfield. And we were talking to Dodger fans, you know, I'm, I, I have my Giants jersey on. I got my hat on. So is my brother and blah, blah, blah. Um, but we were talking to Do- Dodgers fans, which is always, you know, most of the time it's fine. I've had some bad experiences with Dodgers fans, which, you know, it sucks. But when we were talking to you, he was like, you know, and like this one guy he was like talking, he's like, you know what? You guys aren't the most hated fans anymore. Astros fans. Astros. Right now. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's true. We are now second. Sweet, <laughs> you know, like so. You guys are okay with us now. You you don't hate us as much as Astros fans because of what happened with the whole cheating thing. Sweet, right. you know. I, I I pray for anybody who's an Astros fan that goes into Dodger Stadium. Ray, Ray, who would you say? Like, do we even have 
like a rivalry anymore? Well, okay. <laughs> so so if if it was anyone Enosh for the Tigers, it, it would have to be the White Sox. Because yeah, because I, I, I feel like most of the brawls and fights that have happened over the last ten years or so have yeah. been with them. Although there was that really one bad one with the Yankees um, a couple of years ago. I forget uh, the one that uh, Romine's little brother, the catcher, was involved with because he was when he was catching with the Yankees. Uh, it, yeah, it, it's either the White Sox or the Royals, or the Yankees. Maybe? Well, no. I mean, I mean, it, that, I mean, that's within the, in the division, right? Well, so are the know, White Sox, but but I don't, I don't hate. I, I don't have. A I know that's. I, hey, I wanted to say, you like, know, who stop. I do hate is I. I hate the, I hate the Cardinals. We don't get to play. We don't get to play. I do hate the Cardinals. Yes, and 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 I, I've already told Enosh, or Enosh, I've already told Dave. In fact, the first time I was here, I told Dave that I still hate Pablo Sandoval. Oh yeah, we were just talking about. We were talking about the time that the giant. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah, yeah. No, but um, I wanted to say, like Scott, do you have a baseball team? No. You know, uh, <laughs> the, clo- the closest. No. no. What? Welcome to this sports hour, where Scott is up there in the right hand corner, just like, oh, what's going on? We went from the Davis. closest I've ever come, just by proximity, is the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, I was about right. to say. I was like, I was like, are you a Braves fan? They, they, they won. They won the World right? Series. So, which but, you know what? I was okay. I was like, I was yeah. fine because Freddie Friedman. Uh, you know, he deserved that. Freddie Friedman, right? Yeah, he deserved to get that. You know, and now, uh, you know, and definitely everybody's uh, kind of like anyone with the Astros at this point. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't believe that it was like their I don't know. First... I don't know if the Dodgers like saying that the Astros are the number one uh, rival or, or like number one hated like is really anything special because isn't that like everybody right now? Like pretty much. I mean, and you, you it's know, it's going to take a while. My, yeah, my, it's going to take a while. I, I think that's the general perception, Enosh. But my whole thing when that came out was okay. The Astros got caught. Are you really yeah. going to tell me that no one else is doing? Is, yeah. is, is, come on, there, there's the, and, and that's why I I feel like a lot of fans that are like talking down the Astros is like, yeah, y'all better keep your mouth shut before something comes out about your team because who knows these days? Mm-hmm. And I and I and I I don't know any. I'm not saying I know anything definitively. It's just be careful because there's still that adage if you ain't cheating you ain't trying well the law, think... of, the law of averages man just alone yeah. i mean somebody else you can't tell me that they're the only team that thought about that i mean you no. know what I mean? like oh no, no way like like i'll be honest with you i'll be honest with you even as a baseball guy like when i found out about like what they did i was kind of like yeah <laughs> uh, yeah okay okay <laughs> Right. But it was like, is it, is it like the, you know, it's not, to me, it just wasn't like scuffing up the baseball or, right. you know, yeah. you know but what I mean? Was, like everybody made such so, a big like, deal about the, it. When you watch the videos about it though, it was like, man, you could clearly hear them banging on, you know, you can. <laughs> and you're like, how would you not figure that out? And even like the op- opposition pitchers were like, I remember seeing like where I think they were playing the socks, I think. And, the pitcher, like, he was like, he brought up the catcher, and they were like, he was literally like, they are fucking reading our signs right now. <laughs> like, he was like, he was flat out, like, you, there's breakdown videos where you actually see where the opposition team, and I think it was the Sox, that were like, dude, they, did you hear that shit? I mean, I'm like, <laughs> right. I'm like how are you going to get away with it? That's why then all of a sudden they went to the whole buzzers thing. 
you know, oh, yeah. uh, we're like, oh, there's like a buzzer on the on the, on the batter. Right. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that right there. That's where it gets. Yeah. Oh yeah. Really when crazy. They start- when they I mean, when what's his name was it, like, was like okay. when he, he was like, "Oh no, don't rip off my shirt," and then he goes into the dugout, takes off all his gear, and then comes back out. Okay, we're good now. And it was like, really, dude? Yeah. When we're talking about yeah. buzzers, and you were like, "No, no, you can't rip off my shirt," even though I just won the game right now. And you don't rip off my shirt because it's going to reveal that there's something on my shoulder that was telling me, you know, shit. And, you know? and, that, but, and that's my biggest thing. Like, I'm the I'm the person sitting there. Like, if it were me, it's almost like the, it's almost like the 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 uh, the blood sport scene in uh, with his daughter in Suicide Squad, yeah, where wasn't any yeah, but yeah. it's like. I wasn't mad necessarily like my anger, like if I had any anger about it, not being a Dodgers fan, it wouldn't be because of the cheating. It would be because of the, of the getting caught. It's like, y'all couldn't have thought of us like that in my head. I'm like, wow, that was stupid. You were going to get caught. You did. Yeah. You couldn't have thought of a smarter way to get away with this. Yeah. Like, how did you do just So that to yeah. me, that that's where I'm yeah. like, yo, you see the whistling thing this year. Like the, the people, yeah. There was the whistling yeah, thing. There was a whistling people, thing where people were trying to say that they were doing there. it again because yeah. there were like all these weird see, whistles going on and everything. Yeah. Yeah. See, and my biggest and thing. my biggest issue with that too is also like you know, cheat all the cheating. Like the Astros were st- are still good. They're still a good team. It's not like they That's don't the have. They're talent. still a good team. Everybody it, looks it at the cheating quite like to the final thing, right, but whatever. Right. But everybody looks at the cheating like, oh well, clearly that's why they've been winning. No, the cheating no. helped put them over the top. That was the problem. Well, you still got to hit the ball, right? right. Well, I mean, you know, you know what sucks about that. Yeah, what sucks about that too is like you know you you kind of root for Dusty Baker. You know, Dusty Baker now you know he's the manager and like he really pushed his team hard, and it's like. You know, we can make the jokes like, oh, well, the, the Astros can't, you know, win a world champion because, you know, a world championship without cheating. But it's like, damn, but Dusty Baker's like right there. But, you know, what yeah. can he do? Yeah, it's yeah. it's all anything. But, you know what, guys? Man, we've been talking for a while. I see. I saw Scott yawning. I'm yeah. getting yeah, You guys, I mean, you guys are way in the more in the future than I am. So I think we should wrap it up right here. I love the fact, you know, this is what I love about the vodka stream is how we can just like have like a 44 minute conversation. I don't know if that was the actual uh, minutes that we had longer. about. Yeah, I know about sports. That's what I love. It went from like college football where I'm just sitting here going, yeah, guys. Cool. And then all of a sudden, you know, and then all of a sudden we get to baseball and I'm like, oh, I know something about this. I and then Scott's it. like, I'll sit in the corner. Yeah, I know. <laughs> See, but when you guys were talk, talking college football. Me and Ray are like, yeah, season. buddy. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. Buddies, yeah. Right. See? Yes. Yeah. There you go. Or, oh. There you go. Yeah. This <laughs> bumps everywhere. This bumps everywhere. Now, that's what I love about this is the fact and that when we I do this talk- and it comes through over there, which, which <laughs> you're only be a couple creepy. minutes away. So, I mean, like, right. <laughs> yeah. Soon that technology will exist. Yeah. Um, no, it, it was, that, that's what's so fun about this, the Vodka stream and stuff like that. And just the fact that we can go from all the nerdy, movie and you know cape shit stuff hey we like sports too how about that you know i I was really no seriously like before even coming on here at all like when i saw you tweet about the giants i was like good he at least likes baseball (laughs) that's good yeah awesome we can 
I mean, I like, I like football that. too, but I just don't have like an actual team and I'll even watch college football. Like on Saturdays, I'll put it on because I just like the game. Today's and I'm just nerd is more well-rounded. Exactly. No, I, when I was born, <laughs> I, I, I live in freaking Alabama. You're born and it's like, it's, Alabama you're born into Al- it. Alabama or Auburn. Right. <laughs> yeah like your parents are like which one is it gonna be we're gonna put a stamp on them right now right <laughs> to, to choose and whichever one you choose you're it for life 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 yeah, yeah people, no saying, people are like we do like nfl it's like i don't like nfl i don't have an nfl team yeah. i'm in alabama it's the sec or bust See, right. that's the thing. It's like with me, I'm like, I'm over here in California. It's like, yeah, I got UCLA and USC. And I'm like, yeah, cool. I'll watch. Okay. The game, I'm a, just okay. Dave, I'm going to tell you what. Oh. USC is about to be fun for you. Okay. Because okay. Lincoln Riley, who was coaching in Oklahoma, who won a bunch of Big 12 championships, he just oh, took that's right. like, I heard about he that. just took like, what, that. 15 million to go. Now he's yeah, at USC yeah. and he's, about to, tear, about, that. he's yeah. about to tear that conference a whole new asshole. Seriously. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. I, feel, I feel bad. I felt bad for my, for my father-in-law because my father-in-law is a lifelong, you know, Michigan guy, uh, you know, loves sports just absolutely. And they retired. My mother and father-in-law retired down in South Carolina where there was like nothing. Right. And they were and like uh, it took them forever to figure out who they were going to root for, you know, uh, like, was he going to be a Panthers fan? Was he going to be uh, uh, a Clemson, you know, Gamecocks? Guy? Yeah. South like, Carolina. who are they going to root for? And then, then once he started rooting for like Clemson and stuff, I was like, you traitors, shut up, get out of here. Like, he'd be like, well, I can't watch the Michigan games down here. I'm like, you know what? A good fan would find a way. Just saying, just saying. <laughs> like I go down yep. there, he's wearing all these other shirts and, you know, sweatshirts yep. and right. everything. He's got hey, all this other right. stuff. And I'm like. And and our particular, and Enosh, you know that our particular fan base travels, right? It's like we just, like the the Big Ten championship game, we'd never been to the damn game ever in life because Michigan had never gotten there. And we only just found out a week prior that we were going to go there because all the Ohio State fans bought their tickets in advance. Planning another trip there, we screwed that up. Within a week, we set record attendance at Lucas Oil Stadium because we all showed up. Not me. I would have loved to have gone there. But like Michigan fans all showed up and turned out for that. When the Orange Bowl happens on New Year's Eve, it's going to be half Michigan fans. Oh, yeah. And and a quarter of them already are down there in Florida. So Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 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 So, yeah, it's like I felt bad for them for a while. And still they start. I think it's funny when people like move down south from up here and like then they act like they've been southern their whole life. (laughs) <laughs> like my mother-in-law i love her to we death. have a I term her, for that like, but i used to tell her i'm like she, she, she'd be going about like well we're southerners now i'm like first of all you don't have that accent uh <laughs> second of all you're not southern like she's discovering something like look my mamaw was from mississippi my great or my grandma was born in mississippi boonville mississippi uh you know they live their life down there and stuff like and it's so funny because like like my in-laws would get down there, they're like they've lived their whole life up here, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Oh yeah, there's some." So we we had some good southern hospitality and some southern food and all this stuff, and I'm just like, "Act like you've been there before." I love you. I love you. No. <laughs> okay, Scott. What's Scott. the term? What's the okay? Term? Yeah. There's Yankees. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. But when they con- but when they move down here, now they're damn Yankees. Uh, <laughs> I like it. I like I it. Mean, I, I like that movie too. By the yeah, way, oh yeah, yeah. yeah that That's a great, great baseball movie. 
a great baseball movie. I fucking love Damn Yankees. I'm I just surprised. Think it's funny. She's always talking about. She's always talking about the South, man, and like you know us Southerners and stuff like that. I'm like, you've been uh, down no, there no, for no, like no, no. five years now. Like, what yeah. the heck? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. goddamn. Sorry, you got me on that. I'm like, how's there not been a remake of Damn Yankees? Oh my, there needs Bio to be a remake. Girl, Bio girl, you know. What I mean, come on. Oh, no, I mean, my favorite. <laughs> I'm sorry, the revival they did with B.B. Newirth as Lola and Victor Garber yeah. as... Whatever Lola gets. Lola wants. Whatever Lola gets. Yes. It's literally about oh, a, the, this old fan who wants his team to... He, he's a Washington Senators fan. Yeah. And all he wants to do is beat the Yankees. And he sells his soul to the devil... To become a player for the Washington yeah. Senators to help them win, you know, win it against the <laughs> Yankees. Wow. Yeah. He's like this old dude who's like, who watches his team and he's just like, hey, man, if I was young, and he's just like, wham. And then all of a sudden the devil shows up and says, hey, you want to do this? I'm surprised there hasn't been a remake. There I needs really to be a remake right. of that. I like because, a movie. I don't know. The best part that of Damn Yankees that I, I always liked that was that song, uh, uh, can you take me high enough? That was the, that's the right one, right? No. 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 Oh. It, was, it was a cool super group, though. <laughs> it was. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking <laughs> I mean, about. Damn Yankees? Yeah, yeah, yeah what, that's what I'm saying. That's what yeah. I was, that was the best part of Damn Yankees for me. Because I've never seen the film. And I don't know anything about it. I don't know <laughs> oh, anything. Man, I, I, know, I knew the premise, but like I've never seen it. Yeah. So was like, Ray Walston is the devil. Yeah. I'm a film junkie. Yeah. Yeah, we know. Yeah. That was like a that was a baseball movie that played constantly in the uh, the Pena household. Yeah, Ray Walston is the okay. All right, I am familiar oh. with Ray Walston. Yeah, it was a good movie. It was a musical movie. and whatever the fuck. Okay. But I'm just like, I always wondered. I was like, why hasn't there been like a remake of that? I'm like, well, it's I, I, I'm still waiting. You know, and and uh, Ian Ash, I'm sure you've had this discussion before when when talking about baseball movies in general. It's like, all right. The Cubs have Rookie of the Year. The oh, Angels man. have Angels in the Outfield. The I Twins, the, the Twins got Little Big League. Why do the Twins Dude. have a movie? Okay, thank you, thank <laughs> you, thank you, Ray. Ray, 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 thank you. Because I love Little Big League, and I love I love the fact that like nobody knows about that movie like as much as the other ones. And I'm like, true. Well, they all came Little out like Big around this. Like they were all Little they all came out like. Great. Yeah. But yeah. The, but but no, but my problem is what's the Tigers movie for the love of the game? Which don't get me wrong, Kevin. That's Costner, a great movie. That's a Sam Raimi movie. Come on. Yes, but, yes, but the Tigers suck. Yeah, Why can't the they... you had Kevin Costner as a fucking, you know, oh, John okay. C. Riley. I was gonna say I was gonna I was wondering where you're going with that because i be, for the love of the game is a pretty good movie. Man. Oh, yeah. okay, but I'm pitching so, a perfect game and he's reliving no, his I'm, life while okay, he's on the but, mound. I'm and it's Kevin Costner? But 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 no in I, a baseball game? Okay, but yeah. the, the, the the Cubs can get a movie where they win. The Angels can get a movie where literally Angels help them win. The Twins get a movie where they win. Right. The, the Indians, hold on, hold on. Cleveland, but, 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 but Cleveland right. gets a Cleveland yeah, but that, got okay, a series. But, okay, but think of about movies. the okay. But let's they talk, win. Let's, let's step back. Right. Let's talk about the can we talk about the quality of these films? You are comparing exactly. a movie 
that has a Detroit Tiger who is like it's film. He is reliving his life on the mound as he's as he's an older player who yes. has lived like a, a crazy life and has dealt dealt with so much like personally and and he's he's it's very introspective while he's pitching a perfect game. Okay. And it's directed by Sam Raimi and it has Kelly yes. Preston in it. Yes, Boys and Detroit Tigers, you're yes, comparing. Ray. Ray. You are comparing right. that film <laughs> to a fanciful <laughs> Angels film where CGI <laughs> Angels lift players into the air where they catch fly balls. Or it has Danny Glover. It has and Tony Danza pitches a great game. Yes, exactly. Tony Danza is their starting pitcher. Where a yeah. little kid Ray. plays for the Chicago Cubs hey, and who, somehow hey, takes hey, them. Who, like who, all who, these fanciful, like crazy, like silly things. And Ray. like, even look, even, even, uh, look, even. Uh, 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 bases loaded, or yeah, it. no, um, not bases loaded. Uh, major bases league. loaded. Major that league. Was a video league. That's a video yeah. game. I know that's video. Yeah. Even major league, even major league. I love that, that game. Was for Indians. That's yeah. that's the one that well, I'll, that I'll kind of give you a little bit of a, like a little bit for because it's a classic movie. But even that yes. is a comedy, and it's kind like there's so much spoof in there and funniness, whatever. But I'll give you, yes. it's still a great movie. But and I understand that maybe for the love of the game is not the sexy, you know, like like you know one that everybody remembers and stuff. But if you're comparing quality, no, to some no, of those I, okay, just no, mess, I, me- yes, right, okay. so I, yes. But I but will, just I, remember, there's no crying in baseball. Tom oh, I know. Well, okay, I mean, see, let's face it. Let's see, face it. Uh, yeah, that's, you know, that's arguably the best movie, baseball movie. That movie was. <laughs> That's that movie's in my top. Okay, that movie's in my top. What about Field of Dreams, though? What about Field of Dreams, where yeah, you okay. get uh, where you get Ty Cobb, right? Who played for which? Who team? played yes. for? Yes. Who but, did they play for? Come on, yes, Ray. Yes, they played for the Tigers. Yes. Okay. okay. He played. We're, we're trying to help you out here, Ray. Yeah, I got okay. you. But it's Ty okay. Cobb. Ty well, Cobb. Okay, you know what? You know, was, there, you... was there a Ty Cobb movie with Tommy Lee Jones? Yes, yes, Ty Cobb. yes, yes. Where he showed how much of a dick he was. Yeah, yes. I'm concerned, as far as I'm concerned, Field of Dreams, greatest baseball movie of all time. I cry every time I watch it. I cannot right. get through that film yeah. without crying. Hey, it's got hey, James Earl Jones hey, in Dad, that film. Have a catch. Yeah. Hey, dad, you want to have a catch? As as somebody who played catch with my dad for the first time at 35 years old, I cannot make it through that film without crying, Ray. What does, uh, who does Bill Durham, what's the team of that one? That's a, Uh, that's a minor league. That's minor league. Minor league. Okay. Listen, here's the thing. The the Durham Bulls? Yeah, the Durham Bulls. Yeah. I I was going to mention, I was going to mention this before I had to step away earlier because you were talking about how you'd only been to Tiger Stadium like, what, twice? Yeah, twice, yeah. Okay. I went to Tiger Stadium a lot as a kid. Like, I had been there, like, tons of times. And so, are we, com- like, are we comparing Tiger Stadium sizes? No. no, no <laughs> I'm just I'm, asking. <laughs> no, what I'm saying. <laughs> for, for, hey, hey, 440 to dead center. 440 to dead center. Yes, but, no, I agree. I agree. No, yes, I, I know the dimensions. I hey, watch hey, it a hey, lot hey. on TV. Hey, hey, you guys don't even have to talk. Giants have that triples alley that fucking pisses me off. I'm just oh saying. God! Well, no, yeah, we have the Pepsi porch now. We got the Pepsi porch. We, we got a stadium Pepsi. so big now, nobody can hit home runs. Yes, every, <laughs> we went from being this, you know, like, uh, every home run is a long fly ball now. <laughs> exactly. Every home run, like in this, like how? Because, because I mean, you know, yeah, center field was was. Uh, a black hole at Tiger Stadium, but man, like 
everything else was oh yeah right to limited. left you were gold yeah you were gold was, i mean if you got yeah. you know baseball's flying out of the stadium you know i mean yeah. and which was really cool uh but it was you know i mean tom Selleck hit a home run at tiger stadium so I mean, <laughs> you know right. like you know so i mean mr. Ba- know, mr baseball man that's yeah. what i'm saying i man. love that that movie's there's another but, one yeah but, yeah but, but i'm but I'll, I, I bring that up to say that like from my perspective is like you know the glory years like 2006 to 2013 we needed to win at least one world series i'm not I saying we should have beaten the cardinals in 06 and yeah. the giants in 2012 but could we gotten one of them right because there's the because there's the problem you know the last time that we won a world series and this goes back to my whole movie thing i was a year old okay i don't mm-hmm. remember it happening sure i i've i've been told that we drove around in a car the night of the victory while everybody was celebrating and that I held my finger up with a number one. Now, I've been have told you ever that watched, that's what Have I you did. ever watched the, you know, like the inside baseball films and stuff like that from, from that year? I've, I've seen, not all of them, but I've seen a few. Oh, dude, yes. you got to watch like the, like the history, like when they, when they like talk about the Tigers, like from, you know, from the beginning of the season to the end of the season, like, and all the stuff that happened and then being, and, you know, and like all the, you know, where, how they were mic'd up and stuff, you know, I mean, especially in the, in the world series where it's like, you know, he doesn't, oh, yeah. he doesn't want to uh, walk, walk you, you. he doesn't want to walk you, you, you know, right, I mean, yeah. all that stuff, dude, like, I, I just got to tell you, like, I get what you're saying, dude. But you're, it's like you're asking for something quality, but at the okay. same time, like oh, it, I got it's, it's like it's like you I, really don't want quality. It's like you want Jack Black to star in a film about the Detroit no, Tigers. No, 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 like no they're down saying. on their luck until, until until a this rabbit with, right that can swing a hard bat <laughs> sitting outside the stadium. I'm seeing a Detroit Tigers stream happening next year. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, you guys live in Michigan right now. Just saying. Jack Black was a guy (laughs) down on his luck, a Tigers manager who couldn't find a win in a rabbit's hat until. until, Yeah. But Ray, what we're we're saying here, Ray. No, I I get your point. I I understand. The fact that you, like the Tigers do have the movie and it's starring Kevin Costner, Kevin Costner and Kelly Preston, may she rest in peace. Yes. And if we're talking about Hollywood crushes, she was on the list oh, by, by, by far. Fucking Kelly Preston, are you kidding me? Um, and then it's directed by Sam Raimi. It's a yes. Sam Raimi flick. I hate that he's flick, a Spartan, man. but yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly, come on, though, man. Yeah, Ray, I love romantic. it. Man. Look, I, I get it. Look, it's not as romantic as, you know, uh, you know, I, I don't even know. I don't even know what else is there. I mean, like that's the thing. Well, like sixty-one about movies. You think about like what, like we said, Angels in the Outfield. You think about Major League, which is Cleveland right. Indians, yeah. which yeah. is now the Guardians, and then of course you have Rookie of the Year, which is Cubs. You know, and then of course there's like Yankees, whatever the hell. But I mean, so, usually so, nobody's really done anything about the Yankees. But the thing is, though, is like when you watch for love of the game, he's going against the Yankees. That's the thing. He's yeah, playing. Like, in the stadium. That's what's so great about the movie is like, is like Kevin Costner's character is not pitching a perfect game in Detroit. He's pitching it in Yankee Stadium. And, and that's, that's one of the things I love that movie when he goes, cue the mechanism and he like totally just mutes the fucking crowd. And then, but, but he also comments about it. It was like, yeah, you know, when you're in fucking Yankee Stadium, I mean, like there's just something like that movie. Scott, well, that was, that, movie, right? Scully, I actually right? have not seen this movie. Oh either. my god! Okay, dude, I love I love the fact that the stream has 
has created a list for Scott. We have Dave, <laughs> we have for love of the game and and internal sunshine. Internal of sunshine Scott. of the spotless night. I love the fact that you know Scott now has a list from this stream. I love it. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. <laughs> you know, it's no. funny that you bring this up because I was literally telling my son Isaac because my son Isaac has not seen for the love of the game either. And I was just telling him the other day, we have got to watch for the love of the game because all these reasons it's got Kevin Costner. It's a Tigers game or, you know, it's a Tigers uh, movie. It's it's in Yankee Stadium. It's like all these these little things. It's a quality film. Like it's it's definitely not. It's not like like just like a flash in the pan film, man. It's that's a quality film. And and I and and I I, you're I can't. I'm not. I'm not going to argue on any. You of just those want points. a fun game. You want where the no, Tigers I, win the World Series. No, I want something. <laughs> well, you know, it's like you know when when people talk about baseball movies, like those other ones come up, yeah. and I know. no one like. like I know, and I know. Not, not a lot of people talk about for love of the game. I get it. I get it. Right. It's always and about it's, Major League Sandlot, which has no yeah. team. Well, right. I mean, I guess it has Dodgers. I guess because you know. Yeah, because it yeah. starts off they're at Dodger Stadium, and then right. you know, uh, you know, uh, Rodriguez is wearing a Dodgers hat. So I guess that's technically a Dodgers. I know, but hey, Ray, I don't have a Giants, fucking, you know. Yes, you but know. guess what you have that we haven't had for over thirty years. <laughs> I have three World Series. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, and Starfleet is based there. <laughs> Starfleet is based in San Francisco. Well, and technically, the Yankees do have a – they got pride of the Yankees. Dude, yeah. you're right. Starfleet is based in San Francisco. You have that too. Oh. Starfleet. Oh. <laughs> That's what I said, yeah. Oh. Man. I mean, if we're going to cut it like that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I mean, I'll take it, I guess. Hey, at least we got one, man. At least, at least we did get a baseball movie. That and it is was, true. And, and I got to say, out of like, if I'm thinking about all those other movies, probably beside uh, Field of Dreams, I mean, it's it's got to be one of the more quality yeah, ones, I'm, man. I'm, I'm surprised no one has mentioned. Like, we haven't mentioned Moneyball yet. I guess that is that the. Oh, A's I was movie? thinking if there just there wasn't an opportunity okay, yeah. for me to. Yeah, like... that, that that's across the bay. That's across the bay for. It is across team. the bay. Yes. So, that's the <laughs> that's A. a good movie though. It's a great it a movie. movie. Oh, I fucking great love movie. that movie too. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it was a good. It was a good movie for Brad Pitt. Like that was. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, oh, it's a good movie like, for Jonah and, Hill. And Jonah Hill. Jonah yes. Hill too. I mean, my god. Um, yeah, that it was movie, also. I mean, it, it was also crazy. Like, especially if you were somebody that watched that season and like knew some of the basic stories. Yes. So just to, yes. it was just weird seeing. There was a part of me. It was weird seeing Chris Pratt play Scott Hattieberg. <laughs> <laughs> it's like right, the, and 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 uh, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, may he rest in peace. As uh, what was the, it? the the cur- uh, what was the manager, Howell, the the manager. what was what was I forgot his name. I forgot his name. Manager, yeah. Whoever was it, yeah. Art Howell? I think it was Art Howell. I think it's that sounds something familiar. Like that. Yeah, yeah, like, like that. Yeah, then, yeah, right. But just knowing well, what the knowing what the players look like in real life and having well, followed that well, story. What was great just, about that movie what was great about that movie is the fact that it was based on an actual season. You know, like it was yep, based right, on actual right. events. Like everything else is kind well, of just highlights. I mean, I mean, you have, I mean I mean you have I mean remember let's not forget may he rest in peace too Bernie Mac Mr. 3000 for Brewers fans out there. Remember did you remember that movie Mr. 3000 where I never saw it, yeah. yes. Oh, it's, it's a great, it's, it's a great movie. I mean, baseball movies 
I love baseball movies big time. That's why when, when you guys brought up Little Big League, I was like, thank you, because that is the movie that's so underrated. I love that movie so much. I watched it so much when I was a kid. You know, I mean, obviously you have the Sandlot. That was like my yeah. movie yeah. when I was a fucking kid. I just, you know, Benny the Jet Rodriguez. I wanted to be him, of course. Yeah. You know, and just there's the something natural was good, but I don't uh, the top 10 then. And there's talking about the natural. The natural I, yeah, I remember the natural. I just remember the last time I watched the natural. I was a kid. Yeah, like I, I've watched it, you know, uh, you know, even as an adult. It's 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 good, but it just it doesn't hit like some of the other movies I grew up the, with. You the, know? The 42, movie. 42. The, the, I, I, yes. I, maybe I have, rest in I, peace. I, God damn, I, too many rest I in peace. Not yeah. yet. Yeah. 42. I need to see 42. Yeah. Yeah, Harrison yeah, Ford returning today. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the uh, the one that I haven't seen that I really still want to see is Eight Men Out. I've never seen Eight Men Out. Mm. I really want to see that one. Which one is that one? That's the that's the the White Sox movie, The Curse of the Black Sox, with uh, John Cusack and John Mahoney. May he rest in peace. I haven't I haven't um, seen that one. I haven't seen either. that one. Either. Wow. Okay. I, I have heard of it, but I, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I, I really want no, to see that's, that No, that's what I miss kind of in movies is like, man, give me a good baseball movie, please. I mean, just give me a fucking hardcore, like, R-rated baseball movie. Well, R-rated. I mean, Ray, let's start writing a Tigers movie. Yeah. A t- Are you talking a about, like, any given Sunday for baseball? Yes. That's what I was just thinking. That's any what I want, Sunday for Scott. Baseball. That's what I, I want. I want actually, you know what? I had I had the Ray, idea. You can walk on over to the lounge. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, it makes I you actually, feel like it's farther away. And we can write the, the, the quintessential Detroit Tigers baseball movie. Oh, no, I, I had an idea for like a baseball story that had to do with like the bullpen or like, you know, the, the guys that are just back, you know, obviously in the bullpen that are just wait. Like what's going on in that story? You know, what are these you know guys what? about? You know, you know, know what? Okay. I, so I can piggyback off of that. You know, we could like. I would love to do like a, a multiversal tiger story where Mark Fidrich is on that '84 team with that rotation. So it's like Fidrich, Morris, Wilcox, hey, take and Petrie. No, have them all. What the hell? Like I know it was like I know it was those three. Like like See, like through all the, this all is the why this is why I said you guys need to have a Detroit Tigers a multiversal. Stream realistic something you... where Fidrich is on that team because I, I it's always bugged it's, me. It's just a what if. You need your what if. Somewhere in the mid-2000s, Justin Verlander appears upon a time machine Meanwhile, goes back in time to play on the 84 Tigers. Meanwhile, Jack Black is managing a down on their luck Detroit Tigers team. I'm telling you. They can't pull a win out of a hat. Until Squirrely the Rabbit pops up with magical powers and says, Well, gee, Williker, guys, you can lead us to a victory. Here's my pal. Not not Squirrely the Rabbit. Pause. 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 All animated adventure except for the live action spots. This is what I'm talking Written about. Written and directed by you. Ray from Flightcast. <laughs> With special oh, guests by Holy Cow. That's a, oh, it, it's not a rabbit on the field. Steve, I've never seen anything. I must have had way too much Bud Light right now, Steve. 
because I'm telling you, I have never seen what I'm looking at right now. I got there. Is that a portal that's opened up in left field? And oh my, holy cow! That's the that's the bird coming through that portal. And some guy who looks like he's from the future. Steve, I don't even, I'm from Chicago and I'm here too. What is going on? I'm a Cub fan and a Bud man, but I sure am a Tiger fan tonight. That's a little bit like Jason, Jason, uh, Bateman from kickball. (laughs) You know who, you know who he was, you know who who that was, right? No, I do not. Harry (laughs) Carey. Yeah. Harry Carey for the Cub announcer. Yeah. 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 When, uh, I got it all in video. The Yankees announcer who is part of um, Paradise by the Dash, Board Light by Meatloaf. Right. When, when we were uh, when we went to Chicago this year, and I, when we went to the game, uh, so it was really funny because uh, they were losing the whole game. Chicago was losing the whole game. I mean, like in the top of the first inning, Pittsburgh went up three to nothing, and they just nonstop. Right. And so then about the seventh inning. Uh, Chicago came back and tied the game and then took two more runs. We were up five to three. And I was just like, okay, you know, it's my first time at Wrigley Field. I just kind of want you, and I want Chicago to win. Right. And, um, and so it goes into the bottom of the ninth or, or top of the ninth. Pittsburgh comes up, scores two runs, like right out the gate. And I'm like, oh, crap. And so people start leaving. Like everybody starts leaving. And it goes to the 11th inning. Like the whole place, we get to go way down close, you know, like right by the field and everything. And it was a crazy ending because there was an infield pop up. First of all, can I just say, we're talking about baseball. I hate these new softball rules Mm. where, and I know they've been around for like a little bit, but I still hate them. Like where it's like extra innings. Oh, put a guy at second. Oh, like, yeah. You know what? You know, I'm not going to lie. I kind of, I kind of like it because it makes it more intense. It does, but like it just feels like I don't like... want any more nineteen inning games, Enosh. I'm sorry. That's you know what? Thing, oh, yeah, thing. but when you win that nineteen inning game, like if at four in the morning, yeah, <laughs> I don't, I'm just that guy, dude. Hey, I will not hey, leave Ray, until the game's done. We got college football, and the way that they've tried to shorten up, you know, overtime. That overtime is so I, stupid. It is the dumbest discovered... fucking rule. I hate college football <laughs> overtime right now. I'm just now. saying, there was a pop-up. There was a pop-up uh, on the infield, and it was that the game ended in the craziest way. I was recording it, and, uh, you know, guy got to third base. Because, I mean, because immediately when you got a guy at second base. Oh, he got to third base. Yeah, yeah. Okay. it's like you, you, okay. you hit a grounder yeah. just to get him to third base. You're just trying to advance the runner at this point, right? <laughs> Thank you, You're David. Right. I appreciate advance that. Advance the runner. <laughs> that's, my, that's my contribution. So, Good night, everybody. Right, there you go. There's a pop-up, a pop-up to the second baseman. Right. Easy out to end the inning. Second baseman camps underneath of it. I'm recording it. He drops it. A routine pop fly and and the Cubs win. And the entire place just erupts. And I'm sitting there with my son. He got one of those W flags and stuff. And like he's like losing his mind because he's a Cub fan too. And I'm doing the whole Harry Carey thing. I'm like, holy cow. And, and oh, my, son yeah. there, my, my son has never heard like Harry Carey or, like, or anything. And I'm like, I'm recording us. And I'm like, I'm calling him Steve. <laughs> and I'm like, Steve, have you ever seen anything like that in your whole darn life? I tell you right now, I think. I think that second baseman was drinking some Bud Light. <laughs> Bud Light, the official sponsor of the Chicago Cubs, where the Cubbies win it. Holy cow. And my son is just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what in the world are you doing right now? Like, it, just, it was fun, though. It was great. Oh, I, I'm sure Harry it was. Harry Perry, Perry, yes, may he rest. Harry Perry, legend. 
because he when had that, you... that that voice. Hi, everybody. Oh, still, yeah, yeah. Oh, holy! Holy! I gotta be. Oh. I gotta be honest. So, for like National Baseball, bro, it, I, I'm, I'm a Vin Scully fan. Oh, oh yeah, Vince Vin Scully was was the goat. I mean, Fantastic. even though that that's yeah. you know my team's rival, but I love Vince Scully. I mean, and the fact that um, you know he got to see. Well, I mean, it sucks that he didn't get to comment. You know, he didn't do the the uh, he didn't do do the commentary of um, them winning the World Series last year, even though it was a weird season, a short season. Anyways, uh, I have to always say that because I'm a Giants fan. I have to always be like asterisk, you know, put the asterisk <laughs> on the Dodgers World Series win because it was a short season. Anyways, yeah. should we put um, an asterisk on all those Barry Bonds wins? Oh, I know, right? I know. See, that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing. Holy that's cow, thing. Steve! He just came out of nowhere with a berry pot. No, no, oh. that's the thing. Oh, that's the thing. Yeah, people can come back with that because it was like uh, I was like, all right, yeah, you're right. You're asterisks right. You're right. everywhere. You're right. Welcome to Giant Stadium where it's asterisk night. Everybody gets an asterisk. You get an asterisk. I get an asterisk. In fact, they, the whole team splurged so that everybody at the stadium. Now not just the first 10,000, but everybody, people outside the stadium are getting asterisks because very people Bonds in the bay are so getting many. asterisks. Yeah. They got no, asterisks no, no, no. coming out their hats right now. Now, I was about to get to that, and thank you for doing that because, yes, I totally understand. <laughs> totally understand. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, oh my goodness. Man, I smell, oh. I smell. I smell a baseball stream coming on, man. Next year. Oh. I think we could have some fun with this. Oh, oh, God. God. this new record. I'm looking at the time here. Is this a new vodka stream record? No. It, 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 yeah, we're Is almost it? at. I, think six I was on one that went six. We're almost. I was at also six on that hours. one, if I remember right. I was yeah. say, I feel like we've we've had one a little longer than this. I think we have, think? but we're, we're this is coming in like second or third, probably. Yeah, this is. Yeah, this we're getting is, up there. Uh, I, I love yeah. it. I love it though. I love it though, man. I love it when it veers off into uh, baseball because you know that's. I, I, I I've always thought about like, hey man, how fun would it be to do a baseball kind of stream kind of thing? And hey. You know, yeah, maybe man. something I'd, can brew up. That could be that could be fun. That could be fun. I can watch baseball saying. movies. <laughs> hey, listen, yeah, man, man. I, I could I could talk about a league of their own and Sandlot oh, and some of the others. Hell yes, heck. I could talk about that. Dude, I League of Their Own is then yeah, oh, you know you don't beat yeah. it. I mean, like I mean when, when people talk about like yeah, Tom Hanks has done many great roles. Uh you know, obviously Forrest Gump. Philadelphia, you know, Apollo 13, we could talk about the many roles, but man, him and Jimmy, League of Their Own, Jimmy Jesus Dugan. Christ. Jimmy oh, Dugan was like, God. I mean, there was just something about it, like, just the way, I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, there's so many great scenes when you see, like, like in that movie, when he just, just goes off and being all drunk. I mean, right at the beginning when he just, like, shows up in the locker room and then just, like, he's already drunk and then he just walks over and pees. <laughs> you know, oh. and then and then Madonna's like, "Come here, watch!" And like uh, yeah. she's like measuring it, and then he's just like, "Uh," and he's just totally uh, just peeing. No, uh, the, the, you know, the, it's so fucking fantastic. The, 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 the baseball he signed. Wow. Yeah. Avoid the clap, Jimmy Dugan. <laughs> That's, That's good, good advice. advice. <laughs> That's good advice. You know. And then, like you know, when when he's just doing like he's like 
uh, what's his name? Who's like totally monitoring the whole thing? He's like, yeah, especially like that 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 uh, time in the in the in the fifth inning where you scratch your balls for an hour. And he's all, well, you know, one thing he's doing is doing it right, you know. And he's just like, he's just like the character development of Jimmy Dugan and that, and like, because he's so like, I don't give a shit, just give me the paycheck. And then yeah. all of a sudden he starts giving a shit after a bit, you know. Yeah. And then even well, when it gets to the point where he has to like retain himself, and he goes, you know, he's all you. You're still missing the cough, man. And he's just yeah. like, he's like trying to yeah. like hold back, and he's just, you he's feel shaking. it. I, I, and I'm I, like, I, I, fucking Tom Hanks, you're I, fucking beautiful. I, 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 well, I love the part, like, because the, the part, where, the scene where he starts to give a shit is yeah. when he's is is when uh, Dottie is like giving out signals to Marla on what to do with the plate. Yeah. And he's like, and they start doing, yeah. He's like, you're gonna squeeze bump with our best hitter. And so the <laughs> yeah. reason he gets involved is because he's like, no, you're doing it wrong. Do this, and yeah. that's when he starts to take over. And they start, and they, and they, they they're both in there giving signals, and like, yes, him, yeah, like G, him and Gina Davis are just like just going back and forth, just like doing the whole thing. And it, it oh man, that movie is oh, so, so good. God oh, damn it, dude! I can't ask the question because I because I saw I saw Chuck's comment. Dave, tell me something. If the moon was made of cream cheese. <laughs> Would you eat it? Yes. <laughs> I would. Good answer. Totally Good would. answer. Good, Good answer. answer. I was totally would. Sounds delicious. I would dip any I would dip my wheat thins into the moon. Yes. Good answer. Good Cream show. Cheese. Good show. <laughs> oh. Will and by, if we're talking about Harry Carey, he has made appearances in movies. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, I'm just saying. He his voice oh. is in Ferris Bueller. When Ferris Bueller goes to that Chicago Cubs game, you hear yeah. Harry Carey's voice right there. Ferris so, Bueller hey. also Ferris Bueller also has one of the the great Detroit Easter eggs because of course Alan Ruck's character Cameron is wearing a Gordy Howe jersey. Yes, yes, the whole movie, which is fantastic. See that movie's got a little <laughs> something for everyone. Yes, it does. Exactly. There it is. God damn. Why are you still here? Go. <laughs> Leave. <laughs> Leave. Dude, that- and I love the fact that, like, you know, the uh, Ren Reynolds, Deadpool, they Deadpool did that did whole it. thing. Uh, no. <laughs> like, well, yeah. I also got me yeah. with people who didn't understand what it was. Oh, God. I know. Oh, of. Yeah. I'm sure, like, plenty of, like, like uh, what, what, what is he doing? It's like, and I felt I felt the same way for it for anybody that didn't get the reference to it in Homecoming. I'm just sitting there in the theater, and I'm oh, like, I know. I'm like, Homecoming know was like an is. homage to John Hughes. Hughes. That's, why, it was. That's, that's why I like Homecoming so much more than Far From Home. God, because yes. Homecoming yes, was yes. like such an homage to Hughes, and you know, and that's why, like, when I rewatched it uh, recently, I was like, God damn, like this movie, and not to mention Keaton. You know, obviously, yeah, yeah. Dude, that that scene with Keaton and and Holland in the car when he figures out from that, that, is to one of, that is one of the best scenes in the MCU. And I was like, God damn, they really fucking nailed it with this. Far from, but then all of a sudden I watched Far from Home and I went, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> oh shit, yeah, yeah have, have, sure. Some of the some of the VFX is it's good, but Jesus have, Christ, have, oh, have, you, have, have, have you watched any of the clips that have come out? For no way home yet. Yeah, 
I have, and some yeah. of it's kind of like, oh, yeah. <laughs> we all have concerns. I, 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 I feel like I, I feel like Scott Bakula and fucking Quantum Leap, and I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Yeah. By the way, that first episode of that show was, uh, well, the second episode. I'm sorry, the second episode of Quantum Leap was a baseball homage to, yes. uh, uh, um, what movie was it? Um, Minor League. Three or my major yeah. league three. Remember, he was in major league three as the coach. Oh, he <laughs> was. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Quantum Which league was an awful one. movie, and I feel bad because I love Scott Bakula. I yeah. love that guy. You know. Oh, me. I, 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 another rest in peace, Dean Stockwell. Yes. Oh, that just yeah. happened too. That was just recent. happened. Oh. You know what's crazy first... too is because I've been watching reruns of Quantum Leap, and I'm like, God damn. You know, I'm actually surprised there hasn't been a revival of this show. They've tried. They've, They've tried. tried. Well, the, the the last the last word was, was Scott okay. and and Dean were pitching, like literally pitching the idea, pitching a brand new idea that they wanted to do it. And then Dean, I just, I, you know, I just, just, just watching knows? reruns. I forgot how good that fucking. Oh, dude, show. it's amazing. It's universal, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, and yeah, I knew that there were some, there were some rights uh, discussions there for, for a while. Sure. But dude, I, I watched that show religiously in my through my teens, yeah. and because I'd watch it every night, it was on USA Network every night it at was. midnight, and yes. I would watch it every night. And I can't remember how many times I went through the entire series. And then my wife, uh, a few years ago, we were talking about it, and like she remembered it a little bit. But like, apparently she knew when the music came on, like it was time for her to go to bed as a kid, right? And so, yeah. And so, uh, so I bought the whole series and we just, we binged it and it's only five seasons. And so like we binged it. It holds out. It holds out. It's amazing. It's so fantastic. It really holds out. Like when I watch, when I'm watching these reruns, I'm like, damn, this this fucking series holds up, and I'm like, how has there not been a revival or anything? It's like, well, it's a you great know, Belisario, Belisario yeah. talked about the fact that really y- you could try to do it, but what made that show especially good? I mean, obviously Dean Stockwell, you know, in that yeah. relationship with him, but yeah. Scott Bakula. I mean, I, I, he did. I mean, like, look at all the different things that he had to do weekly on that show. I always love. I always love because, like, every every week it was like his little device that he looked at when he was looking at information, it was always never working properly. So he, yes. was, he always, he always hit it. It was always like, like what the, you know, and he was always right. like, God damn it. Get it repaired, man. You know, just, just get, get a new one. Al, 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 just go back, get it repaired because he's always like, ah, ah, he's always hitting it and shit like mm. that. It was, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. But, there was, that was such a great show, but yeah, man, uh, those first, you know, those first few episodes, I mean, like a lot of episodes of Quantum Leap were based on popular movies at the time. Like the first episode altogether was based on uh, Top Gun, you know, kind of surrounding <laughs> that that whole thing. And then the second episode was a baseball film. And then there's, there's just like different things that you see as that movie goes on. Like some you want to get into some trivia. You get into when you when you watch the series finale of Quantum Leap, it's it's so amazing because they brought so many characters back. And then there's just some that are just like really um, kind of deep cuts for stuff because they didn't know that the series was going to end. That's why it ended yeah. the way that it did. And so they had to write something that if it was the series finale, it would be okay. And if it wasn't, they could go on to something else. And uh, the guy, the, the guy who plays uh, the bartender in the series finale that they think, you know, that you think is God or time or whatever, yeah. that's been leaping him around. He's in the very first Did episode. He? Yeah. 
He's in oh, the wow. very first episode. And like, he's the, he's this guy. So like, it was always cool. Cause when you'd watch the whole thing on USA network and you'd watch the, the, the finale, the next one would be the first one. And you'd see that guy. And it's like, wait a second. He was at, he was at Sam's first leap. He was at Sam's last leap. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Hmm. That's cool. You know? Yeah. yeah. And it's funny too. Cause when I watch the reruns, I'm like, damn, I want to watch the very first episode. Cause obviously they always do the opening and they, recap of like oh yeah he does this and i'm like i don't think i've ever seen the very first episode of quantum leap you oh, know yeah i've always yeah. seen just like all these and they're always you know great and whatever they're you know but yeah well, Scott as that show unfolded that, as the show unfolded it's something that i didn't even realize i think not so much is uh there there were things that like so crossed over between seasons that you didn't really think about but like when we yeah. binged it like that it was like Dude. holy crap like they pulled this back from this episode that was way back here and then they I've noticed that. it in into here i mean like the whole thing with al and like yeah. his his life and like the yeah, there's many POW. times where they go into his life as a young yeah oh dude and they, they go in, wasn't yeah. that the one where they go like the Vietnam well yeah he was yeah, a POW in Vietnam and, and like one, all these yeah. things all these ways that he crossed over where it's like he, he does something like he helps Sam to to fulfill what he needs to fulfill so so that he can uh help sam with his brother or whatever in vietnam yeah. sam's brothers in vietnam yeah and, he, and yeah, literally literally sam was there to actually because you know sam was always arguing with al about what he was there to do and the the crazy thing is like supposedly that episode was sam was there to actually rescue al and if yeah. he had been at the right moment like at the right time it would have happened or whatever but instead al realizes that if it doesn't like something bad's going to happen to sam's brother or something and he sends him back and so the girl with the camera who ends up dying and tripping over the the thing and exploding yeah. that's her last picture is al like in chains looking behind his back as they're walking away and yeah. she wins a pulitzer like posthumously for the picture of al yeah. And it's there's, like and then they and then they bring back the fact that like that he was because he was a POW, his wife moved on, thought he was dead and moved on and got married again and so that's what sent Al on this whole life of you know <laughs> being promiscuous and like woman to woman and all this stuff like yeah. that. And then when you get to the series finale and you see what happens in the series finale that like the last thing that Sam does which is amazing is after the whole thing's done, Sam goes to Al's wife. Yeah. And talks to her. And then how it ends is, is like heart wrenching yeah, because it says Sam never goes home. But really you know, sorry, spoil, spoilers for a you know thirty year old yeah. show. But you know Sam never goes home. But then in the but in the same token, Sam saves Al's marriage and it talks about how he's like married and he's happy and everything. And you're just like, oh, God. <laughs> you know, it's just like oh, it's so good, such yeah, good it's really good. And you know, it's funny though. I mean, there's sometimes where it gets a little ridiculous. Like, oh sure, yeah, it meets the devil. Like, like, <laughs> oh, there's there's that one episode where you're like, uh, uh, Sam, you're a vampire. What? Yes. <laughs> and then there's like an episode where he goes into Doctor Ruth, and I was yes, like, that's a. Great I was episode. like, when I was watching the whole episode, I was like, <laughs> so he's like literally carrying a woman, and he's supposed to be an old lady. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I was, like, I was like, whoa, this is getting pretty crazy. But what was great about that episode was like you saw like where these people that he takes over gets into like the waiting room as they call yeah. it. And then Sam was talking to Dr. Ruth and she was like diagnosing him about like his relationships and shit. So <laughs> I was like, all right, okay, you made it cool. But it was like, but still I'm like, I'm having trouble. I'm having trouble with what Sam's. Well, a lot of people had trouble with that show because they didn't understand like who was what. 
you know, like yeah. when Sam leaped. But the thing was, was Sam was actually physically leaping through time. So yeah. it was Sam. So so even though it looked like Dr. Ruth back in, you know, back where he leaped into, it was actually Sam. Yeah. So, it, so, so Sam it's was there, but, yeah. but, but it was the, just like, just like Al appeared as a hologram, there was an yeah. aura or a hologram around Sam to make him look like he was Dr. Ruth. So when, so Dr. Yeah. Ruth actually transported forward in time to be in the waiting room. That was yeah. how they explained where they had the episode. They had a, they had a, they had a three-parter called trilogy where he falls in love with love with this crazy woman and then his, her daughter. And he actually has a daughter. And because he sleeps with this woman and uh, and then uh, later on down the line, as the thing ends, you find out that this little girl grew up. And because she has the IQ that Sam has, which Sam was like mm. off the records IQ and, you know, yeah. and, and like all these doctorates yeah. and all these things. Right. Yeah. He created a time travel program, for God's sake. And so his daughter, even though she didn't know that she was Sam's, they name her Sam. Mm. And she she goes on to end up working at project quantum leap mm. and is part of see? the crew that's trying to figure out how to get Sam back. See, and that that's his daughter. That's and people a- were like, well, how's that his daughter? If, 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 you know, he's this other guy and it's because, uh, <laughs> it's because it's actually Sam physically, but you, it looks like that was one of the ways that like, when I saw wonder woman 84, I, I took a lot of, a lot of flack for this. Cause I was not saying that this was the way that it was done. Ah, but, okay. but the guy, yeah. the guy, like <laughs> people were like, that's a stupid theory. Enosh. Nobody, yeah. nobody was watching quantum leap when they came up with that. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just telling you how I Maybe. looked at it that like, I didn't look at the, 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 the Diana was necessarily, you know, taking advantage of the guy. Cause I was thinking maybe it's a quantum leap deal where it's actually Steve, but everybody else sees that guy. It could yeah, be. Yeah, you, you know? know what? Now, now that I'm like going back and you know watching these old Quantum Leap episodes, maybe not saying yeah. that's how it was. So nobody come at me. I don't want any more DMs about it. <laughs> oh, they're like, coming like, at you, Enosh. They're coming. They were arguing. They they brought up the whole sword thing again earlier today. They're just oh, they're... I know. You know, it, it's always funny too because I always said like when when it comes to you know like okay when Diana's fighting people. I'm like, she doesn't need a sword, okay? She needs a sword when she's got to chop a fucking, this alien god's head off. That's what she needs. But when it came to that, I mean, yeah, one hundred eighty four has problems. We all know. We do. But yeah. she didn't need a sword when it came to fighting, like, security guards at the White House. She didn't need to yeah. be like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> she didn't need to do that. She just needed to be like, hey, yeah, okay, I'm going to, you know. So, right. I always back up that, but yeah. anyways, guys, I think we should wrap this up because we're all plus six hours, and you guys are. I mean, yeah, it's five in the you morning guys, for those guys. Yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah. like looking all at me and Ray, place. like Ray and I, almost look more awake than everybody, and I think it's I know for us that's the thing. That's the thing. It's like I'm, I'm like over here Pacific time, going like I'm even tired because I've been up since you know six. You know, I'm yeah. like, jeez. You know, but yeah, you guys, yeah. But now Ray's looking a little tired too. But Enosh, mm. Enosh, you're gonna do a whole stream like after this, probably. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, right <laughs> it's five eleven. It's still early. Five yeah. early in the morning. But uh, <laughs> let's go around the horn. Uh, thank you to, uh, of course, we'll thank the the real talk guys, uh, Sean and uh, Najid. Um, of course, Krypton Cage and movies. Uh, what is he? he calls movies him? that mayor. Mare. Yeah. I thought it was Mar. Did I, did Mar? I say that right? 
My it's probably uh, well, I well, I, I mean, go mayor because I was like, the, I always try to get the syllables for matter movies that matter. Well, I, I mean, he, the, he spells it like like Bill Maher, you right, know, like right, yeah. yeah. So that's why I always say Maher. So I, you know, I should have probably asked him that when he was here. Well, maybe he should have, you know, signed off before he just like jumped off. I'm <laughs> but hey, you know what? Right now, you know what he's doing? He's coaching. He's he's getting people fit, you know. And that was like. You know, it's funny because anytime I interview people, I always go like, I always want to know like certain things. And I, and one of the things I wanted to ask him was like, Hey man, what's, what's the regimen? What's the regimen for you? Because he's a, he's a stocky dude. He's a big dude, you know, when it comes to, uh, and he's got, you know, great hair. And of course he's got the accent. So I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. Um, you must be just. Anyways, um, you know, I was like, going a place today. <laughs> finish. I don't know what what what's happening over there in Ireland when it comes to you know dating apps and stuff like that. I'm like, you must be just fucking slaying it, dude. Come on, you got to be done. Anyways, all right, let's go around the horn. <laughs> all right, let's go around the horn. Uh, we'll start with you, Enosh. Go ahead and promote yourself. All right, uh, find me over at Point Dexter Lounge. Uh, yes. It's pretty much everywhere. Uh, just as it looks here, it's not Point Dexter. It's Point Dexter. Uh, it's not Point Dexter's. I had somebody yell at me that uh, I was dumb because I didn't use an apostrophe and I didn't know how to spell. It. And I was like, "Well, I would use an apostrophe if it was Point Dexter's Lounge, but it's just a nerd lounge, Point Dexter <laughs> Lounge." <laughs> I always think it's funny. People people yeah. have the strangest complaints sometimes. Uh, but yeah, hey, yeah, find us over there. We talk about all kinds of fun nerd stuff and uh, and everything and anything in between. Like sometimes the the discussion just goes crazy places and uh you can find uh my interview with this guy from the other night dave we had a good time talking about yeah, stuff and that was uh, a lot of fun man that yeah, was, was a lot, lot of fun, fun. so uh yeah. So, yeah so go ahead and check us out over there and uh yeah you know give us a like a follow or whatever do the thing tomorrow i guess we're going to be we, we've been going through all the uh talking, talking about watch parties uh tomorrow we're doing a um uh amazing spider-man 2 watch nice. party we're, we're through that we got through all of the mcguire films got through part one and we're going to try to do the the next two uh the holland spider-man movies uh before we get to um before we get to that so yeah yeah uh amazing spider-man 2 has some issues but mm-hmm. my god there's some gorgeous fucking shots in oh it. yeah that final act is pretty goddamn solid i'm just saying it's emma stone man emma stone we, we, kept joking, we kept joking. We were watching the first one, man. It's like, God, I want to get Emma stoned. Like, I, I swear, <laughs> like, like MJ who? MJ I who? Know, like, I, I don't know. even, like, I don't even miss MJ in that movie. Dude, you know, I mean, I, 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 I'm just saying, I mean, like, yeah, Toby and Kirsten's chemistry yep. was, was good, but fucking Andrew and, and, uh, Emma Stone, my God, they had, well, I mean, they were dating, which helped, but that, that chemistry is like, the best yeah. out of all Spider-Man live action. So, Without anyways, Ray. Uh, at the Flightcast on Twitter, of course, my weekly podcast about all nerdy stuff uh, can be found at theflightcast.com along with my blog. And as Scott has brought up a couple of times already tonight, which I thank him for that, I also am doing a new sports show called Monday Morning Sports Ball, which, yes, nice. I did start doing it. Because the first episode was totally me bitching about the Michigan State game, uh, <laughs> and it just turned into, and 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 it just turned into me finally wanting to finally being able to talk about sports 
on a podcast. So that is every morning around 9, 10 a.m. Eastern time that comes out. I, it's been largely football, but I do, I, I, I mean, I, I watch hockey. Obviously we talk quite a bit of baseball tonight. So I'll talk about that as well. I, I'll probably talk about my angst over not getting Carlos Correa. Um, and maybe fit in a little of basketball. I don't know. Basketball is like my number four, but yeah, that's my <laughs> sports show that I'm doing, that I'm finally doing now every Mondays, uh, every Monday morning. There you go. And of course, I am still doing Fans Without Borders. Uh, in fact, our next episode, Scott, will be our review of Spider Man No Way Home, uh, next week when that finally comes out. There it is. And Scott. You got this, even though you're yawning. <laughs> well, of course, you can find me on Twitter, Scott DC27. You can find my podcast at DC Squadcast, where podcast can be found. We're on Vero, Facebook, YouTube, the entire network of shows at squadcastmedia.com. And join us this Sunday as Dave and I talk about Eternal Youth, our next appearance at Poison Ivy in Batman the Fanimated Stream. That's yeah. a creepy one. It yeah, is a creepy, creepy one. Creepy episode. Yeah. And yes, guys, we are doing it Sunday because uh, tomorrow, uh, one of my really close friends is it's his birthday, so we are celebrating it. So we're not gonna. I'm gonna be gone, and uh, yeah, so we'll do it Sunday. We're gonna be doing it uh, Sunday at you know the normal time, but Sunday. So make sure you guys uh, smash that like thumbs up before you leave. This was great. Always fun, guys, and uh, thank you to uh, the Real Talk guys for showing up, uh, Sean and uh, NG, to um, you know talk about you know all, everything that they're doing and all that stuff. Make sure you guys subscribe to them, and uh, yeah, guys, we appreciate it, and uh, we will definitely talk to you guys later. Mm-hmm.